Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Erica here with the Work of Art Podcast, and I'm going to be that person on January the 15th to say what? Happy New Year. Listen, this is my Happy New Year to you. Um, This is the first podcast from Work of Art in January, so I'm very excited to be on. A lot of things to talk about for 2023. Also, I want to remind you, if you have not listened to the previous podcast um, in December, please go check that one out. It's the five habits that will transform your life. I'm going to piggyback off of that a little bit uh, because, listen, habits are very important. That's how we get results. Um, That's how we reach our goals. I know everybody talks about resolutions and goal setting and all that, and these things are great, but what we really need to nail down are the habits. Do I have these habits in my life to be successful and to live a life of winning? Because we go, what, from glory to glory. Amen. That's your portion, and you have access to that. All right, so I'm going to jump into this today. I'm really going to spend time sharing with you what the Lord put in my spirit for this year and what he showed me and just kind of breaking that down, y'all, because there's some great things for us this year, but we do play a part in that. All right. We just can't be sitting on our butt talking all these things, wanting all this stuff to happen. We, we, pay, we play a big part. What we do matters and it's time to take inventory. So what I heard from the Lord in my spirit for this year is new levels, new levels. And I'm like, man, that's great. Like, okay, let's do this. But then I realized what the Lord or what I heard in my spirit from the Lord is this requires some things, right? So it requires some adjustments, some growth for things to change, to go to that new level. And you got to be willing to do that. And it's to it's for your benefit. So go with me to Isaiah 43, 19. I'm in the New King James Version. It says, behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. I like that. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Listen, it don't matter what things look like around you. You know, when when you have access to the throne of God and that's your father and your life, you know, you're putting him first. You've given your life to Jesus. That's what it is. The things going on around us don't even have to touch us. And you got to realize what you have access to. Now, listen, I want to go over a few steps about, you know, how do we reach these new levels? Like, what is this? What does this mean? You know, it sounds good. Everybody talks about stuff like this at the start of the year. But truly, this is this is for you, child of God. This is this is for you, because, listen, we're in the last days. We don't have time to not go to new levels. You know what I'm saying? Things that would normally take a very long time to happen. If you get hooked up with the Lord and your assignment, it's going to happen real fast. So you need to make sure you're ready. You know, so often, you know, and I know I've been guilty of this before too in the past. So often we want so many things, you know, we might be believing God for certain things or whatever, but like, did you ever kind of fall back a bit and look at yourself in the mirror and say, am I even prepared for that? Am I ready? You know what I mean? Like, you know, you sitting here talking about, you know, a business or this or that. Do you have your stuff in order that if someone, if the Lord sent someone today and said to you, Hey, I'm ready to invest in your business. Uh, You know, what exactly are you doing? What do you need? What do you want? Do you have your things together? And poop, here you come with a folder. You got it all and you're ready. Or would you be sitting back and you wouldn't know the answer to any of those questions? That's what you got to ask yourself. You want to be prepared and set yourself up to be blessed and to step into those new levels. Now, like I said, the previous podcast, Um, We're about habits, five habits that can, you know, transform your life and a huge thing. And and you'll hear me say this every day, all day is being disciplined and consistent. You know, you can have a lot of things going for you, 
But if you're not disciplined and you are not consistent, I mean, I don't know how all that's going to work out for you because that will set you apart. You know, the key is showing up every single day, whether you feel like it or not. And honestly, a lot of the time, you're not going to feel like it. You're really not. And also, you know, when you're seeking the Lord to, to know what to do or what he has for you or what's next, when he gives you an instruction, you got to be ready to move. And that's something, listen, that's something the Lord showed me recently, like within the week recently. And it's funny because it, it came during a time of, you know, this time of year fasting and prayer and, you know, you're seeking the Lord and wanting, you know, direction and all that. And then the Lord says to do something. And I'm like, oh, and then I knew it like right now. And I'm thinking, well, I don't, ex- Lord, I don't exactly know how to do that. I mean, I can try, but it might. And it's like now. And so I did and set up what the Lord told me to do. And you know, it's interesting because this is what you got to realize. It's always going to require the Lord. It's always going to be bigger than you. And that's what faith is. Faith is now. And the Lord's looking to see, hey, who, who's going to show up? Who's going to be willing to be used by me? You know, how many of you listening to this have said at times like, oh, Lord, use me. I'll do what you want me to do. I'll say what you want me to say. I'll go where you want me to go. And then when the rubber meets the road, it's like, um, ah, but not that. Or not that. Or, oh, yeah, I like that. But let me wait till I'm ready. Or let me wait. Like, how many people listening have had some things that you know you're supposed to be doing that you just kind of put to the side? Or if you were to be honest with yourself, you've made a lot of excuses not to do it. Because, listen, any of us could come up with a reason why we can't do something. Right? Like, I could. I mean, I mean, let's just be real. Probably all of us. But, oh, I'm too busy. Because everybody's busy. You know, I'm being serious. Like, we all have so many things to do. But have you done the last thing the Lord told you to do? That's what I want you to think about. If you haven't, you better get to it. Because I'm telling you, don't be asking him for the next thing if you ain't even doing what he asked you to do first. Think about that. That's very important. And because he's he's he, he obviously knows what we need. And he's preparing you. You know, there's steps that you take. There's things he's going to set up for you for where he's taking you to and you got to make sure you're hearing him and you're also being obedient and then that you're being obedient quickly okay that is extremely important so being in motion you've got to always be in motion but in order to hear from the lord know what you need to do and then step into it you've you've definitely got to be mindful of a few things now check this out what are you setting your eyes on? What are you allowing in your ears? What type of people are you hanging out with? What are you doing in your extra time? All of those things are going to impact every other thing I just said, because would I be hearing clearly like that from the Lord? If I was distracted, if I was hanging out with people that aren't going in the same direction I'm going in, you know, don't really care. They out there living crazy, doing whatever. You know, I'm over here watching crazy stuff I shouldn't be looking at, listening to like music I don't need to be listening to. Do you think that would hinder me hearing the voice of God? Me knowing in my spirit, this is what you need to do next. This is the next move. This is how you do it. Absolutely. So we really need to focus on being set apart, living a pure and a holy life. And I promise you, I know some you know people could be listening to this, rolling their eyes like, whatever, that is so ridiculous. Can't nobody be doing that right now. Yes, you can. I promise you. If I can do this, 
anybody can do it. And can I tell you that it is so much easier to live life like this? It is so much easier to live life with the Lord in the driver's seat, seeking him for direction, knowing that when you step out, you're not on your own. The Bible says he'll never leave you nor forsake you, that he goes ahead of you. He makes the crooked path straight. I mean, think about it, that he does exceedingly abundantly more than what we could think or ask, right? It's just, you know, having that, what I call spiritual exercise, being an everyday part of your life. And that's one of the things I love about, you know, prayer and fasting. You know, we are to live a fasted life, right? To fast often, you know, whether you do it once a week, once a month, a few days a month, whatever, however you do it. But I personally really like, and I have for years, doing a 21-day fast at the start of the year. Because you you get into a rhythm, it just like, it sets the tone for the year, man. If you really dig in and go for it, I'm telling you. Because then you're going to continue those behaviors that you need throughout the year. You know, yes, we all need to pray every day and read our Bible. But can I tell you, I'm never as like, it's been a little while after I had Sydney, I was not as diligent with those things as I should be. It'd be here and there. You know, but I'm talking about dedicated time to the Lord. I mean, really spending time with the Lord. And you have to ask yourself, am I doing that? And I'm telling you, what's really cool is when you do it, you'll realize all the benefits of it. It's to benefit you. It is to benefit you. And the more you read your word, the more alive it'll come to you. It's going to change your prayer life. You know, those things work hand in hand. I think of it kind of like, think of it this way, like working out and eating right, you know, you don't really, I mean, both will benefit. Like if you just focus on nutrition, that'll benefit you. If you just focus on exercise, that will also benefit you. But there's nothing like when you get them both nailed down. I'm telling you, that's where you're going to get your greatest results. So think about prayer and reading the word like that. Like I can pray and you know you can pray and that's great. We should be. You should read the word. Some people just read the word. But when you do the two, I'm telling you, because reading your word is going to change your prayer life. Because that's what it's all about. Because you'll know the word. We pray the word. You know, <laughs> the word of God's God's will for your life. That changes everything. You know, so it's learning why we do these things, the importance of it, and, and making it a part of your life, of the lifestyle. The same thing I teach um, with exercise. You know, so really prioritizing what I call your spiritual fitness for this year is key to reaching the new level. Also, I know I've said in other podcasts on here. Um, or episodes, I mean. You know, the Lord told me a few years ago, my people need to get ready physically for what I desire to do through them spiritually. You know, so many people are not taking care of their bodies, are not taking care of themselves, and are not physically really equipped and ready to, to do, to have, you know, to take on the assignment that the Lord has for them. You know, if you want to travel and preach and do all these things, you know what all that takes out of you? The energy, like what it takes, you know, a lot of times we just sit back and watch, you know, everybody preaching all the time and doing all the stuff. And you know, like anything else, it looks easy, but it's not. <laughs> I'm telling you, you want to be physically in shape and fit to run your race that is set before you. You know, I've said it before. How are you running your race? How are you doing? How is your race looking? And you need to ask yourself that. What do you want it to look like this year? You know, and like I said, to, to be set apart, these are the things that it requires. 
So number one, what did I say? Your habits. All right, for these new levels, you got to ask yourself, what habits do I have in place? Am I disciplined and consistent? Do I show up every day? Am I in motion? The next thing, when God speaks, move. Okay, move. You know what? It's funny. I was, <laughs> I'll give you an example. I was creating my, um, I was trying to clean up like my, let me pull it up, my Instagram stuff and like social media stuff and seeing what I need to change and all that good stuff. And then I had a, um, gosh, what's it called? Uh, the link tree to have all my links to get all my stuff, to have it all together. And I went and I'm going to click on it right now and look at it while I'm saying this. So I click on it and this hit me though. And I'm looking and I see the walking club. I see the get fit Kickstarter program. I see the website info and I see the podcast and I went through it and I said, Lord, you told me to do walking club. You told me to do the get fit Kickstarter program. You gave me this name for the business. You told me to do a podcast. None of these things were on Erica's to-do list prior to hearing from the Lord. Okay. None of it. Um, many of these things came to me. Well, a few of them came to me while I was working out very clear and I stop and I'll like try to make note of something cause I could forget. Like, you know, in that moment when you're hearing from the Lord, it's like, Oh yeah, I'll never forget this. I know. And then like, if you don't make note of something or whatever you done forgot it, you're like, Oh my gosh, what, you know, what was that? Or at least me. I don't know about y'all, but sometimes it happens to me. And so I say that to say this, have comfort in knowing when you set out to do what the Lord says do, all you got to do is show up. He's going to do the rest. I tell people, it's like when you come see me for your training session, when we meet to train, I just need you to show up. Now, you do have to do the workout, but still, I just need you to show up. If you show up every time and you do what I ask you to do, it's going to be to your benefit and you're going to get results. How much more do you think it's going to be when you listen and follow the Lord and, and do what he says to do every single day. Can you imagine how much better life would be? You ever heard people that sit back and they don't like the teachings where, you know, people say, we go from glory to glory, you know, like, oh, I don't know about that. I, that's just, you know, cause I, I got this and this and this going on. But then if you step back, look at the person's, just do this at some point for me, please. The person who teaches and, and talks about and preaches and backs it with scripture, we go from glory to glory. Look at a person's life like that, okay? And then find a person that says, I don't know about that because of this. And I guarantee you, you're going to see that in their lives either way. The person who says, I don't know, it's probably someone that's fallen off a little bit, compromising in their life, not totally living for the Lord, living offended and all this kind of stuff. Or you're going to see a person that, I mean, going 100 miles an hour for Jesus 24-7. Okay, two totally different things. And, and, and here's the thing. you got to wake up and speak these things. Okay, let me see. One, two, three, four. That'd be my fourth point. I didn't really number them as I went, but I'll go back over them before I close in a few minutes. So you got to speak this thing out. And did you know, I like to follow this, um, what is he, like a neuroscientist or something like that. And it's funny because if you listen to how 
our brain works, you know, because the Lord made us, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, that's what he is. So neuroscience. Um, and like the health of our brain, how you have a healthier brain when you speak positive things, like when you wake up and say, I'm going to have a good day and things like that. Well, yeah, duh. I mean, the Lord made us, right? But isn't it kind of cool when you learn all that and you see how the Lord does everything, how he's so absolutely amazing that we know as Christians, when we speak the word of God, that it has power and that it creates and what it has the ability to do in our life. And then now we can look and even in our body, you can hear like a neuroscientist teach about the, to make your brain healthy. You need to speak positive things over your life every day. You, it was like one of the top three things you should do to have a healthy brain. Like get out of here. How crazy and cool is that? So what are you saying? Speak this stuff out every day because I promise you, the person who's, who lives and preaches and teaches and says, we go from glory to glory and from strength to strength and I'm getting stronger and stronger, their life is gonna look very different from the person who's like, oh, I don't know about you, I know about the valleys and I know about hardship and I know about the, tell me what their lives look like. And then let's talk. So that goes back to what, what did I say earlier? Being set apart, living a fasted life, praying every day, impressing in, not some just whatever prayer to say, oh, I pray. No, you live a life of it. You know, you ever just, you can, you listen, you get to the place where you're just walking around and just, you're just talking to the Lord. I mean, my daughter knows when she just hears me and if she's like, did you say, oh, never mind, mom. Cause she's thinking, did you say something? I know oh, mom's just praying. She's talking to the Lord or in the car. You know, when we're driving to him and talk to the Lord, we're praying or whatever. I mean, it's, it's just the, it's the way we live. No different than working out being a part of my life. I don't know. It's just what we do. It's just what I do. You can live like that, but you got to live like that in order to step into the new levels that the Lord has for you this year. Like right now, it's like, here's how I see 2023. It is like we got the full buffet laid out. I mean, for, for the Lord, for his children, it's like, it, it's, it's just lavish. It is nice. And I, it, first of all, is it ridiculous? I'm talking about a buffet and I'm sitting here fasting. Like, really? Is that what comes to me? But anyways, and if you fast and just, 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 you know, imagine this buffet with me. Okay. This amazing, lavish, awesome buffet that could have any and everything on it that you can even think of. That is what I see 2023 looking like like it's right there the lord's laid it out for you now are you gonna grab your plate and fill that thing up this year what are you gonna do it's right there what are you gonna do are you gonna keep talking crazy like you've talked for years and still having no results in your life are you gonna sit there and have all these amazing powerful words from the lord from the Lord through men and women of God or whatever and just another year goes by and another year goes by and nothing or are you going to get up and take what's yours? Well, what are you going to do? Because all you have to do is number one, practice the habits. Be disciplined and consistent every day. Show up every single day. Be in motion every day. Go back to what the Lord said. Work that word and start walking in these things. All right. Be set apart. Live a fasted life. Stay in prayer be mindful of all those things I mentioned that matter. Like, where, what are your eyes set on? What are your ears listening to? What kind of people you got around you? What kind of places you spend? Where, where are you spending your time? What are you doing? And speak it out. 
I'm telling you, it that alone will absolutely transform your life. Do you know I learned how, and I learned how through some really difficult times, but I like to share and teach this stuff so you don't have to. Like, for example, my daughter's not going to know all this from going through something really hard. Now, she's going to know it. It's already in her. She won't go through the things that I've been through, you know. That's not going to happen for my children. But for me, I like to share this because I've been at a time and I've been in places where I'm just sitting on the floor crying my eyes out, you know, and learning how to say in that moment, I'm strong and getting stronger. Come on now. The Bible says, let the weak say I am strong, right? The Bible says, let the poor say I am rich and if you think about it I love how Jesse Duplantis said this I think I said it in my last podcast I'm not sure but it was so good I I can say it every time that you're always strong because when you're weak you're strong and when you're strong you're strong so therefore you're always strong and he may have added something else I don't know but that was good enough for me because that's really good and just to be so you have those moments to where yeah you ever have a hard day you ever get down to things yes but something's happened that's why I don't stay there. And can I tell you how incredible that is? That that is what we have access to. And that is something we've got to be able to grab hold of and live in and live like in these new levels with what's going to come with the new levels. You got to be tougher. You got to be stronger. You got to be prepared for the stuff that's going to try to come your way. You know, it takes a strength to keep going when you don't feel like it. It takes a strength to show up every day and stay disciplined and stay consistent and stay committed and stay diligent and stay faithful to the process and to not compromise. Come on, can you say amen? That reminds me too, and I just said that these are some of the scriptures um, that I wanted to read. Let me go back. Okay, with being set apart, I'm gonna close with this. Romans 12, 2. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Hold on a second. Why did I do that? That's one of the biggest things at this point. Do not be conformed to this world. Again, you got to be mindful of what you're saying, who you're around. I was trying to make sure. Uh, John 15, 19. If you were of the world, the world would love you as its own. But because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Galatians 2.20, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Ah, here we go, talking about living a pure and holy life and being righteous. Uh, 1 Peter 1.16, you shall be holy for I am holy. Hmm. 1 Corinthians 6, 19. Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own. 
2 Corinthians 5, 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. Romans 13, 14. But put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. I mean, I could stay on here all night reading all these, but I'm telling you, do not be conformed to this world. And you keep your eyes on Jesus. And it's not, honestly, it's not hard. If, if you're mindful of like what you're letting in your world, it's, it's really not hard. Like you'll wake up and you put your eyes on Jesus. You know, you get in his word. You're mindful of the things in and around your day. And you go to bed getting in his word and spending time with him. I'm telling you. Be willing to do it different this year. You know, obviously what you did before didn't work. And even if you're doing great, there's more. There's more. You think we've seen it? Are you Get out of here. This is the greatest time to be alive right now. Like, don't you want to step in to all these things that the Lord has for you? It's all for the kingdom. I mean, what we're doing is about making kingdom impact. No matter what area you're called to, no matter what you do, it doesn't matter if you're listening to this and, and you're not a minister or whatever. You're in business or whatever it is you do. You have a purpose and God has a plan for your life. And it's all about making kingdom impact on this side. I'm telling you. And, and now, more than ever, is the time to tap into that. New levels. I'm telling you. New levels. Do not compromise never quit. I mean, just show up every single day and you keep your eyes on Jesus. And I promise you, your life won't be the same. Look, a year from now, you, your head will be spinning. You still won't even be able to catch up with what all the Lord, the Lord's doing and has done in your life. I'm, I'm telling you, don't, don't get off track. You know, if temptations or things come, don't. It, it, it's not worth it. Because what God has for you is so great. And he's looking for a pure and a holy vessel to use, to be used so mightily. Like, don't you desire that today? Like, come on now, let's just be real. What out there is worth it? And if you're like me, if you were foolish at one point in life, fooling around in the world, let's be honest. What a waste of time. I mean, really? You ain't missing out on nothing. Life is so much sweeter and so much easier with Jesus. I'm, I'm telling you, it's like, man. And, and what I've, you know, there were times and times would still try to come occasionally like guilt, condemnation, you know, things you remember and things of the past and all that. And it's like, no, no, the Lord restores. He can make your latter years greater than the former. And if you, if you're like me, you know, you have kids, everything we're doing now sets them up. They won't go through none of that nonsense and do none of the stupid things that some of us did. You know, think about it. Like how incredible is that? So I pray this encourage you as you listen to it. Um, and I want to see all of you, everyone listening to this step into the new levels that the Lord has for you this year, but I want you to be prepared to do that, to, to be ready 
for that next move. So take inventory, get things in order in your life. So you're in the flow of this thing. So you don't miss what God has for you this year. And you will not in Jesus name. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I'm excited to hear from folks. I'm excited to see what all is going to happen this year because ain't nothing small going to happen. I'm telling you. So get ready. All right. It's going to be great. So thank you all for listening. Stay tuned and I'll be back on here next week. Hey guys, what's up? It's Erica here with the Work of Art Podcast. I'm really excited to be back on. It's February 1st, so I'm very excited, honestly, because of what the Lord's doing this year, and I, and I don't want any of you to miss it, and I am I really want you to grab hold of the things that I'm going to be sharing, and if you did not listen to the first podcast of this year, please go do that. It was called New Levels um, and the Habits That Will Get You There, so go check it out, and listen, really what I feel and I'm going to go ahead and kind of dive into this. Really what I feel to spend a lot of time on right now is habits. I'm feeling that with just in my work as I do as a personal trainer helping people. Um, and I'll talk a little bit about that today too is even in our health, like habits. Everybody, you know, and I'm big on goal setting. It's very important, all of that. But, you know, what are your daily habits? We, we can't ignore that part because that's... <laughs> Our daily habits, the decisions we make every day is exactly why we're where we are now, right? Your decisions determine your destiny. And it's funny because Pastor Jonathan's talking about that too this week. So check out his teachings for this week on um, YouTube. So, but but it's true because all that lines up with your habits. Okay, so what I'm spending some time on and what I talked about in the last podcast, please go listen to it if you haven't. Share these um, and just, just spread the word. So new levels that is what the lord spoke to me what i heard in my spirit during the fast this year during january and with that though you know everybody wants to jump and shout when you say new levels you know how that is but then it's like what i heard is it's going to require some things of you and that's the difference maker okay folks like that's the difference that's why so few go but so far because unfortunately many are not willing to stay the course and um, deny their flesh in the process and not not even realizing how much more you will be blessed if you learn to get in the habit of doing that. It, it is the, a much better place to live, amen? A much better place. So some of the things I touched on, discipline and consistency. You know, the Lord was showing me, if you follow me on Instagram, and if you don't, go do that, work of art fitness. Um, Spending some time on, I, I share these words all the time and I have for years, you know, discipline, consistency, perseverance, all these things. And the Lord's showing me like break down the definitions of this and then what they mean by the word of God. Right. And so that's what I've been doing because you got to get that in you to be successful in whatever it is you're pursuing in life. Even if it's a career in your family, in marriage, in ministry, whatever it is, these, this is what you got to have in place to be set apart and be at the top in whatever it is that you're called to do because each and every one of us, we do have an assignment. And my desire is to see people find their assignment and thrive in that, right? But it takes these practical daily things to get there. And this is the stuff that people wanna ignore. You can't over-spiritualize everything. Yes, things are spiritual, but hey, there's a whole practical component that you gotta get in you. 
and practice every single day. So discipline and consistency, showing up every single day, despite how you feel. That's key. I mean, that alone will will set you apart. And just learn to, to do that every single day. And I talked about, and I'm doing this kind of, it was in no particular order, but um, speaking it out. You know, when I'm laying in bed, I will, uh, before I get up, just start like speaking the opposite of how I feel. I wake up early every day. I don't feel like it, but I, I speak to my body. I tell it what I want it to do. You got to understand the authority you carry. You got to learn to operate it. Even in something that may seem so simple like that, because it'll change you. It'll change your life. Speak to your flesh. Tell it what you want it to do. That is the most, that's what's so amazing about fasting. You know, think about it. For someone like me in the health and fitness industry and the way I work out and stuff, my, my life revolves around food. And so that's more of a reason why I, I like to fast and really push myself for the 21 days. Is so that doesn't rule me or become an idol in my life, right? And so I want to go to that new level. I'm like, Lord, I want, because when the Lord said that, it's not guaranteed to happen. Understand that when you hear these things in your spirit from the Lord or the man of God or whatever, or woman of God, there's a part that you play in it. You know, we're always looking to the Lord, you know, oh Lord, what about this? What about that? And you didn't even do the last thing he told you to do. Ask yourself that. Have I done the last thing the Lord told me to do? And you got to be in motion for this year. There's no sitting on anything. Okay. Understand that when you get it, you got to go. And even if you don't even know what it looks like, it does not matter. When you hear it from the Lord, you got to move. But first we're talking about hearing from the Lord. Listen, if you are compromising and living in sin, you're not able to hear from him clearly. So I first have to address that, like, and that's some of the stuff I'm going to get into today. So piggybacking off of uh, last last podcast with new levels and the habits, what we're going to talk about today, new levels part two, three commands that bring victory, three commands that bring victory. I want you to go to first Corinthians uh, chapter 15 and verse 58. And what I had in my spirit, you know, when I was thinking about this, I'm like, okay, you know, because there's so much about new levels, you know, and uh, it's going to, you're going to have to change some things. It's a step into that. What I kept feeling in my spirit was steadfast and immovable. And I was like, what scripture is that? Because I know it's a scripture and being steadfast and immovable. I was like, that's what it's about. So let me go find that. This is the scripture. So first Corinthians, uh, 1558 and it says therefore my beloved brethren be steadfast immovable always abounding in the work of the Lord knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord right you know don't grow weary in well-doing I remind you that a lot I say that myself a lot in due season you shall reap if you faint not you know always be steadfast Underline that in your Bible, write it down, and immovable. Here's the problem. Most people don't succeed because they quit. You know how I many people just stop and get mad at God? You know how many people, well, it's not happened a lot, but I've talked to a few people. And people are like, you know, you'll give people the word, you're speaking truth, you're trying to help folks. And then they'll look right at you and be like, I did that already. And I'm thinking, really? Really? 
Like you mad that things didn't happen the way you wanted to in however many years, you know, and then allow yourself to get mad at God. Then you allow yourself to sin and now you've given yourself an excuse for it. And now anytime you hear the truth, you're mad. No, don't let that be you this year. And if that has been you, make the decision today. I will not go back. I'm moving forward. I'm keeping my eyes on Jesus and ask him to do a work in you. And you got to be willing to make the changes. It's never the Lord's fault. We get in our own way. That's why when I approached the fast, I said, Lord, show me everything that's in the way. I want every hindrance removed. I want to know what needs to come out of me, what I need to deal with, what I need to change. It really wasn't about a lot of other stuff because here's the thing. And I believe in making the list. I did all that for the year, the goals, whatever. But but here's the thing to get to those things and reach that all these other things got to be addressed first. A hundred percent. You know, you got to get real with the Lord like that and a new strength will come on you. It'll change you. You don't want to be the person complaining, living in sin, compromising because you're mad, you're mad at God. Do you know those very things in your life that that you give into to the flesh, whatever those desires are, that are not of God, that are sinful? Do you know, like, you won't even care about those things anymore? It won't even phase you. You can take control over those things. But first, you got to quit getting mad at God. You, you understand? And you've got to quickly and swiftly. That's what I believe this year. We got to move swiftly. And here's what I, I feel in my spirit. We got to swiftly move into the things he's asking us to do or telling us to do. And you got to swiftly remove yourself from sin. If you're listening to this right now and you're, you're living in a way that you know you shouldn't be. And you're allowing things in your life that you shouldn't. Swiftly move out. Swiftly, quickly move and be steadfast. Let me read to you. So the three commands that will bring victory. And I was studying this in the dates from the scripture I just read to you in Corinthians. Number one, be seated, settled, and firm in the truth of the resurrection and victory in Christ. Be seated and settled. Seated and settled. Be content. Number two, unmovable. This is my favorite. Now, please write this down. Write this down. Let nothing shake your faith or move you away from the hope of the gospel. That's number two. That's that. I think that should be number one. That that's the thing that's that's happening to folks. And I believe more than ever, the enemy is going to try to be so, you know, deceptive and he's the father of lies. So he's all the time lying and all this stuff. And if you don't have yourself set up in the right place, you're going to get taken out. And that's why it's so vital to be where you're supposed to be. You cannot make these decisions based on your flesh. I give people the example of me living in Tampa. And Atlanta being like my favorite city, I moved to Tampa from Atlanta on a word of the Lord from my pastor to come here. And I didn't, I didn't know. I thought I'd just be here long enough for school and go back. And I was fighting it for so long in my spirit. Like I knew the Lord was saying to stay here, but I kept kind of pushing it away. And now I'm like, you know, you're going to grow where you're planted. Well, here's the thing. You can't get planted and grow if you're hopping all over the freaking place. Like at some point you got to stop doing that. You ever seen those people that it's like every time you turn around, they're off to somewhere else, off to somewhere else, off to somewhere else. You can't grow. Imagine putting up like a seed in the ground and then there's a plant with roots and then it starts to grow and then you rip it out and then you just go somewhere else. It doesn't even make sense. Think about that. And so many people make decisions 
based on their flesh. Again, that's why I believe in fasting and living a fasted life. Like you, you, you don't, and you can't let your flesh rule you. I mean, it'll take you out. Could you imagine you leave this earth and you stand before the Lord and you completely missed your assignment because you were stuck on a city? You were stuck on the weather? How dumb is that? I, I don't like the weather at all in Tampa. Like, not at all. I miss the seasons. I miss all the things. I could tell you all kinds of, of stuff. But guess what? I, I realize, you know, I'm spiritually mature enough to realize, hey, the best place for me to be is exactly where God wants me to be, attached to what he has for me and my family and the assignment that's on my life. That's where the provision is. That's where the protection is. That's where everything you need is. So if you find that you've been going around a mountain year after year after year, that's not normal, folks. I'm sorry, it's not. And what's going to happen is you're going to get caught up into, you're going to find those scriptures and, and just this all this religion and the stuff in the Bible and you're going to form your life around it and think, oh, it's another test. Baby, it ain't no test when you keep sinning and making bad decisions. That ain't a test from the Lord. That's just you making really stupid decisions. And I can talk like that because I've made dumb decisions in the past. And I love people enough to tell folks the truth. You know, we tell the truth because we love people. We want people out of sin and in their assignment of God's best for their life, which will then impact many other lives. This stuff is so real. And like, it, it just hit me this year, like how real this is and how we can't be playing. Like you can't be playing in your emotions. It could literally kill you. It's, it's, it's that real. You understand? Like, and I was thinking about it today before I got on here to record this. And I was like, man, life is so sweet when you hook up with Jesus. Like, yes, the Bible tells us we will go through things. Things will come here, but we have the victory, right? We will have the victory. We go from glory to glory. Amen. But if, if you got yourself attached to something else, you're not going to believe that, know that, or experience that in your life. It should be a massive red flag to you. If you keep going from problem to problem and need to need, that's something that means something's wrong and you need to look in the mirror because that something is you. You got to get with God and you got to take a hard look on the inside. And it's like I say all the time, you must take inventory. You must take inventory because when you take inventory, you find out what's there that needs to go and you find out what is not there that you need. No different if you're in a store and you walk around with a, a, a pad and pencil and you're looking. Okay, we got too many of those. That needs to go. We need to move that out of the way. Oh, we're out of the Okay, we need more of this. That's what you got to do in your life constantly. Constantly. And beyond that, like being so mindful of who you let in your life and who's around you. You think I want to be around women? Like I'm talking about, and I don't take a lot of, I mean, like outside of, you know, when you do your work and ministry and stuff like that, I'm talking about people you're really friends with, like people you let in your world. I'm not trying to, because that time's precious, man. If I'm not doing uh, work or ministry, I want to be with my kids. Like I want to be with my family. But, you know, you think you want to be spending time with people that are just fooling around? Foolishness and incent? No. Be mindful because you are going to be, your life is going to begin to mirror that, whoever you're around. Be careful. Be careful. This is a, I mean, this stuff isn't like small. It's not small. And I think, did I really just spend that much time with number two? Oh, and another thing too, and I love it because Pastor Jonathan always says it. 
It's unscriptural to be defeated. Don't forget that. If you haven't written that down before, if you listen to him. So if you haven't written that down, write that down. So let me read number two again. Let nothing shake your faith or move you away from the hope of the gospel. And we're able to live like that because we have this word. We have Jesus, right? The joy of the Lord is our strength. And I literally this year in the past few months, I have been experiencing that like I've never known. I didn't fully understand that until I started to live it. And it's powerful. It's very, very powerful. And it's for you. It is for you. All right, number three. Always abound in the work of the Lord. Knowing that what you do will be rewarded. So you keep pushing forward. It's for your benefit. The Lord's going to bless you. It doesn't matter what it looks like now. We, you know, and here's the thing. Who cares what it looks like now? Because the reality is we love Jesus. We love him and we put him first. You know, so when he tells you to do something, you do it. And even in doing it, don't necessarily think that stuff's going to just pop off because yes, it is good to get a word from the Lord, obviously. But don't let it make you think that, okay, I'm going to go do this right now. And this is going to be amazing. Like, this is great. No, because what will happen is you're going to get in that. Just get used to doing what he says do. And it's like kind of simple. And then be ready for the next instruction. Like learn to live like that. And it makes things way less complicated. Okay. You know, if, when you keep first things first, right? Keep him first and just do what you're supposed to do. It makes life so much more simple. You get out of your own way. You get out of his way right? The Lord can bless you like that. You know, and that's the thing, like the example I give, the Lord may have told you start a podcast and you do it and it's not taken off. And so you fall off. You're like, forget it. I'm not doing this. You know, I'm not going to do this. And the Lord has something in mind and how he's going to use that and you staying faithful. And that's what I kept hearing from the Lord during the fast. You guys strong was be faithful with the little, the Lord is looking for those. And I know this, I'm telling you, He's looking for those who are faithful and who have been faithful with the little and he will give them much. Ask yourself, say, is that me? Again, take inventory. Have I been faithful with the little? And if you haven't, don't beat yourself up. Like I said, today is a new day. You repent, you move forward and you don't look back. Stop identifying with who you used to be. What does the Bible say? The old you is dead. Like you repent, you give yourself, you give your life to the Lord right? You move on. You know how many people I think are held back because they identify with their past? Like literally the Lord can have like delivered them from something, addiction or something. And if you listen to them talk and I don't even think they realize it, they still talk like they're still an addict or whatever. Like they literally glorify whatever that thing was before. Let that thing die. Come on, let it die. So you, the new you, this new creation in Christ can live. And be and do what it is that God created you to do. And yes, the devil will come in. He'll come in with lies. And especially when you're pressing in. Oh my goodness. It was it was more intense for me. I'd say the first weekend on the, the 21 day fast. Um, about seven days in, in my mind. Literally bringing like, and it's the devil. Bringing up things back from my past that I like, I forgot about. Like crazy stuff. And then I was like devastated. Be, beating myself up hard on myself. And I was like, no, no. Like, what does the word of God say? And you, you got to deal with that or it'll run your mind and it will spiral, you know, learn to take authority. And we do it with the word of God. We put our eyes on it. We speak it out of our mouth. We have power over these things. Tell him where to go when that stuff comes. We don't have to live in that. And the quicker you learn to do that, 
it makes life, man, way better, you know? But that stuff's gonna come. The attacks come. So you use these weapons we have. We have a lot of them. The weapon of the word, right? You know, the weapon of in our praise. Use those things. Remember that they are weapons. And the devil will get off you and leave your butt alone. And you, you learn how to deal with that. Stop making freaking excuses. I'm just, I'm just so over that with people. Like, because it's like, you, you know, people can do better and live better and have better. But it's like people love, like, hold, it's like a security blanket thing or something. You know what I mean? I think if I have a, an 11 month old and like she has this blanket, she loves it. She just will not let go of it. It's the cutest thing. But people do that with like just trash, man. I don't get it. Trash relationships that need to die and go, you know, trash stuff from their past, man. Get rid of it. Because guess what? If you try to take it into this year, all these promises in this year that the Lord has, it's not going to be for you. And I know nobody wants to hear that. Everybody wants to hear the messages that are like, woohoo. Like if I got on here and just said, you guys, what I heard in my spirit from the Lord for this year was new levels. Is everybody stepping into new levels this year? Everybody will be like jumping, shouting and like, yes, but guess what? Ain't going to walk into it because you never went any further to see, well, what does it take to get to those new levels, right? You got to be willing to get down and dirty. And the people that are willing to get down and dirty are going to do the most amazing things for God. They're going to fully step into their assignment and experience the goodness of God in their lives through every trial that comes, through every hard thing that comes, and every, every great thing. And life is meant to be that way. So you get to choose if you're going to walk in that today. And that is yours. And I want to see every single person walking in that in the name of Jesus. Grab a hold of that. I'm going to read this scripture again. Where are we at? 1 Corinthians 15, 58. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain. And I'll tell you the problem too. Listen, when people get off track and, and, and start focusing on, you know, poor me or whatever, hey, listen, you're, you're not doing that. You're not remaining steadfast and immovable. You've stopped. Because when you stay steadfast and immovable, you don't even think like that. You don't even... You know, and I'll be able to share more later on, but just with some really very difficult stuff I've been through, nobody even really knows unless they're close to me. And what's funny is it's not that you're be you're not being fake. You're literally living like the word. Like I have access to this. Therefore, I have strength. Whatever it is I'm going through isn't going to make me cower in a corner and shut up or make me go fall into sin. I've got the word of God. I've got Jesus. I've got the Holy Ghost. That's not going to happen. And that's what I want you to grab hold of. And I'm telling you, people playing around with that mess, they don't like messages like this. They want to listen to somebody that's going to rub rub them, you know, rub them on the head and say, it's okay. It's, it's, it's okay. You're it, it'll, we'll get there. You know what? No, get up and move. Nobody has time for that. Do you know, you know how frustrating it is? Like when, I've looked at people, you know, you can see what's on their life, right? And like, you're saying, yes, I, I see this, you know, do this and do this. And like, if it's someone and this, I'm telling you right away, I know it ain't, it ain't it. Like that ain't the one who's going to get it. 
when they look at you and they're like, hey, yeah, I'll do that sometime. Oh, yeah, one day. It's like, what? What day? Number one, Jesus is coming back soon. Number two, you don't know when your own life is going to, you know, end. What day are you, what, what, what day? Well, I, mean, I, mean, I don't understand that. I really, I don't. You know, it's funny. It's like the Lord told me during the fast, do um, open Zoom prayer call for your clients. So, and I'm like, what? Like, that's so out of my comfort zone. Oh, God. I'm like, yeah, that's a good idea, though. That's cool. And then I felt, no, do it now. And it was like, I think a Tuesday, maybe. And I don't know if I shared this in the last thing. or not. I don't even know. But it was um, on a Tuesday. And I'm like, man, start of the day would be good. Okay, 6 a.m. So the only day I'm not working at 6 a.m. is a Monday. And I was like, well, man, how perfect. That's like the start of the week, right? So I immediately, not even knowing exactly how to do it, what I was doing, I was like, okay, Lord, because it was strong and I'm fasting and I'm like, Lord, I'm seeking you. I'll do what you tell me to do, right? And so I went, I made the graphic, posted it, emailed every client, and I started it that next Monday. So within a week, I started it. <laughs> and it's been the most amazing thing, right? That's how you got to move. And it's blessing me. I mean, I don't know how everybody else feels. I know I've heard from people and they're enjoying it and say they're being blessed. And that's great. But I think the Lord set it up to bless me because it's doing so much for me. And what I felt was, you know, show people, lead people to start the week strong. And I'm like, wow, it's so crazy that Monday that that time was open. And I, this is what we're doing. The Lord said, do it. I'm going to do it. Why would I wait until another? And it's funny because I think that Monday was like, Martin Luther King Jr. Day or something like that. So I know some people weren't working, kids didn't have school and everything like that. Now in the natural, a lot of people be like, oh, well, let me just start another, that's a holiday. And then I thought to myself, we take holidays from prayer? No. Like, well, why would we, what, you just, there's just days you're like, you know what, Lord, is, I'm going to sit you over here on the shelf. Let me put you back over here. And then I'm going to come over here and, oh, you know, and I'm, these are the conversations I'm having with myself, right? And I was like, no, this, this is what we do. Or because it's a, it's a late night or there's conference. Or, no, it don't, I don't, it don't change prayer the next day. That's a commitment. And we need people that, and I'll close with this, people that are committed. Add that. Committed. You know, these are the things I'm looking for. I'm, I'm going to be hiring a whole staff this year. You know, and I'm telling you, it, everything is going to be done in excellence. A spirit of excellence. And these things got to be in place. We're not going to be playing around. And I don't know why some people have a problem with that. You should want to be around people that are going to get the best out of you, that are going to bring you higher. I don't want, I only listen to teachings that are going to take me higher. I want to sit around and listen to somebody coddling me in my crap. That ain't going to help me. I can do that on my own. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm, I can do that. Like, no, I want to hear people that's going to shoot it straight. I want to listen to a teaching and walk away from it and be like, yes, I'm going to do this and this and this. Yes, and that's what I needed and, and to do better. I want to always look in the mirror and say, what is it that I can do better to, to do what the Lord has called me to do? And that's what I want to challenge you with today, that you listen to this. And I want you to write those things down. What is it that the Lord has been telling you to do? Because now is the time to do it. Now is the time to do it. You do what you can with what you have in your hands. And as you move forward, the Lord will provide every single thing you need. I'm telling you, do that. 
and watch what he's going to do this year. That's how we go to another level. It's not meant to be comfortable. It's not going to be comfortable. And that's okay because we have the Lord. He's with us. You're not by yourself. If it's something that's going to involve other people coming around you to help, the Lord already has that. Okay, he's, he's already prepared that. You go ahead and thank him for that. Rather than speak the problem, speak the word of God. That's what I had to learn. Holy Ghost had to check me on that because it, it's so easy to speak the problem. And the more you do that, and I know from experience, you'll get comfortable doing that. All right, so cancel that. And it'll still try to come up sometimes. And I catch myself, I'm like, hold up. Nope, nope, I'm not going to complain that I need this, I need that. I don't have help, whatever. No. Lord, thank you for sending me help. And then get even more specific. Start praying for whoever it is that the Lord's preparing to send your way. And that, I'm telling you, that changes everything. That'll change your whole day, your whole mood, your whole everything. So be steadfast. Be immovable and that will set you apart. I talked about being set apart last week, you know, and with that, I said fasting and prayer, mindful of all things, which you let in and all that. It's extremely important, but like a pure and holy life, man, I'm telling you, that's it. That's the key. That's the key. Living a pure and a holy life, being steadfast and immovable. And my God, you better get ready because God will use you and you better buckle up because it's going to, I believe, will move so fast if that's, if that's the way you approach every day and that's the way you're living your life. Get ready. And for everyone who's not doing that, it'll be quite different. I think the difference this year will be so extreme for like what I'm saying here, like God's people and those he's going to bless. It's going to be such a drastic difference that you better choose what side you're on. There, I don't think there's anywhere in the middle anymore. Not that there ever has been, let me be clear, but I think for so long people have been able to play around in the middle, you know, and you can't make heaven that way, but I think as far as day to day in the world, people are comfortable. And I think that comfort's no longer going to be available. And honestly, it's because God loves his people. He loves you. He loves you. So um, let me say this before I hop off. Don't guilt and condemnation it's got to go in Jesus name. It has to go. That is not from the Lord. That is from the pit of hell. That's got to go. Stop feeling sorry for yourself. And you got to get up and declare the word of the Lord. And if it's something that's pretty bad and pretty rough that you've walked through recently, you've got to keep that word in front of you. You got to pull scriptures out. You know, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice. I'm be glad in it. I am a, once you repent too, you don't turn back. Turn, Keep your eyes on Jesus. That's, that's huge. Trust me. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Remove yourself from situations. Stop looking at it, thinking there's no way out or money's like this or that. So I've got to do this. Or what. Move. Trust the Lord. Do you think that if you're in, in a situation and, and you make the decision to do the right thing, you really don't think your heavenly father is going to help you get up out of that? Think about what an earthly father would do. If you have a good dad, you know, and you're in a tight spot. Dad's going to come to the rescue, man. He's going to come get you up out of that. Whether he likes it or not, he's going to do it. What more is your heavenly father going to do for you? Get up out of whatever mess you're in and move forward and watch God bless you. And when those thoughts come and those things come from the pit of hell, you deal with them with the word of God and let that be what you do every day. Be disciplined and consistent in that. Again, go back to that previous teaching. Discipline, consistency, showing up every day. You see how all this applies? Super simple. I'm talking more scripture today and more about the Bible today, but I'm also want you to go back. The other teaching is much more practical. You put the two together and that's how you get to new levels. That's it. And you can do it.
you can do it, okay? It's time, it's time. And never think you're, you, you've made it. I mean, we're always growing, always. We can, there's always more. The Lord always has more. And your life is meant to have major impact in this world and, and <laughs> man, and just in so many other people's lives. Your life matters, whether you realize it or not, it matters. And, and use the rest of it to just do everything that the Lord has for you and that he's promised. It's not too late. It's not, it's not too late. And just write those words down like discipline, consistency, perseverance, follow my page, save those, um, the definitions, the ones I have up there so far. I think I've started with three so far and each week I'll add another one. Um, and no matter what, you're going to show up, you're going to show up and you're going to give it all you got every single day and watch and watch what the Lord's going to do. You're going to step into new levels and you're going to see victory in your life. Amen. Amen. This is went way longer than I thought. I think I always say that. Oh man. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening to this. Share these. Um, and I'll be back on here soon. You guys make sure you write this stuff down and listen, stay disciplined, stay consistent. Keep your eyes on Jesus, stay in the word, pray and do those practical things every day. And I'm, I'm excited to hear the testimonies that, that come of all this. So I love you all and I'll be back on here soon. guys, what's up? It's Erica here with the Work of Art Podcast, and I'm so excited to be back on here with you guys and really dive into the things that are so near and dear to my heart, the stuff that I do every single day, and it's all about health and fitness, you guys. I'm a personal trainer. Um, I'm the owner of Work of Art Fitness, and I've been doing this for over 14 years now, and I absolutely love it. I mean, really what I get to do every single day is teach health and fitness as a lifestyle. And I'm excited today because that's what I'm going to teach you about. So today I'm going to give you five ways to make health and fitness a lifestyle. Now with each of those points, I'm going to expand and go deep into that. And obviously this can go into many more teachings, which I really want to focus on um, going into spring now. First day of spring was a couple of days ago, or maybe it was yesterday. I'm not sure. They all start to run together. But anyways, it was recent. And I'm like, you know what? This is unfortunately the time where people start to fall off. And then when summer rolls around, people are trying to find like these quick fixes to look and feel better. And I'm like, stop it. Like, and, and the fitness industry doesn't help that because they're pushing it to make money. So they feed off of it. And it's just like a messy cycle. And I'm so tired of it. Like I want to see people at their best, feeling their best, looking their best. And, and really like, that's one of the best ways to really fulfill that assignment that you have on your life. You know, you this is your vehicle and it matters and your quality of life very much matters. So please take notes if you can, um, really get this stuff. I'm telling you, th these are things that you can use for the rest of your life. Um, and if you're listening to this and you have a family, like teaching this to your family, it's, it's amazing to like raise kids up in this stuff. You know, I'm 37 and I know there's a lot of people around my age and maybe older who this wasn't like a normal thing that, um, a lot of us grew up around as far as exercise in the home and whatnot, or people even knowing about it, but now it, it is becoming that, but it's important to learn the right way. Um, as great as I think social media is, as a way to reach and teach people, there's also so many like things that are out there just for some clicks and some views 
and for people to make a little bit of money, but it's really not teaching you anything that's going to help you long term. All right. And that's what this is what I do. That's my desire. This is what I love to do is teach health and fitness as a lifestyle. So let's go ahead and dive into this. So five ways to make health and fitness a lifestyle. So number one, you're going to hear me say this stuff all the time. So please take note. All right. Number one, invest in a plan invest in a plan what you need to understand right off the bat is in order for you to be successful in anything it's going to take an investment on your part you know and so like i said for me i'm a personal trainer so some things that i offer give you many different examples just to show you that there's really no excuse all right there really is not i say it all the time because it's true so there's a few different things i offer really for a way to reach ever everyone number one ten dollar a month subscription all right and what comes with that is every month you receive exercises you receive a workout so every month you get one and also within the month there's a private facebook group that you become a part of all the get fit subscribers and i come on and do a live q a every third tuesday of the month and you're able to come in ask questions it's great to have accountability everybody kind of has fun and and connects and I love to find there's different topics just like I'm doing now that I teach on and then answer the questions that people have as they come in. So excellent, excellent way to get started and and teach you really important things. I mean, you know, many people say, oh, I can't do that. I can't afford a trainer. I can't afford this or that. This is affordable, you know, $10 a month and just getting exercises to start with learning how to build a foundation, how to incorporate it, and then having that time with me to hop on uh, the live Q&A and answer questions that you have. So that's one thing. Another thing I do live Zoom sessions. Um, I have clients that are all over the United States and people, you know, have, I have training packages that I offer and people do anywhere from one to three sessions a week. And so I have different options for that as space is available. Space is limited for that. And I also do in-person training um, here in the Tampa area. I've done that for many years and online training programs is a fourth option and so what that entails for only two hundred dollars and with all of this you get a complimentary consultation but just for 200 bucks i create a personalized program for you that you run with for four to six weeks and that includes follow-up accountability and it is catered to your specific needs and for where you're at you know it's not you know everybody's not getting a generic program you or workouts you're actually getting something catered specifically for you. So there's a lot of different options out there. There's ways to do this that, you know what I'm saying? Like you got to understand there comes a time you've got to make that investment. I tell everyone, you know, I don't expect everyone to do it for forever, but you got to, it's important to do it. You got to do it to learn this stuff. So you're not just out here, you know, hopping on Instagram every time you're trying to figure out what should you do next? Especially this day and time, I would not advise that. You know, or just getting lost in, you know, Google land, trying to find like what's right for me when really there's so many ways you can make an investment that's going to help you tremendously. So understanding making an investment. All right. Number two, accountability. Now you're going to see that all these basically go together. So accountability, you've got to have that in your life when you're trying to go to another level and make and create habits and make change. It's going to take accountability in your life. You know, we get to where we are for different reasons, and then we do need accountability along the way. And that's what a trainer does for you. That's what I love about what I do. You know, I'm not, 
I'm not everybody's favorite person all the time because I'm the one that's got to come along and kind of nudge you when you're not really feeling it. But down the road, you appreciate it. And I'm happy to do that. And even if um, for people I don't work with one-on-one, but are in a group like that Get Fit subscription I have, it's really cool because you, you get that accountability within the group. And when we come in on that live every month, it's awesome because you're able to get in there and just have fun with other people because we're all doing this thing together. And it's so helpful and so encouraging. And that's really what people need, really, is just that encouragement. Because you'll find that, you know, every now and then you might not have the best day. You're not going to be feeling it. But you need someone to come along alongside you and say, no, you got this. You can do this. Keep going. You don't quit now keep moving forward we all need to hear that from time to time and accountability is so huge because on your own it's too easy to just fall off and especially in the beginning you got to have that accountability around you to help you get going and then you will find that you can be that for someone else so once you start doing it and you stick with it that's extremely important all right number three learn the basics and stick to the basics. I cannot say this enough. So often now in every single thing in life, it seems like everybody wants to skip steps. Everybody's trying to skip steps. It's so ridiculous. Like just to give an example outside of fitness, like everybody wants a certain title or, or whatever, but nobody's actually, nobody has any desire to actually learn what it takes to gain those. Isn't that scary? Think about that. Think about that. You know how many people want to have like some weird like influencer celebrity status or like what what's the new thing now like, or what do people say public figure or whatever and it's like what are you doing like what's your character look like what kind of habits are do you have day to day who are you what are you doing so here's what I want you to understand in exercise in your health and fitness learn the basics that is your foundation and you want to build upon a strong foundation and that way you'll find in life you don't have to go around the mountain again and again and again it, it, your lifestyle should not be you know every spring I, I i need to like find the quickest way to get in shape we got to get to the root of this and understand why are we back here every spring why is this becoming a problem we got to deal with something that something's been band-aided for too long right and now we've got to deal with it and that's what i'm talking about here so learning the basics this and that points and and sticking to it that's also the key actually got to do it so this all points back to what investing in a plan you know it's it's so vital that you have that time with a good personal trainer because they're going to teach you this i love teaching people just the foundation of this and saying hey this is what we do these are main major movements that you're going to use for forever and then I give people examples of my workouts and how long I've done this, basically the majority of my life and, and how this works and nailing that down. There's no crazy stuff you have to do. That's only just preference if people like it. You know, I always ask people what they like and don't like and I cater to that. I'm like, you're not going to love all of it, but if there's certain things you enjoy over another, we're going to go with that because you should be able to enjoy this. That's a big part of this too is knowing that you can exercise and still enjoy it. That's very important. So... And again, that comes with investing in a plan. That's part of what you get. You're going to get something back off that investment, right? So that's one of the many things that you'll get. So you have that accountability, learning the basics, sticking to the basics. Don't veer off that path. You know, you have that map. It's a plan for you. It's going to do you good to follow that. That's how you get to your destination. That's what a plan is. That's how you reach a goal. Look at it. Think of it as a roadmap. Okay, you're at this point, I'm at point A, I need to get to point B. And then it shows you, a map shows you how to get there. Okay, that is no different than with a plan that you have for exercise. 
and sticking to it. Sticking to it is consistency. It's showing up every single day. You got to show up. And here, here's a key thing too, is, is if you have an off day, a down day, a down week or something, don't beat yourself up and say, I oh, forget it. This ain't even worth it. Like, man, I'm just going to don't, don't do that. Okay, don't do that. And the enemy's going to come into in all areas of life. Hello, you got to understand that too. You got to already deal with those thoughts that come. Take those thoughts captive. Learn how to speak. This this applies to every area, you guys. Like getting up and speaking to your body, speaking those things out you desire to see happen. And when you do that, you then follow it with action. And that's literally how we live. It, that's what get it. That's what makes it a lifestyle. Learn to live like that, and you learn to live like that by implementing these things every single day and what helps you tremendously with that is keeping like-minded people around you right who have who have either already accomplished that all right or have those similar goals as you and that's going to be very 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 important now this next thing is is really major because so often you find people on the opposite end that when they get a plan they're they all they know to do is just that plan and if anything throws them off they they can't handle it don't know what they're going to do which leads me to point number four be flexible that will help you one of the one of the things i do and i try my best to remember to post this stuff on instagram or take the time to do videos of it um, and follow me on instagram if you you're not because i love to get on there and encourage you guys it's work of art fitness um <laughs> is just show you how different my workouts can look not necessarily the actual exercises i'm doing but the atmosphere like or the environment i'm in i mean what's going on and there's days it could just be me out there and it's quiet and I'm doing my thing. And then there's days where my daughter, I have two daughters, so you know, my oldest is running around doing stuff. And then my little one who's a year old is, could be all over the place. Or there's just so many different moving parts sometimes. And it may not always be ideal, but you can get it done. So if you find yourself in a position to where you're like, oh my gosh, normally I have my workout time. I go to the gym or do whatever, but now I'm home with the kids or this and that. And because of that, I'm not going to be able to do it. No, you do what you can there and you make it work. So be flexible. It will not always look the same. And that is okay. And that's something I have learned. And, you know, it makes the workout so much more enjoyable. It, it takes away any kind of like stress about it or whatever. You should not have stress about it. That that's defeats the whole purpose. You should go into it saying, hey, this is again, remember, it's a lifestyle. This is what I do. We exercise and I'm going to get in what I can today. You know, I was telling someone earlier um, with our my the Get Fit subscribers I have and I was doing the live Q&A and I'm like, look, um, if you find that like it's just a week or time or you're just like super busy and you legit can barely carve out time to do it. And normally you have 45 minute to an hour workout, but you're you only have like 20 minutes for it. Just do what you can in the 20 minutes. And if it's cutting your workout down a little bit, that is okay because you need to get mindful movement in every single day. And something I wanted to touch on within that be flexible, just to give you some numbers here to kind of start with. If you're like, okay, all this sounds good, but where do I even start? All right, so you want to do exercises, strength training, at least two to three days a week. Now, if and I'm talking if you haven't done this before and you're just getting started. And yes, believe it or not, that is enough. So two to three times a week um, doing exercises, strength training, doing actual workouts, okay? That can be in a gym, that can be at home, that can be with your body weight, bands, lots of ways to do that. And again, that's the cool part about making the investment in this because I get to teach on all this stuff and I love to go into detail about all that and explain to you how this works and how you can do exercise from wherever you are. 
You don't have to go to a gym. You Not at all. You can do it from whatever space that you have. And I love teaching that. Um, and then walking. Getting, you know, cardio isn't necessarily what we do to lose fat, you know, but we do need the cardio for our cardiovascular health, our heart health, okay? Very important. It does... Um, in addition to strength training, it's excellent to reach those goals to lose weight and all that, but that is not why we do it. So you want to add that in a few days a week too. I tell people three to four days, you can do it more than that. But again, I'm talking, you're not doing anything and you're looking for how and where do I start, you know, and look at 15 to 20 minutes at a time. All right. 15 to 20 minutes at a time minimum. And then I'd say go beyond that. If you want to go beyond that, go for it. Um, but there is tremendous benefit to walking. Okay, so if you're able to walk, make that a priority and incorporate that in with that strength training two to three days a week and then the walking three to four days a week. It can be done on the same days as the day you exercise as far as strength training or doing body weight workouts or not. You can do them, you can double them up. That's that's totally fine. So remember those numbers, okay? It's important. Um, and stick to that. And again, go back to it does not have to look a certain way. All right, where are we at? One, two, three, four, five. Last one, and this kind of breaks it into a whole lot of points. I just kind of jammed it into one to finish out. So prioritize what matters. This, I mean, there's no way around it. This has to be a part of your day-to-day. Just like getting up and going to work, getting up and, you know, making it a priority to have your relationship with the Lord and spending time with Him. This is all up in that category, okay? With like career, you know, family, the Lord, all the things, man, your your health. It's right there, health and fitness. It's all up in there. And so, you know, what I want you to take away from this as you listen to this, you know, is to sit down and say, okay, this is, I'm making this a part of my life. I'm making this a part of what I do. And it's not going to take away from my life. It's going to add to, it, it should not be something that's going to stress you out and all of that it should not be that at all it's going to add to your life and we got to find out what that looks like for you okay that's very important so being intentional because here's the thing i tell everyone it's best to start when you're busy because if you can start it when you're busy and stick with it nothing's nothing can't really come come to you and you fall off Okay, that's the hardest thing for me is when I see someone totally fall off and just, (laughs) I mean, because you see people work so hard and you're like, no, you just keep doing it. You just keep going. This is a part of life. And again, that points back to number one, investing in a plan. And when you do have a trainer and and then number two, the accountability, because that's where someone's going to come alongside you and keep pushing you and keep encouraging you. Okay. And really, essentially, part of that investment is someone preparing you to run with it. Like I mentioned earlier, to be that for somebody else. Right. That's the goal. So prioritize it. You got to put it down. It's got to be a non-negotiable like many other things that's in your life. Um, And the other things you want to pay attention to, the nutrition basics. And sleeping, how much rest you're getting, you know, the basics on nutrition, being mindful of your water intake, having enough water, half your half of your body weight in ounces a day is the goal. 
if you don't hit it that's okay but at least strive to hit it at least make the effort keep water on you during the day and that's what's going to help you if i didn't keep it on me i would never drink it and the days i may not have it on me is bad because that means i don't so you've got to be intentional about that and i've learned that if you have a cup that you like like a favorite cup it actually really helps so make that a priority is keeping that on you and carrying it with you you do that a few times and it'll literally be the norm you'll do it without even thinking about it which is what happens with all of this to be honest that's what happens with every bit of this um sleep i was telling my my people in uh our group tonight in the private group i was like this is where as i'm teaching you on and i'm talking to myself um making that a priority it has to be you guys that's rest and recovery is a big part of the results that we get big big part of it you know oftentimes if people aren't feeling well where they think there's something going on they're like oh my gosh i'm sick i need to see a doctor i don't know what's wrong because they're just not feeling right and you know so often it comes down to um, not getting proper sleep not eating right not exercising and if people were to exercise move 20 to 30 minutes a day eat better and sleep that would heal most things in all honesty and if people did that and stay consistent with it you know we have so much power in our hands concerning our health and it's it's sad that people aren't using it it's sad that people are more concerned about looking a certain way but not getting healthy and doing the right things to get there you know there's a way you can have both you can actually have both you can be healthy and look good you know and that's okay it's okay to want to that's okay but learn why we're prioritizing this you know and and knowing your why is super important you need to keep that before you why am i doing this because on the days you don't feel like doing it anymore you need to know what your why is and think of it if if you're someone and you have you know a big goal you're working toward or you know very specifically what the lord's called and created you to do um there's going to be many days that come and you're like forget this i don't want to do this no more and then you got to say but what is my why why am i doing this and then that's going to keep you going all right so keeping those things in check man you know stop looking for quick fixes let that be something that is so far removed from you you know like no that's not you you're not going around looking for a quick whatever don't don't be in that group you know in the summertime oh i need a this this body by this time no this can be a lifestyle and this is just how you live you know that is it it's a part of what you do and then you you raise you know your children they're around this they're they see this and it's just naturally what they do because they see you doing it it's in your home you're leading by example and that's one of the most powerful things that you can do so let me go back over these five points so five ways to make health and fitness a, a lifestyle investing in a plan you know knowing the importance of making that investment and now seeing that hey there's so many different options it's actually not something crazy i can kind of like Dip my feet in a little bit, see how I feel, get started and go from there. So investing in a plan. Accountability was number two. Number three, learn the basics, stick to the basics. I could say that a million more times, but please always learn the basics, stick to the basics. Number four, be flexible. It doesn't have to always look a certain way. Just get it done. Come on now and enjoy it. You can enjoy it. And the last one, prioritize what matters, the nutrition basics, sleep, and avoiding quick fixes all right and in closing here i just want to hit this real quick with the nutrition basics 
see, make a note of, because I kind of talked about the water and then like went off somewhere else a while ago. I don't know what happened. So remember the water, half your body weight now is a day is the goal. But before that, look at kind of where you're currently at and build, okay? You want to build your way up to that. So that way, if you're not hitting that yet, don't be discouraged. Um, for protein, I, you know, I want you to sit back and take note of how much you're currently having. You may have never even thought of it before. So start there. Now the goal is 100 grams a day. 100 grams. So see where you're at and then build from there, okay? Um, another easy tip I like to tell everyone, when you're buying groceries, like look at the ingredients labels. Learn to kind of you know, educate yourself on that. The shorter the ingredients list, the better, all right? And know that, you know, a lot of times people aren't even looking at serving sizes or anything in what they're eating so it can be very eye-opening once you actually flip some stuff around and pay attention to that okay when you're grocery shopping stick to the perimeter of the store see when you're when you plan and you go into the store with a plan and what you have um, you'll know where you need to go once you're in there but the perimeter of the stores where you're mostly whole foods are going to be meat dairy and all that stuff the majority of the processed things are going to be within the aisles so that's an easy tip. So sometimes, you know, you need stuff in those aisles. You're going to go down there with a plan and a purpose, not just wandering around and getting stuff that we don't need. Right. So that's an easy, easy tip. Those are some basic things, you know, and this, this, the stuff I'm telling you today, this eliminates excuses. All right. And I'm all about eliminating excuses. I don't do them. We don't have time for that. I'm about solutions. Okay. Solutions, results. That's what this is about. And when you do these basic things, that's how you're going to have the, those results. And you're going to live like this. All right. And you're going to be able to help other people live like this. You can do this. So please, I want you to grab hold of this. Make this a part of your everyday. I mean, this stuff right here, this is it, man. This is that foundational stuff that you can build upon and never have to look back. You know, never have to battle these things you've you've been dealing with, you know, with your health and fitness. Say, you know what, I'm going to start today and I'm not going to let anything get in the way of that. All right. I want you to do that. Do that today. Make that decision today. And I promise you, you won't, you won't regret it. And I'm more than happy to ha more than happy to help. I want you to go go to workofartfitness.org. And if you have questions, you can um, reach out to me there. I would love to set up a consultation with you. I do complimentary consultations. It gives me a chance to um, talk to you about what your goals are, go over some different health and fitness questions, and help you have a plan to reach your goals. Um, and if you just kind of want to see, hey, I just want to do something a little bit more simple, kind of see what all this is about, go to the website, sign up for the Get Fit subscription. It's awesome for 10 bucks a month. Um, you'll gain so much from that and it's an excellent way to really get going and if you want something a little bit more personalized for just a small investment of 200 bucks you can get that personalized plan to run with so just get started today don't put this stuff off anymore because if you put it off now you're going to put it off for forever and just think about how much you could accomplish still in this year when most people in March that started strong in January, this is the time they're falling off. Let this be the time that you start and you never look back and you, you really live health and fitness as a lifestyle. And I know you can do it. So you guys, thank you for listening to this. Share this. Um, and I'm going to come back on here with some more tips about health and fitness and how to reach your goals. And I look forward to hearing from you guys. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Have a great day.
Hey guys, what's up? It's Erica here with the Work of Art Podcast. I'm excited to be back on here. I know it's been a minute, but I'm excited to come back on here and talk to you a little bit about your health and fitness. Listen, this is the time of year, you know, the start of the year is a time where people are like, oh my gosh, I have all these goals. I want to do all these things. And then unfortunately, like a month or so in, people start to fall off a little bit and they do not stick with it come like March or whatever. And then when we hit around the end of April, going into May, everybody starts talking about the summertime, how they want to look and how they want to feel. What I'm going to teach you today, and I need you to listen to me and take notes and grab this stuff, okay? This will help you for a lifetime is how to truly live health and fitness as a lifestyle and the things that you need to implement so that you will not go around the mountain over and over and over again. And every year, um, each time you hit a new season or summer comes around, you're not like, oh my gosh, I need to do this within like two weeks. We don't have to live like that. You do not have to do that. So the title of this today is five, five steps to losing weight and feeling better. So that can apply to everybody across the board. Maybe not everybody wants to lose weight, but I can guarantee you the majority of people overall would like to feel better. And it comes down to these basic things that we need to be putting into place on a daily basis. That's why anytime you hear me talk about life, health and fitness or whatever, it comes down to the discipline and the consistency. Okay. It's, it's, you know, that every day getting up and doing what we don't feel like doing, but I'm going to help you and go into a little bit more detail today and give you five steps to even get started. Now, I want to go ahead and throw this out there right up front and explain this a little bit, um, just so you have a solid understanding of this. So number one, if you really are wanting to lose weight, right, you have got to be in a calorie deficit. Okay. What that means is, you know, you're taking in um, less calories, right? <laughs> you can't take in a ton of calories, not be burning any calories and then want to lose weight. So a calorie deficit. Um, and number one, the first question I always have to ask people, I'm like, do you even have an idea of what, how many calories you have a day as of right now? And the majority of people I will tell you are going to say no. Um, so the thing is, I mean, at the end of the day, caloric deficit means you to lose weight, you need to eat and drink fewer calories than you are burning. Okay, that's how we do that. That's called a calorie deficit. So if you're taking in more calories than you're burning, then you're not able to lose weight. You know, that's a fact. And so um, I teach people these things as we go. Now, I will say this with health and fitness, with training and each person, each client, it is there is no one size fits all for anyone. Um, people come from many different backgrounds, many different situations. Um, if I'm dealing with someone who um, has struggled with an eating disorder um, in their life or for a very long time, you know, I hit this a little bit differently. Then you have people who can hand, they, they thrive and do well when you give them all these things up front we need to start doing and run with. Most people don't. I do a little bit at a time with each person. Um, but that's why today I'm giving you some key things. So first of all, I had some, um, a few people before they're like, I don't even know what calorie deficit means. So there you go. Now you do. And in a good way to not get overwhelmed by this, like from the beginning, like, oh my gosh, the last thing I want to do is keep up with what I'm eating. What I would encourage you to do something very simple that will not take a lot of your time is take three different days and just jot down, make a note of what you're having. Cause I guarantee you it's uh, so much of it's just mindless. We think we know how much we have in a day, but it's very mindless if you're not keeping track of it. So when I say three days, do two days out of your Monday through Friday, and then your third day pull from a weekend day, a Saturday or a Sunday, because typically people are eating a little bit different on the weekends. That's a fact. So 
And then from there, that is gonna give you a good idea of where you're even starting from. Okay, and then from there, we start to like look at the, you know, I say that's where we kind of start going through more with like a fine tooth comb and even like checking to see how much protein am I having a day? You know, Do you know, almost every time I ask people that in the beginning, when I get started with someone, most people have no idea why. They've never even thought about it and they've never even looked at anything. And that's why we have to become more mindful and more knowledgeable, you guys. It's not this hard, crazy thing that you're gonna struggle with your weight your whole life. That is not, no, you just have to slow down, take some time to educate yourself, become knowledgeable, okay? And flip some things around and read the nutrition facts. Or if you're someone who's getting stuff out all the time, we have Google these days, guys. You can Google literally whatever you're ordering, whether it's a, a coffee drink or whatever entree or meal, whatever from restaurant, and it'll give you the exact nutrition facts. And that is, I would encourage you to do that if you um, are a creature of habit and you find yourself ordering like the same things like all the time, educate yourself on what's in that because that is gonna help you make better choices and you've gotta face with where you currently are. We have to acknowledge it and you have to see that. And from there, that is how you begin to make changes and make some adjustments. So the very first thing we have to address is, is the calorie intake. Um, where are you currently at? And even without getting all crazy about it, just see where you even are to have an idea. Um, a lot of times, believe it or not, people are not eating enough, but they're also not exercising and have horrible sleep habits. So yeah, I, I see all kinds of things. I mean, literally I have a lot of clients and with everybody, everything is so unique to the person um, and, and how people do things. So number one, um, gain some knowledge here on what you're doing daily. Take two days out of your Monday through Friday, jot down what you're having so you can actually look at it. And then one day from your weekend, and then start to read some of these nutrition labels, these nutrition facts to even see what is in the stuff that you're having. Get a good idea of how much fat are you eating a day? You know, how how much protein are you having a day? And I do like people to focus on that in the beginning because many people are not having enough. And there are easy ways, easy ways to incorporate it in your day to hit at minimum 100 grams a day because 100 grams a day minimum is what you want to hit, okay? So that's just basic. I'm not gonna go much more into that than that. Um, I go into much more detail, obviously, when I'm working with my clients one-on-one. Um, and uh, honestly, if you're interested in even looking into um, working out with me, doing a program, I have clients all over the United States because I offer Zoom things, online programming, and I do complimentary consults. So you can go to the website workofartfitness.org and message me and we can get you scheduled for a complimentary consult. And um, it'd be a great way to get started and go from there. So check that out. If you have more questions, I'd be happy to answer them and I'd love to help you. All right, point number two. You need an exercise plan, <clears throat> excuse me. You need an exercise plan. You've gotta have a plan to know where you're headed. You know, I, I don't wanna say doing just anything or going to the gym and just messing around is a waste of time because I do encourage people to have mindful movement. I want you moving. I'd rather you move than to not be moving. But to where you're really gonna see success and you're gonna make the most of your time is when you have an actual plan. And the reason why it's so important to have a plan because you will, prog progress comes when, some, when, you're, when it's repetitive. When you're doing something over and over and over and over again, you're building a strong and solid foundation and then we build upon that foundation. It's no different than anything else. 
you know and again i tell you this this is so vital because like you i think people literally think that like you have to go around these mountains over and over and over again and i think people for so many for most of their life they think oh my gosh i've always struggled with my weight i've always done this i've always done that but that we, we haven't nailed down there's these basic things and i say basic because yes you can do it you can do it and i like to keep it very simple when i talk about it because um this will carry me into my next point so i'll talk about point two and three together point number three is invest being willing to make an investment to have some help with this, right? Investing in a health professional, someone like myself, investing in a personal trainer, in a gym membership, and getting nutrition help, right? There's people in all of these different categories um, that you can make an investment in to help you, right? We invest in all these other things. We don't think twice, right? Sometimes to, to spend money um, on all these other things we could do without sometimes it's worth it to make a, a change and look at your finances and say you know what for this month or these three months instead of spending money there I'm gonna reel it in and put money into this I'm gonna make an investment here because you're investing into your future your quality of life longevity <laughs> a long healthy life that balls in your court whether you want to admit it or not the balls in your court there and you can make a decision to say okay this is important and this is something i'm going to focus on um so having a plan so again when you're because i know when people hear me say it, they're thinking well, what do you mean a plan i don't even know how to do this i don't know how to do that um well to point number three invest make the investment okay understand the importance of it one of the things i posted about today i was talking about um let me pull it up progress is repetitive you're like what does that mean uh, the most effective plan is repetitive. So you have a plan and it's doing it all the time. Have you ever heard people say repetition brings results? It's true. Doing it over and over and over and over and over again, getting really good at it. And then from that point, and this is the trainer job, trainer's job with your plan, is helping you stick with the basics over and over. So that accountability to keep going. And then also the trainer's job, focusing on adjusting your reps, which reps is how many you're doing in an exercise. So say you're doing push-ups, and I say do 10, that's reps, that's 10 reps, that's what reps means. Um, so adjusting your rep range over time, and I adjust weights with that accordingly, depending on your progress, okay, with how you're doing stuff, and the tempo. We change the tempo, tempo's um, the speed at which you're doing something. So I will have someone do something faster or slower for different reasons, and that's how you adjust programming. So progress, again, is repetitive because you may have the same things, but you're doing those same things a little bit differently over time, okay, as we're building this foundation, as we're increasing strength and endurance and stamina and all those things. That's how this works. And then adding in unilateral movements, I'm not going to go into too much detail about that right now because that's just getting a little too technical. That's stuff I talk to clients about. That's... Um, say you're just doing a standing, I'm just gonna give a random example. Say you're doing like a standing uh, row with a band. You go single leg or single leg toe touches or single arm or whatever, going unilateral, side lunges. It's important to incorporate that stuff for many different reasons because it helps. And, and again, this is why I say every single person should invest in a trainer at some point in their life. And people that truly see and reap the benefit of it, even once they hit their goals, they keep, um, they continue to have a trainer. I've had people for years um, and I love that. I, I'm able to help them so much because I've been working with them for so long. Okay, so just understanding how that works and then they're gaining so much knowledge as they go. Um, and then I put including different variations of exercises. There's a million different ways to do a lunge, a plank, 
all the things. Uh, but you want to properly incorporate it. The last thing you want to do is hop on Instagram. And this is why like, I posted some of my workout yesterday because it was kind of simple. But I hesitate to do stuff too often because I don't want people to look at something and think, oh, cool, she just did that. I want to go do that. Not necessarily. It depends. Where are you at? Should you be doing that right now? And I know that can be argued with some people. Like, oh, people just need to do something. But see, I care so much about you learning this for life that you get it, you get it right, and you can carry it with you for a lifetime, okay? That's why I'm saying this investment matters so, 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 so much. I probably should have. These are in no particular order because now I'm like, I should have put that first. But um, that truly is key. This is why I do this. I haven't been doing you know, training for 15 years because I don't have nothing else to do. No, I understand the value and the importance of it. And I've seen how it truly does change people's lives. Otherwise, I, 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 would do, I wouldn't be doing this, right? This matters. So that is really something to think about and, and make room for in your life and your budget and to truly consider. Um, now, the next thing is number four. So let's see, number one, calorie deficit. Number two, exercise plan. Three, investment or invest. Number four, plan and prepare. All right. So as even for myself, as we approach each week, so say you have all these other things in place. Well, guess what? You still with that plan, you have to prepare to do all this. You've got to make the effort to, uh, let's see. I know I've got to make sure I go to the grocery store at least once a week, right? Because I need those things in place in the house that I know are going to help me make better choices and to plan for the week. And by the way, you guys, you save money like that. You can't argue that with me because I can prove it to you. You save money when you do that. A lot of people look at the front and like, oh my gosh, I spent this much money at the store. And I'm like, yeah, but how much money were you spending randomly grabbing stuff around every day? Think about it. People don't even bother to, to do the math, but do the math. And I'm talking to college students here too, because a lot of times young people always say they don't have money for stuff. They got money for stuff. It's just, what are you doing with the money that you have? But that's another conversation. So just say something to look at and something to think about. So plan and prepare. Go ahead and get an idea of what your week looks like. Go ahead and say, okay, um, and just kind of try to schedule it and say, okay, this is this is my schedule this week. This is my work schedule. Let me go ahead and write in my planner. And I think everybody should have a planner. I'm big on that. I, I, that's you need a planner. That you, you need to be organized with your stuff. You do not need to be all over the place. Okay, and then fit in there. Go ahead and get an idea of where your workouts are going to go. So plan the day you go to the grocery store to plan for the week, get that in to know what you need. So then you've already got that. And then in your week already kind of have kind of jot down, ah, I'll, I'll put it here, here and here. And if, if you're like me, if your workouts kind of land whenever your schedule opens up, that's how mine is because my days are so busy with clients. I just work out wherever I kind of have the time between having my children and like the business. So. In a case like that, you could just put on the day, like, okay, this week on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'm doing my workout, right? And then as far as when it is, you you just get it in whenever. So just kind of have an idea. Um, and that's gonna help you tremendously in then executing that plan, which takes me to one, two, three, four point five is execute, execute. So we have all this in place and guess what? Now you gotta do it. Now you got to execute. All right. So <laughs> you get to that point, you've got to hit step number five. You got to execute. That means you got to do it. You have got to put this thing into action. Action is the only thing that's going to bring you any results. If there's no action, nothing's going to happen, right? Action, the opposite of that is what inaction is that, is that correct? I'm not sure. Not doing anything. You got to do something. You have all of this in place and then you got to execute it. And again, the investment in having 
a trainer or somebody to work out with you is that accountability to keep you going because you are not going to feel like doing this in this process i love to teach people and it really just comes about it comes down to doing this all the time is that I don't feel like doing it. I don't feel like doing it, but get pushing past that. You know, rest days are important. We have rest days, there's times off. Rest is as important as all the other stuff. But let me assure you, with the majority of people in this world, nobody needs to be encouraged to like rest from workouts. Now people might need to be encouraged to sleep more. I don't think people sleep enough, but it's not because they're actually busy. It's because they're doing silly stuff, like playing on their phones and they could have got a workout in, okay? Um, but as far as like a rest, rest day i don't have to beg people to not work out I did. it's in fact it's, it's the opposite you're pushing people to get moving so execution is the key um i think one thing people are really good at drives me nuts is sitting around and talking right can you even think about how many times you've sat down with people on like coffee dates or whatever and people have people have great visions great ideas all these things for the life but like so often you hear all these grand things but how few how small of a percentage are actually doing any of it. Why? Um, nobody's executing. Nobody's planning and preparing. Nobody's investing. Nobody's uh, has a plan to follow. And nobody's making the necessary changes. So again, everything I just said applies to every area of life. And that's one of the many things I love about exercise is the things you learn in this process as you discipline yourself will carry over into every other area of your life and make you better. I mean, how much it, it impacts and helps our mental health, our emotional stability and health, right? For me, I say it runs parallel to our spiritual fitness and physical fitness both go together and they're so important. Um, again, that's another topic for another day. I could talk about that all day long. But you know, the Lord made our bodies and they're so fascinating and so amazing, which is why I love learning about it and studying the body. It's just so incredible. And like I say, what I've learned, you know, as I've learned all the ins and outs of our bodies and how they work, of our body, excuse me, and how they work, it's like it was designed and created to take care of itself if you are doing what you're supposed to do. See, that's the key there. But people aren't. People want to blame everything else. People, and this is the, this one drives me more nuts than probably anything else. When people want to blame the devil for some of the physical things they're dealing with. Now, now there are things that can come on us that are just like, that has nothing to do with us. It's not because we did anything wrong. So don't, don't, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, I understand there's stuff, there's things, but I'm talking about overall, you know, we can't blame the devil for everything. We we have a responsibility to steward the body that we have. You have one of them and you've got to get real with yourself and ask yourself, what am I doing with it? Am I even taking care of it? Am I doing my part? You know, so you, you, you do need to make that investment of time in yourself for your future, for your family, for your calling. I mean, let's get really real for a second. For whatever it is, your assignment, how can you run your race well that God has for you in your life if you are not taking care of your vehicle? If you are not taking care of that thing that's gonna help literally, literally walk this thing out? How are you gonna do that? What if you wanna preach? Do you, you don't think eventually stuff's gonna catch up with you if you're not taking care of your body? You know, you can do things and actually feel good. You know, I think everyone should train yourself, um, I need to pull that scripture up, like an athlete. You know, look how diligent and good an athlete is with taking care of themselves for what they do. How much more should a people in the body of Christ be? Think about that for a moment. 
Really think about that. Um, it's, it's wild, right? Like people are so diligent in other areas. How much more should we be as believers? You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's, it almost, when you say it and think about it like that, it makes it so simple. Um, first Corinthians nine 27. I'll say that one more time. First Corinthians nine 27. I discipline my body like an athlete training it to do what it should. Otherwise, I fear that after preaching to others, I myself might be disqualified. Um, let's see. There's so many good, like, athletic, athlete-like analogies. You know, you think of the metaphor of, like, running a race with pers- perseverance. That's in Hebrews 12.1. A related one. There's different ones in Philippians, Galatians. What else do I have written down here? Timothy 4, 7, and Paul writes, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Um, let's see. Here's a call for the endurance of the saints, those who keep the commandments of God in their faith in Jesus. An athlete is not crowned unless he competes according to the rules. Every athlete exercises self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wreath, but we are an imperishable I'm telling you, see, I could go on and on about this stuff, but what more, I just say we as believers, should we be on top of these things? So I want to encourage you with that. I didn't want to keep this long. Listen, remember in these five steps to losing weight and feeling better, being in a calorie deficit, having an exercise plan, making the investment, planning and preparing and executing. Okay. And listen, I would love to speak to you more about this stuff. If, if you're like, man, I actually do want to make this, this investment. How do I do that? Well, reach out to me, go to workofartfitness.org. You can, or you can email me directly at train, T-R-A-I-N at workofartfitness.org. And I will reach back. I will contact you back. We'll set up a consultation, go over an intake form um, and teach you some things and get you set up. I have many different options. I do in-person training. I do Zoom um, where it's available. It just depends on the schedule. Sometimes there's a wait list. Currently, there is not. I don't think. Um, and then online programming. I also, you guys, this is something fun um, that I've been doing since the fall of last year. I have a subscription. It's the Get Fit Kickstarter subscription. Anybody can do it. It's an excellent way to get started for only $10 a month. Like, come on now. That is like the best way to get started. If you're like, ah, I don't know how I'll be able to fit that in. What's cool about it is once you sign up for that, every month you have a workout sent to you. All right, that you do, you learn how to incorporate. Each month you get a different one. And also every month I get on a live Q&A with you guys on Facebook. I have a private Facebook group for the Get Fit Kickstarter subscribers. And I get on there every third Tuesday at 9 p.m. at night. We're in this group together and I teach on some stuff about health and fitness. And I take the time to answer all of your questions and it's a blast. I love it so much. So there's so many different options. There's a way to do it. I'm telling you, there's a way to do this. You can do this. So get started today. Do not put this off because this will impact every single area of your life. All right. Thank you for listening to this. Make sure you guys subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you share this. I'd love to hear some feedback from you all. I look forward to hearing from you all. And come back on here um, and check out the next episode. And if you haven't heard the previous episodes, go check them out, you guys. Um, I've been talking about new levels. And that was the word of the Lord I heard for this year in January. So check those out if you haven't listened to those yet. And uh, make sure you take some notes on this. Listen, you guys, you can do this. Get moving today. Have mindful movement. I love you all. Have a great day.
Hey guys, what's up? It's Erica here with the Work of Art Podcast. I'm excited to be back on here. I know it's been a minute, but I'm excited to come back on here and talk to you a little bit about your health and fitness. Listen, this is the time of year, you know, the start of the year is a time where people are like, oh my gosh, I have all these goals. I want to do all these things. And then unfortunately, like a month or so in, people start to fall off a little bit and they do not stick with it come like March or whatever. And then when we hit around the end of April, going into May, everybody starts talking about the summertime, how they want to look and how they want to feel. What I'm going to teach you today, and I need you to listen to me and take notes and grab this stuff, okay? This will help you for a lifetime is how to truly live health and fitness as a lifestyle and the things that you need to implement so that you will not go around the mountain over and over and over again. And every year, um, each time you hit a new season or summer comes around, you're not like, oh my gosh, I need to do this within like two weeks. We don't have to live like that. You do not have to do that. So the title of this today is five, five steps to losing weight and feeling better. So that can apply to everybody across the board. Maybe not everybody wants to lose weight, but I can guarantee you the majority of people overall would like to feel better. And it comes down to these basic things that we need to be putting into place on a daily basis. That's why anytime you hear me talk about life, health and fitness or whatever, it comes down to the discipline and the consistency. Okay, it's it's you know, that everyday getting up and doing what we don't feel like doing, but I'm going to help you and go into a little bit more detail today and give you five steps to even get started. Now, I want to go ahead and throw this out there right up front and explain this a little bit, um, just so you have a solid understanding of this. So number one, if you really are wanting to lose weight, right, you have got to be in a calorie deficit. Okay. What that means is, you know, you're taking in Um, less calories, right? (laughs) You can't take in a ton of calories, not be burning any calories and then want to lose weight. So a calorie deficit. Um, And number one, the first question I always have to ask people, I'm like, do you even have an idea of what, how many calories you have a day as of right now? And the majority of people I will tell you are going to say no. Um, So the thing is, I mean, at the end of the day, caloric deficit means you to lose weight, you need to eat and drink fewer calories than you are burning. Okay, that's how we do that. That's called a calorie deficit. So if you're taking in more calories than you're burning, then you're not able to lose weight. You know, that's a fact. And so um, I teach people these things as we go. Now, I will say this with health and fitness, with training and each person, each client, it is there is no one size fits all for anyone. Um, People come from many different backgrounds, many different situations. Um, If I'm dealing with someone who um, has struggled with an eating disorder um, in their life or for a very long time, you know, I hit this a little bit differently. Then you have people who can hand, they, they thrive and do well when you give them all these things up front we need to start doing and run with. Most people don't. I do a little bit at a time with each person. Um, but that's why today I'm giving you some key things. So first of all, I had some, um, a few people before they're like, I don't even know what calorie deficit means. So there you go. Now you do. And in a good way to not get overwhelmed by this, like from the beginning, like, oh my gosh, the last thing I want to do is keep up with what I'm eating. What I would encourage you to do something very simple that will not take a lot of your time is take three different days and just jot down, make a note of what you're having. Cause I guarantee you it's uh, so much of it's just mindless. We think we know how much we have in a day, but it's very mindless if you're not keeping track of it. So when I say three days, do two days out of your Monday through Friday, and then your third day pull from a weekend day, a Saturday or a Sunday, because typically people are eating a little bit different on the weekends, it's a fact. So, 
And then from there, that is gonna give you a good idea of where you're even starting from. Okay, and then from there, we start to like look at the, you know, I say that's where we kind of start going through more with like a fine tooth comb and even like checking to see how much protein am I having a day? You know, Do you know, almost every time I ask people that in the beginning, when I get started with someone, most people have no idea why. They've never even thought about it and they've never even looked at anything. And that's why we have to become more mindful and more knowledgeable, you guys. It's not this hard, crazy thing that you're gonna struggle with your weight your whole life. That is not, no, you just have to slow down, take some time to educate yourself, become knowledgeable, okay? And flip some things around and read the nutrition facts. Or if you're someone who's getting stuff out all the time, we have Google these days, guys. You can Google literally whatever you're ordering, whether it's a, a coffee drink or whatever entree or meal, whatever from restaurant, and it'll give you the exact nutrition facts. And that is, I would encourage you to do that if you um, are a creature of habit and you find yourself ordering like the same things like all the time. Educate yourself on what's in that because that is gonna help you make better choices and you've gotta face with where you currently are. We have to acknowledge it and you have to see that. And from there, that is how you begin to make changes and make some adjustments. So the very first thing we have to address is, is the calorie intake. Um, where are you currently at? And even without getting all crazy about it, just see where you even are to have an idea. Um, a lot of times, believe it or not, people are not eating enough, but they're also not exercising and have horrible sleep habits. So I, I see all kinds of things. I mean, literally, I have a lot of clients and with everybody, everything is so unique to the person um, and, and how people do things. So number one, um, gain some knowledge here on what you're doing daily. Take two days out of your Monday through Friday, jot down what you're having so you can actually look at it and then one day from your weekend, and then start to read some of these nutrition labels, these nutrition facts to even see what is in the stuff that you're having. Get a good idea of how much fat are you eating a day? You know, how, how much protein are you having a day? And I do like people to focus on that in the beginning because many people are not having enough. And there are easy ways, easy ways to incorporate it in your day to hit at minimum 100 grams a day because 100 grams a day minimum is what you want to hit, okay? So that's just basic. I'm not gonna go much more into that than that. Um, I go into much more detail, obviously, when I'm working with my clients one-on-one. -on -one. Um, and uh, honestly, if you're interested in even looking into um, working out with me, doing a program, I have clients all over the United States because I offer Zoom things, online programming, and I do complimentary consults. So you can go to the website workofartfitness.org and message me and we can get you scheduled for a complimentary consult. And um, it'd be a great way to get started and go from there. So check that out. If you have more questions, I'd be happy to answer them and I'd love to help you. All right, point number two. You need an exercise plan, <clears throat> excuse me. You need an exercise plan. You've gotta have a plan to know where you're headed. You know, I, I don't wanna say doing just anything or going to the gym and just messing around is a waste of time because I do encourage people to have mindful movement. I want you moving. I'd rather you move than to not be moving, but to where you're really gonna see success and you're gonna make the most of your time is when you have an actual plan. And the reason why it's so important to have a plan because you will, prog progress comes when, some, when, you're, when it's repetitive, when you're doing something over and over and over and over again, you're building a strong and solid foundation and then we build upon that foundation. It's no different than anything else. 
you know? And again, I tell you this, this is so vital because like you, I think people literally think that like you have to go around these mountains over and over and over again. And I think people for so many, for most of their life, they think, oh my gosh, I've always struggled with my weight. I've always done this. I've always done that. But that we, we haven't nailed down. There's these basic things. And I say basic because yes, you can do it. You can do it. And I like to keep it very simple when I talk about it because um, this will carry me into my next point. So I'll talk about point two and three together. Point number three is invest. Being willing to make an investment to have some help with this, right? Investing in a health professional, someone like myself, investing in a personal trainer, in a gym membership, in getting nutrition help, right? There's people in all of these different categories um, that you can make an investment in to help you, right? We invest in all these other things. We don't think twice, right? Sometimes to, to spend money um, on all these other things we could do without. Sometimes it's worth it to make a, a change and look at your finances and say, you know what, for this month or these three months, instead of spending money there, I'm gonna reel it in and put money into this. I'm gonna make an investment here because you're investing into your future, your quality of life, longevity, <laughs> a long, healthy life. That ball's in your court, whether you wanna admit it or not. The ball's in your court there. And you can make a decision to say, okay, this is important and this is something I'm gonna focus on. Um, so having a plan. So again, when you're, because I know when people hear me say it, they're thinking, well, what do you mean a plan? I don't even know how to do this. I don't know how to do that. Um, well, to point number three, invest, make the investment. Okay. Understand the importance of it. One of the things I posted about today, I was talking about, um, let me pull it up. Progress is repetitive. You're like, what does that mean? Uh, the most effective plan is repetitive. So you have a plan and it's doing it all the time. Have you ever heard people say repetition brings results? It's true. Doing it over and over and over and over and over again, getting really good at it. And then from that point, and this is the trainer job, trainer's job with your plan, is helping you stick with the basics over and over so that accountability to keep going. And then also the trainer's job, focusing on adjusting your reps, which reps is how many you're doing in an exercise. So say you're doing push-ups, and I say do 10, that's reps, that's 10 reps. That's what reps means. Um, so adjusting your rep range over time, and I adjust weights with that accordingly, depending on your progress, okay, with how you're doing stuff, and the tempo. We change the tempo. Tempo's on um, the speed at which you're doing something. So I will have someone do something faster or slower for different reasons, and that's how you adjust programming. So progress, again, is repetitive because you may have the same things, but you're doing those same things a little bit differently over time, okay? As we're building this foundation, as we're increasing strength and endurance and stamina and all those things, that's how this works. And then adding in unilateral movements, I'm not gonna go into too much detail about that right now because that's just getting a little too technical. That's stuff I talk to clients about. That's, um, say you're just doing a standing, I'm just gonna give a random example. Say you're doing like a standing uh, row with a band you go single leg or single leg toe touches or single armor or whatever, going unilateral, side lunges. It's important to incorporate that stuff for many different reasons because it helps. And, and again, this is why I say every single person should invest in a trainer at some point in their life. And people that truly see and reap the benefit of it, even once they hit their goals, they keep, um, they continue to have a trainer. I've had people for years um, and I love that I, I'm able to help them so much because I've been working with them for so long. Okay. So just understanding how that works and then they're gaining so much knowledge as they go. Um, and then I put including different variations of exercises. There's a million different ways to do a lunge, a plank, 
all the things. Uh, but you want to properly incorporate it. The last thing you want to do is hop on Instagram. And this is why like, I posted some of my workout yesterday because it was kind of simple. But I hesitate to do stuff too often because I don't want people to look at something and think, oh, cool, she just did that. I want to go do that. Not necessarily. It depends. Where are you at? Should you be doing that right now? And I know that can be argued with some people. Like, oh, people just need to do something. But see, I care so much about you learning this for life that you get it, you get it right, and you can carry it with you for a lifetime, okay? That's why I'm saying this investment matters so, 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 so much. I probably should have. These are in no particular order because now I'm like, I should have put that first, but um, that truly is key. This is why I do this. I haven't been doing, you know, training for 15 years because I have nothing else to do. No, I understand the value and the importance of it, and I've seen how it truly does change people's lives. Otherwise, I, 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 would do, I wouldn't be doing this, right? This matters, so... That is really something to think about and, and make room for in your life and your budget and to truly consider. Um, now, the next thing is number four. So let's see, number one, calorie deficit. Number two, exercise plan. Three, investment or invest. Number four, plan and prepare. All right, so as even for myself, as we approach each week, so say you have all these other things in place, well, guess what? You still, with that plan, you have to prepare to do all this. You've got to make the effort to... Uh, let's see, I know I've got to make sure I go to the grocery store at least once a week, right? Because I need those things in place in the house that I know are going to help me make better choices and to plan for the week. And by the way, you guys, you save money like that. You can't argue that with me because I can prove it to you. You save money when you do that. A lot of people look at the front and like, oh my gosh, I spent this much money at the store. And I'm like, yeah, but how much money were you spending randomly grabbing stuff around every day? Think about it, people don't even bother to, to do the math, but do the math. And I'm talking to college students here too, because a lot of times young people always say they don't have money for stuff, they got money for stuff. It's just what are you doing with the money that you have? But that's another conversation. So just say it. something to look at and something to think about. So plan and prepare. Go ahead and get an idea of what your week looks like. Go ahead and say, okay, um, and just kind of try to schedule it and say, okay, this is, this is my schedule this week. This is my work schedule. Let me go ahead and write in my planner. And I think everybody should have a planner. I'm big on that. I, I, that's, you need a planner that you, you need to be organized with your stuff. You do not need to be all over the place. Okay. And then fit in there, go ahead and get an idea of where your workouts are going to go. So plan the day you go to the grocery store to plan for the week, get that in to know what you need so then you've already got that and then in your week already kind of have kind of jot down ah, I'll, I'll put it here here and here and if if you're like me if your workouts kind of land whenever your schedule opens up that's how mine is because my days are so busy with clients I just work out wherever I kind of have the time between having my children and like the business so in a case like that you could just put on the day like okay this week on Monday Wednesday Friday I'm doing my workout right and then as far as when it is you you just get it in whenever so just kind of have an idea um, and that's going to help you tremendously and then executing that plan which takes me to one two three four point five is execute execute so we have all this in place and guess what now you got to do it now you got to execute all right so <laughs> you get to that point you've got to hit step number five you got to execute. That means you got to do it. You have got to put this thing into action. Action is the only thing that's going to bring you any results. If there's no action, nothing's going to happen, right? Action, the opposite of that is what, inaction? Is that, is that correct? I'm not sure. Not doing anything. You got to do something. You have all of this in place and then you got to execute it. And again, the investment in having 
a trainer or somebody to work out with you is that accountability to keep you going because you are not going to feel like doing this in this process i love to teach people and it really just comes about it comes down to doing this all the time is that I don't feel like doing it. I don't feel like doing it, but get pushing past that. You know, rest days are important. We have rest days, there's times off. Rest is as important as all the other stuff. But let me assure you, with the majority of people in this world, nobody needs to be encouraged to like rest from workouts. Now people might need to be encouraged to sleep more. I don't think people sleep enough, but it's not because they're actually busy. It's because they're doing silly stuff, like playing on their phones and they could have got a workout in, okay? Um, but as far as like a rest, rest day i don't have to beg people to not work out I did. it's in fact it's, it's the opposite you're pushing people to get moving so execution is the key um i think one thing people are really good at drives me nuts is sitting around and talking right can you even think about how many times you've sat down with people on like coffee dates or whatever and people have people have great visions great ideas all these things for the life but like so often you hear all these grand things but how few how small of a percentage are actually doing any of it. Why? Um, nobody's executing. Nobody's planning and preparing. Nobody's investing. Nobody's uh, has a plan to follow. And nobody's making the necessary changes. So again, everything I just said applies to every area of life. And that's one of the many things I love about exercise is the things you learn in this process as you discipline yourself will carry over into every other area of your life and make you better. I mean, how much it, it impacts and helps our mental health, our emotional stability and health, right? For me, I say it runs parallel to our spiritual fitness and physical fitness both go together and they're so important. Um, again, that's another topic for another day. I could talk about that all day long. But you know, the Lord made our bodies and they're so fascinating and so amazing, which is why I love learning about it and studying the body. It's just so incredible. And like I say, what I've learned, you know, as I've learned all the ins and outs of our bodies and how they work, of our body, excuse me, and how they work, it's like it was designed and created to take care of itself if you are doing what you're supposed to do. See, that's the key there. But people aren't. People want to blame everything else. People, and this is the, this one drives me more nuts than probably anything else. When people want to blame the devil for some of the physical things they're dealing with. Now, now there are things that can come on us that are just like, that has nothing to do with us. It's not because we did anything wrong. So don't, don't, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, I understand there's stuff, there's things, but I'm talking about overall, you know, we can't blame the devil for everything we we have a responsibility to steward the body that we have you have one of them and you've got to get real with yourself and ask yourself what am i doing with it am i even taking care of it am i doing my part you know so you you do need to make that investment of time in yourself for your future for your family for your calling i mean let's get really real for a second for whatever it is your assignment how can you run your race well that God has for you in your life if you are not taking care of your vehicle? If you are not taking care of that thing that's going to help literally, literally walk this thing out? How are you going to do that? What if you want to preach? Do you, you don't think eventually stuff's going to catch up with you if you're not taking care of your body? You know, you can do things and actually feel good. You know, I think everyone should train yourself. Um, I need to pull that scripture up. Like an athlete. You know, look how diligent and good an athlete is with taking care of themselves for what they do. How much more should a people in the body of Christ be? Think about that for a moment. 
Really think about that. Um, it's, it's wild, right? Like people are so diligent in other areas. How much more should we be as believers? You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's, it almost, when you say it and think about it like that, it makes it so simple. Um, first Corinthians nine 27. I'll say that one more time. First Corinthians nine 27. I discipline my body like an athlete training it to do what it should. Otherwise, I fear that after preaching to others, I myself might be disqualified. Um, let's see. There's so many good, like, athletic, athlete-like analogies. You know, you think of the metaphor of, like, running a race with pers- perseverance. That's in Hebrews 12.1. A related one. There's different ones in Philippians, Galatians. What else do I have written down here? Timothy 4.7. And Paul writes, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Um, let's see. Here's a call for the endurance of the saints, those who keep the commandments of God and their faith in Jesus. An athlete is not crowned unless he competes according to the rules. Every athlete exercises self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wreath, but we are an imperishable. I'm telling you, see, I could go on and on about this stuff, but what more? I just say we as believers, should we be on top of these things? So I want to encourage you with that. I didn't want to keep this long. Listen, remember these five steps to losing weight and feeling better being in a calorie deficit, having an exercise plan, making the investment, planning and preparing and executing. Okay, and listen, I would love to speak to you more about this stuff if if you're like, man, I actually do wanna make this this investment, how do I do that? Well, reach out to me, go to workofartfitness.org or you can email me directly at train, T-R-A-I-N, at workofartfitness.org and I will reach back, I will contact you back, we'll set up a consultation, go over an intake form, Um, and teach you some things and get you set up. I have many different options. I do in-person training. I do Zoom um, where it's available. It just depends on the schedule. Sometimes there's a wait list. Currently, there is not, I don't think. Um, And then online programming. I also, you guys, this is something fun um, that I've been doing since the fall of last year. I have a subscription. It's the Get Fit Kickstarter subscription. Anybody can do it. It's an excellent way to get started for only $10 a month like come on now that is like the best way to get started if you're like ah, i don't know how i'll be able to fit that in what's cool about it is once you sign up for that every month you have a workout sent to you all right that you do you learn how to incorporate each month you get a different one and also every month i get on a live q a with you guys on facebook i have a private facebook group for the get fit kickstarter subscribers and i get on there every third tuesday at 9 p.m at night We're in this group together and I teach on some stuff about health and fitness and I take the time to answer all of your questions and it's a blast. I love it so much. So there's so many different options. There's a way to do it. I'm telling you, there's a way to do this. You can do this. So get started today. Do not put this off because this will impact every single area of your life. All right. Thank you for listening to this. Make sure you guys subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you share this. I'd love to hear some feedback from you all. I look forward to hearing from you all and come back on here um, and check out the next episode. And if you haven't heard the previous episodes, go check them out, you guys. Um, I've been talking about new levels and that was the word of the Lord I heard for this year in January. So check those out if you haven't listened to those yet. And uh, make sure you take some notes on this. Listen, you guys, you can do this. Get moving today. Have mindful movement. I love you all. Have a great day.
guys, what's up? It's Erica here with the Work of Art Podcast, and I'm super excited to hop on today. We are a few days out for Mother's Day, which makes me excited about what I'm gonna talk about today because this is really geared toward the ladies. And I'm gonna talk about true strength. What is true strength? And for those of you who know me or have been listening to the podcast for a long time, you know that I'm a personal trainer and that is my passion. I've done this for a very, very long time, over 15 years. And I I really, my heart is to, I, I train men and women, but my heart is really to empower women to be confident. Empowering women is just so important to me because I have learned over the years, and this seems to be an increasing trend, that's not a good one, is that women are not confident. Women do not feel good about themselves. So why is that? You know, it it seems that people are kind of chasing after the wrong things to feel that, to to feel that void and that that thing that's going on, and it's not what's gonna help them. So I wanna talk to you about today, what is true strength? And right off the bat, I wanna tell you, it is not, about how we look or how much we lift. Hear me on that. That is not true strength. Not about how we look and how much we can lift in the gym. There's so much more to it than that. So follow me today, take notes if you can, share this, um, and make sure you subscribe to the podcast. And check out the previous two if you haven't. I'm really just focused on health and fitness with those two. Um, So go check those out because my passion is to teaching health and fitness as a lifestyle. No quick fixes. No, hey, I want this for right now to look this way by next week. No, we don't do that. This is as a lifestyle and I'm going to help you to do that. So I want to start with two scriptures. The first one is Nehemiah 8.10. The joy of the Lord is my strength. And I know many of you may have heard, some of you may have never heard it. And some of you may have heard it over and over again, or you were like me. For many years, you would say it a lot. You said it, and it sounds good. And it's like, yeah, the joy of the Lord's my strength. But sometimes when life happens, it'll become real to you. You know, you can read the word, and I encourage you to do this daily. But And, and you read a scripture, and it can just, it's like, man, it hits, you know. And for the first time, it become real to you. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Let me tell you, for me, it's when I was going through some very difficult times. And as you know, I seek the Lord daily, get in the word more, pray more, spend more time with the Lord. This became so real to me. I realized it suddenly it hit me that even when all hell seemed to be breaking loose around me and in my life, I could laugh. (laughs) I was strong. And I'm like, you know, what? You know, and it's one of those things where you can go out and and do the things that you're to do on a daily basis and nobody have any idea. Not because you're being fake, it's because you've tapped into this that's available to every one of us. Uh, That's a true strength. The joy of the Lord is our strength. And I'm telling you right now, that's for you. If you're listening to this and this just is like so far out there, you're like, what the heck does that even mean? It first comes with having a relationship with Jesus Christ. You know, repenting of your sins, asking the Lord to come into your heart as your Lord and Savior. And then you get in that word every day. You go start going to a good church and I'm telling you, you dive in and, and you will begin to understand, wow, this this is this is so, so important. So as much as I talk about health and fitness and that needs to be a daily part of your life, this also does, but this comes first. It's good to know proper order. Um, and I wanna give you the first, so I have three points here I'm gonna go through. I'm not gonna take too long today. The first point, is first things first, all right? So knowing the proper order of things will help you tremendously, you know, because in life, 
we, we can have so much going on. There's so many different things, so many moving parts, but learning the proper order and giving each thing in your life what it needs. You know, just because I'll give you a list of three things and the order of them matters, you still want to give everything to each of those areas that you can. Number one is God. Number two, family. And the number three, fitness. All right, God always comes first. That's going to help you with everything else in your life. Keeping God at the center of your family, at the forefront of everything in your life. All right. And then number two, family. You know, your family is your first ministry. There, there's so many women and it's easy to hit times in your life where if you're a stay at home mom or you're, you know, you're basically for the most part taking care of the kids, mostly by yourself, it may seem. Um, you know, you feel like, what am I doing? What is my purpose? Well, that's your first ministry is your family. You know, men lead, but women really set the tone in the home. And that very much matters, very much matters. So you're able to do that. Why? Because you're putting God first. You're seeking him to know how to do that and how to do that well. And the third thing I said there was fitness. And you may be like, fitness? What the heck does that matter? I'm not into that. That's not my thing. It's not a thing. It's something to be a part of every one of our lives. We have to steward this body that we got. You only get one of them. And so you got to ask yourself, what am I doing with it? Do I even think about exercise? Has it even crossed my mind? Or do I just see these things float around on my Instagram page? And I'm like, whatever, I'm not into all that. That's not for me. No, it's a lifestyle. Your health matters. You know, your family needs you healthy. The Lord has specific things for you to do. And for you to do that, you need to be strong and you need to be healthy. But there's an order to this. You see, sometimes the, 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 um, this can happen on the flip side. That's what I'm trying to say. So what that means is people put fitness, it becomes an idol in people's lives. You know, I've seen it time and time again in the industry. I mean, you know, it becomes the number one thing. I personally listen and hear me on this. I, I'm never going to use the term and I'm someone who enjoys exercise very much. It's been a huge part of my life for literally probably my entire life the majority of my life. I do not say I'm addicted to exercise. You know why? Because I'm not. I'm not addicted to anything. That's a problem. That's not a good thing. And you know, the, the, the downfall is some people will leave one negative addiction and then go to something like exercise. And then that becomes an addiction, which then becomes an idol in their life. And we don't need, we don't, we don't have idols in our lives. That's going to create another problem. Because anything that becomes an idol in your life, that means it's being put before the Lord. So that's why that's not number one. And it's also not number two because there's God and then your family, you know, but fitness matters that much. I always say we have our spiritual fitness and our physical fitness, and you need to be fit in those areas. You need to be spiritually fit and you need to be physically fit to do the things that the Lord has created and called you to do. Because whether you realize it or not, you, every single person listening to me right now, you were created by God with a purpose to fulfill on this earth. And then after that, we either die or when Jesus comes back, you either go to heaven or you go to hell. And that is up to you. He doesn't choose that you do. And we choose that by giving our lives to Jesus, giving our heart to Jesus, repenting of our sins and living for him. Okay. And that is something, you know, when I talk about your, your spiritual fitness, you know, what are the, how do you exercise like that? What does that look like? Reading your Bible, praying, there's times you'll fast, um, you know, there's, there's, there's so many reasons why that matters. That's why that's got to be in the forefront because that's going to help you with every other area in your life. And, and I've seen many times before, you know, you can get so caught up in that and ministry things that everything else has gone out the window. Well, that's not good either. 
if your family's not getting a lot of you because you're too busy in the ministry, if your health has gone down the pipes because you're too busy, that's a problem. You understand? So it's important to prioritize these things, but as you do, put them in their proper place, in the proper order, and you have to be intentional about that, which leads me to point number two, daily consistency daily consistency, being consistent and showing up every single day, living beyond your feelings every single day and staying in the word every single day. It's just like that. That's how this becomes a lifestyle by doing what you don't feel like doing. You know, people have asked me many times, how do you stay motivated? I said, I don't, I'm, I stay consistent. I choose to show up every day despite how I feel. Motivation is a feeling. All right, I'm not gonna feel like it every day, so I'm not gonna do anything based on how motivated I am because a lot of stuff more than likely wouldn't even happen or get done. All right, so it's daily consistency, showing up every day, making the, it's a choice, you guys, it's a choice. That's true strength is showing up every day no matter how hard it is, no matter what life is throwing at you. And let me tell you this and hear this, write this down and don't forget it. True strength is still waking up every day, doing what it is you're supposed to do and not falling into sin because things don't look like the way you wanted them to look like and they aren't happening in the time frame that you thought they'd happen in. It's in weakness that someone would go backwards and fall into things because they got an attitude that things are not the way they want them to be. That's weak, that's being weak, but we can be strong in the Lord and strong in the word and have true strength to continue to make the right decisions, live by the word of God and learn how to operate beyond and above our feelings. Your feelings are gonna change. They're gonna be all over the place, but you gotta show up every single day, all right? And number three, and I'll talk about that one a little bit more, but number three, I just want to tell you this and I want to expand on this a little bit. A balanced life is possible. Hear me now. A balanced life is possible. You know, I, again, I mentioned this earlier. Too often you see when people try to hit these different areas, they end up going like over the top crazy with like one of them, which then kind of cancels out the other stuff. You know what I mean? Like. Um, where you have like God and family and fitness, you know, either one thing becomes an idol or somebody's pursuing one so hard that everything else just starts falling apart. I'm like, if I'm going after things for the ministry so hard that my kids are getting less than of me as a mom and, and they're not experiencing things for them, they're not able to go do things that's for them. Something's wrong. Like I, the Lord did not create it to be that way. He did not, there, there's a way to do all this while still putting God first. Do you hear me? All right, there's a way to still exercise and work out and it not take over your whole life and make everybody in your house miserable because now you started this whole new thing and that's all your life's about and it's consumed you. No, I'm telling you, what you do is you're, you daily, you, it comes down to the day, everything points back to those daily consistencies. Getting up every day and, and planning and preparing is so key, but something I've talked about before in previous podcasts, learning how to flow. There's a flow to things. And I believe that can only come in with the Holy Ghost. Honestly, I personally believe that's the only way to have that. Like I'm very regimented. 
I have a schedule. I have what I do, but I'm also super laid back and can kind of flow with things. My kids are like that, both of them. One's nine, one's 14 months old. They're both like that. You know what I mean? Like we can either have that set bedtime every single night or we can be off out out of town and um, meetings, church services late at night and it doesn't throw anybody off. You understand? It's a flow, right? And the best way I know to explain that is living by this first things first. And when you do first things first, that's how you can live a balanced life. But in order for all that to work together, it points back to daily consistencies. And if you ever come off of that daily consistent, those daily consistencies, that's what makes everything much harder. Do you hear me? So a a lot of little things you can do, um, you know, cut out nonsense in your life. How much wasted time is there? How much wasted, how much time do you waste scrolling around on your phone? Have you ever stopped to go look at, at the, the hours spent in a day where you could have been dealing like working towards some of these things or putting time and effort into some of these things that I'm talking about? Um, how many times are you wasting time talking to people that it's just, you're, it's, it's just like talking in a circle. Nobody's really doing nothing. What, what people are you letting have your time? And how much time are you letting these people have? And meanwhile, your life is just passing you by. Do you realize how much you can accomplish in a day? And at the same time, do you realize how much of a day can be totally wasted when it's not intentional? It's huge. That's why you see some people that accomplish so much and it looks like they have so much going on and then you see others, it's like they can barely get get anything up and running and nothing's really going on day to day. It's just like one day kind of runs into the next, kind of runs into the next. No, that's not how we were meant to live. You read your Bible. I'm telling you, I don't, I, I know I say, and it sounds so like, oh, just read your Bible. It's like, no, that's the blueprint for your life in there. Come on now. That's the blueprint for your life. Literally. I, I've read many business books, you know, like all this stuff, whether the people realize it or not, it comes from the word of God, like the stuff you're learning and leadership things and all that. It's all, <laughs> all of this stuff's in your Bible. If you take the time and read it, so you put God first, you know, I mean, let me pull up. What other scripture did I have in here? So remember that Nehemiah eight ten. the joy of the Lord is my strength. And then let me see to my point about putting God first, Matthew six thirty three. seek ye first the kingdom of God first. When does it say? first and all his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. What things read through chapter six, all of these things, you know, sometimes we wonder why certain things aren't happening in our lives or whatever. Well, how are, what, what are your priorities? How have you prioritized things? Is your priority just an an obsession with the way that you look? Hmm? Is your obsession with how much you can lift in the gym. And if you hit, if you look a certain way, if you hit a certain number, do you think now, what has that made you now? What do you consider yourself now? What now, is there something wrong with either of those things? Absolutely not. I like to lift a lot and I care about how I look, but it's in its proper place. It doesn't run my life. I'm not running to the scale every day. I'm not critiquing myself in a mirror every day. I exercise daily. I feel good. I'm happy. And I don't, I don't think about it beyond that. I want that for every single person. Like when I tell you my heart's desire is to see 
everyone, especially women, live health and fitness as a lifestyle. It would change so many lives. I'm telling you because of the times we're living in, the time people spend on social media, it literally is taking a toll on people. Why? Because that's all they're putting their eyes on. And I'm just kind of like, you, you, have to, you have to think about these things. You know, you can have a good quality of life no matter what's come your way. No matter what hard thing has come your way, you can get up every day and have joy. I am a testament to that. No matter what's going on. And I'm telling you, that stuff can actually like for real be really, really, really hard. But when you tap into the things of the Lord, there's a grace, there's an anointing for you to do the things that you're doing. God will help you when you keep your eyes on him. You're not looking at all the stuff. I had a day where I took, and there's times it's happened. I've taken my eyes off the Lord to just kind of pause and look at everything. And then all of a sudden that's where anxiety will creep in. Depression will sink in. You'll find yourself just sitting around and crying, thinking, oh my God, I can't make it. I can't do this. I can't, I can't keep going. Why? Because your eyes have come off of Jesus. That is why. That's why we keep our eyes on him. That is where your help comes from. Like, are you hearing me? Go to some, ah, hold on. Let me see. Psalm 121. I lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not let your foot slip. He who reaches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and your going both now and forevermore. Come on now. Who is that for? That's for me. That's for you. That's for whoever reads this and grabs hold of this. This is what true strength is, people. This is what true strength is. True strength, and I'm going to close with this. True strength is when whatever can be going on in your life, okay? It can be whatever. You get up, you have joy, you spend time with the Lord, you get in your word, you confess those things from the word over your life. You, you have joy, you can laugh, you can smile, you can spend time with your kids, you can do those things in, in life that, that you're responsible of taking care of, and then you can go work out and you can enjoy that too. And now you're healthy. And now if we dig a little bit deeper and talk about what it does for our mind and our emotions, that right there is going to have you feeling good. So you see it all works together. Like true strength is acknowledging all of those things. And when you, when you approach fitness for what it is, for what it does for our bodies and why we need it, you're then not going to be focused so much on how you look to the point that you're depressed, to the point that you don't want to look at yourself in a mirror, to the point that you got to get on a scale every freaking day because that's no way to live. That's not true strength. True strength is where you tap into these areas of first things first of God and family and fitness. And that will take you to another level because you're going to be more, you're going to have clarity. Your mind's going to be clear. You're going to be more focused. You're going to be mindful of the things that you're letting in your life. And it's not going to take a, a person to come in and make things right or a person to come in and make you happy. No. 
there is a true strength without all, all of that. Yes, the Lord will add to you and give you the desires of your heart, but it's not meant for you to just sit and, and dwell on those things every single day. In fact, I believe that delays it because then the focus is off. You're, then you're not focused on what you're supposed to be focused on, right? Again, Matthew 6, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of these things will be added to you. Understand? Like, and, and it's that simple almost. Like that's, I think that's what's blown my mind lately. It just makes me honestly, like, I feel like I could cry at any moment, but I'm trying not to. I'm trying to like, you know what I'm saying? Like just keep this thing going and get this done. But I think that is what's touched me so much is understanding whew, how real this is. This isn't like a feel good, uh, message because it sounds good. You know what I'm saying? Like, ah, get these three points and boom, there you go. Now this has become very real in my life and God has that for you. Like this is, this is true strength. That's why I get so frustrated with people when they get so caught up in the stuff that doesn't even matter. Like, yes, when we're working out, yes, we're going to get results. Yes. Your body's going to change. Yes. We're going to get there, but quit obsessing over it because you're missing things that actually matter that are going to impact every area of your life. Understand it's so much more than that. The devil would love for us all to just get super caught up in how we look. Think about it because then you're missing like so many other things. Do you know how you can miss time with your kids? If you're so caught up in the way that you look, do you know how good it felt to get to a point in my life? I can't pinpoint when it was, but like to get to a point in my life, I, I can just be at the pool or the beach with the girls and I'm having so much fun just being with them and making memories and having these moments that I don't even think about what I look like. You know what I'm saying? Do you know how good that feels? Right? Because why? Not because I'm neglecting my health and fitness. No, I'm not because I've got what? First things first, God, family, fitness. I'm already prioritizing my health every day. I'm working out every day. Correct? So I don't have to think about it. The results are going to come. That's going to come. That's why um, I'm the kind of personal trainer. You're not, don't come to me if you want a quick fix. I don't have one for you. Can't help you. Do I know how to do it? Yep. Am I going to do it with you? Nope, because it's not good for you. And I want to help you be at your best and you cannot get to your best that way. Do you know that if you learn health and fitness and learn this as a lifestyle, you won't have to diet? Did, did you know that? Like <laughs> you, because you're learning how to live this and you got to be patient with that process. And the word talks to us about being patient again. So when you read your Bible, it helps you with everything that you do in life. Are you starting to see how all of these things work together, but yet it's very simple. So now it becomes a point of what point two I made of consistency showing up every day and not living by how we feel, staying in the word and literally with our body staying in motion and you will be happy and you will be healthy and you will be whole. And that is my desire for every single person and all the women in the world, all the moms, not broke down and just like battered and depressed and lost. No, you can be happy and healthy and whole by simply just doing these things that I'm talking about today. And you do it every single day. And no, every day is not perfect. No, I'm not laughing every single day. Do I cry? Yes. But the majority of your time, you can have joy. And when you have those moments that come, they won't last that long anymore. Do you hear me? Where before things could happen and it, it takes me out for like, it throw me off, you know, for days or weeks or whatever. Now it's within the day, it's moments. 
Why? I know where my help comes from because the words in me, I start speaking out the word, which begins to change the way I think, which begins to change my situation, which helps me with my focus, which helps me go about my business, doing the things I need to do. Understand that that will absolutely change your life. And this is what I'm asking you to apply to your life today because the joy of the Lord is your strength. Know where your help comes from. Your help comes from the Lord. And then understand the part that you play, getting up every single day, getting your behind out of the bed, going and doing a workout, moving and and just doing things beyond the way that you feel. Tell your feelings you don't care how they feel today. And as you do that, you take control of your flesh and you realize, man, I feel great. Like I was so scared to step into that new thing and to do it. And I did it and I, and man, I wish I would have done it sooner. This is amazing. And then there's open doors and there's opportunities because you're getting out of your comfort zone. You're stepping out into these things that the Lord has for you. And as you continue to lean on him, you'll have the strength for when these hard times come, because when you're strong, you, you have an endurance. Um, to be able to handle things. One of the definitions of, there's a couple of definitions of just strength. Um, Obviously, number one, just the quality or state of being strong, but the capacity to like withstand great force or pressure. So think about that just for life in general. The capacity to withstand great force or pressure. So with that true strength, (laughs) that's what you're gonna be able to do when things, just the things of life, and then your body gets stronger and just in the natural things that you have strength to deal with and can handle and can do because you're taking care of your body. And now that shuts the door to so many different sicknesses and diseases and things that could come on you otherwise. When you're happy and you're healthy and you're whole, you have more fun with your kids, you're a better spouse. You, there's more of you available to, to serve the Lord and to do the things he's called you to do. And that is my desire for every single person listening to this podcast right now. And I want you to begin to tap into that and to understand that God has that for you. So to all the moms out there, you matter. What you do every single day matters. It is such a blessing to be a mother. It is a blessing to be a mom. That is one of the greatest gifts that God can give you, our children. And don't take that lightly. That in and of itself is a ministry. You don't know who you're raising. (laughs) These, These children, God only knows what he's gonna do in and through them. But let's make sure that we're doing our part. All right. And you can do that. You are strong. You can tap into this true strength that you have and it will pour over into every other area of your life. So I pray that for you today, that you begin to tap into that, that you seek the Lord, that you put him first and that you speak and step out beyond the way that you feel. Confess those things that you desire to see. Speak what the word says that you are. All right, because you can't have what you can't even say. Speak those things you desire to speak. Speak those things that seem crazy. And then you start to take the steps in the natural for them to come to pass. Amen. You can do that. And I pray you start today. Start now. Don't put it off. Don't put it off another second, another minute, another day. Begin to step into those things. Walk in that true strength that you have. And I'm telling you, do that with the Lord. And it's going to be amazing to to see people and to hear testimonies of those who are truly fulfilling the call of God on their lives. Because at the end of the day, that's all this is about. There's, There's nothing else. That's it. And then we stand before the Lord one day. So I pray this blessed you today. 
I encourage you to share this podcast, to subscribe to it. I'll be back on here next week, you guys. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms. I love you all and thank you so much for listening. Have an awesome day. Hey guys, what's up? It's Erica here with the Work of Art podcast and it has been a minute since I've been on here. In fact, um, really since the start of the summer. So it's hard to believe that's pretty much over. School starts back this week, but I'm very excited to be on here. There's a few things I want to talk about first before we dive into this. I'm really excited about what I'm going to talk about today, which is the title was Stop Saying You Don't Have Time. That is like my biggest pet peeve. We're going to get into that. And then I'm going to give you five ways to take back control of your life and to hit your goals. There's a way to actually do that. We're not going to just talk about stuff all the time and never really accomplish anything. So I'm gonna get to that in a second. Um, But I want to tell you guys, can you believe so we are celebrating three years of the work of art podcast. So June was three years. Um, Hard to believe, you know, it, it was really this was not something that I just got up one day and I thought, oh my gosh, I want to do a podcast. Um, or I saw other people doing like, oh my gosh, I want to do that too. Like, I no, like this is <laughs> truly, it was from the Lord. Um, and the Lord has over time given me instructions on different things to do. And honestly, I just do them even when I have no idea what I'm doing. And I would encourage you to do that as well in your life. Like, when the Lord is nudging you to do something, when you know in your spirit the Lord is saying to do something, that you do it. And as you step out and do the best of, you know, you give it your best, the best of your ability, He will come along and help you. Um, and you'll learn things as you go. So if there's something the Lord is, if there's something stirring in you that you know He's telling you to do, but you're coming up with a million reasons why you can't, just move forward and do what you can. A lot of times we don't step into stuff because if we were to be honest, we're worried about what someone else would think or what someone would say, or because it's not jumping off right away. doesn't matter who told you to do it. Okay. If the Lord said to do it, you keep going and you never back off. And I will tell you that will set you apart. That in and of itself will set you apart. Most people miss uh, God's best. They miss, you know, the great things God has for their life because they don't see it taking off in the natural like they thought it should or it, it you know you you do a few podcasts and not many people are listening to it or whatever have you ever think about this have you ever thought about what if over time your consistency with it god sees you as faithful and there's people that can go back and be like wow look at the consistency in that because i can tell you right now there are tons of people who have started and i'm just using podcasts as an example who have started these through a handful of episodes and you don't even hear of it again Don't let that be you with whatever it is God has called you to do, no matter what it looks like now, never back off, never, ever, ever quit. Keep going despite what it looks like. You know, the Lord was telling me that I felt that strong during the fast of this year at the start of the year, I do a 21 day fast and it's, it's be faithful, stay faithful with a little, be faithful with a little. Why? What does the Bible say? The Lord will then give you much. He can trust you. You know, you're not going to be flaky. You're not going to just back off, you know, when things aren't (laughs) going your way. You know what I mean? And that's unfortunately, that's what the majority of people do. So with all that, I just want to say thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting this. Um, I appreciate you all so much. You have no idea. It's, it's amazing to hear like the messages I get from people. People have even come up to me before some that I don't even know. And they'll say, Hey, 
they'll, they'll give me the name of an episode and say, hey, I really enjoyed that. That really helped me. And I'm like, really? Like you listen to it? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, wow. Thank you. So thank you for listening. Um, I appreciate you all so much. And I'm going to keep bringing it. We're going to keep doing this, keep moving forward. And um, I don't know. I just enjoy doing this. I'm excited for what the Lord's going to do. And listen, for all of you that's listening, I'm excited for what the Lord is going to do in our lives. Just the remainder of this year. You know, we have five months left in this year and that there's so much time for the Lord to do so much. And, and I want to go ahead and tie that into the message today. So stop saying you don't have time, you know, in that, in us saying that we really are wasting time. That in and of itself is a waste of time and the energy it's taking to say it and the thoughts that have to be just like taken over your mind that you're thinking it, you're saying it, there's nothing in you that's working toward an actual solution to whatever it is you're desiring to see in your life. Think about that. That in and of itself is so annoying to me. I'm like, if people could just wake up, man, and just get that, like, if you could see you're wasting a crap ton, excuse me for lack of a better word of time, right? To, to like do better and to move in the direction of where you want to go. If you stop with the nonsense. And I think I've used this as an example before. There was a, a while back, I was listening to uh, evangelist Jonathan Shuttlesworth and he made a comment like, instead of saying, cause I was doing this, I was thinking about all the areas in life I needed help and with the business and stuff. And I'm like, gosh, I don't have any help. I don't have any help. I don't have any help. And he's like, instead of saying that, Every day you could say, thank you, Lord, for sending help. Lord, I thank you that help is on the way. Think about that. So just with that as an example, think about if you were to talk like that, how different you would operate, how it would even change your posture and your demeanor. Like how we speak is so powerful. And I can't tell you how many times I hear it. This is why it's a pet peeve in my, in the, in my career and in my business. People say, I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time. When somebody says that to me, I, you might as well, you, you, it means nothing to me. It's one ear, not the other. I'm like, whatever, get, hurry up and get that out your system. And then we're going to talk about what we're going to do. I can't stand it. And because that's what people want to say to you when it comes to working out. And people like to say that when it comes to, uh, getting in the word too, you know, it's, it's just what it is. These are the two, the two things and you'll have people. And I've been one of them before between me and the Lord. I've went to the Lord talking about how I didn't have time for certain things before. Okay. And he, and I was checked. Okay. I got, I'm like, okay. Um, no, I just got to do, I got to adjust some things and some of it you might not like for me it was to get up earlier to do some stuff and the lord dealt with me on that and i'm like what i can't do that i already get up so early and then i made some adjustments in my schedule and i'm like wow this is really blessing me because clearly the lord knows better than i do okay so that's just a small example but let's go ahead and get into this listen don't let that be you after this today do not be the person that says I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time. No, we're, well, let's pray. Let's get some solutions here. I'm bringing you solutions today and I want you to apply these things to your life. Um, so you can really just take back control of your life because it's going to be kind of out of control if you just go around thinking that way and operating that way. Now I am big on believing in like, there's a flow to things. Some people don't understand that. Um, the best way I know to explain it is I'm very tight on routine and schedule, love all that. But at the same time, I'm super flexible with it. So what that means is I'm putting forth the effort to create a plan. I have a plan in my day and in my life and in my business, but I'm also open to things going a different way. And what I call that is what I call a flow is you allowing the Holy ghost to come in and lead the way, you know, and show you, Hey, okay, I see you got it there, but we're going to do it this way today. So being open to that, some people can get so tight on a routine and schedule that if anything looks a little bit different, it totally throws them off and they just fall apart. So we want to find 
there's a, a nice place right there in the middle that you want to be. So number one, I put, it's very, again, you guys, this stuff is really simple. You just got to do it. Okay. It's just doing it. Number one, start speaking the opposite of how you feel. And what I would add to that is not only start speaking the opposite of how you feel, but also start doing the opposite of how you feel. Can I tell you that every day when my alarm goes off, I, it's going to sound bad, but like most of the time I'm, I'm like, I'm just like, ugh, and I'm thinking about all the things I'm not really thrilled about of that day. And can I tell you, and a lot of those thoughts, man, I'm telling you, they come from the enemy. So many of our thoughts do. And so you've got to get in a place and it's going to take work on your part, but, or intentionality, I should say, you got to get in a place to where you're getting up and you're saying, no, you speak against that thing. I've used this as an example many times is where I will get up um, and I'll, it's like a slow walk to go to the bathroom in the mornings to get ready. And what I will make myself say, and it may sound pitiful or not too excited, but it's like, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. And you can train yourself and get yourself to a place where that is how you operate, where that is how you, it's, it's disciplining your your mouth your mind all of that you have to these things aren't just going to happen on their own you know it's just like working out you're not just going to suddenly get into shape it's going to take an effort on your part and you got to stop feeling sorry for yourself stop nobody cares you get that in your head nobody cares like just start like we gotta like man we gotta I really don't know what to say other than man up. There's maybe another way I could word that, but that's all I got right now. So we got to man up, man. You got to woman up. You got to get up and take control of your life. Take control of your life. There's nothing you've been through or you're going through that you can't come out of victorious in Jesus name. Come on now. They're, they're, I'm telling you, if I didn't believe that, if I didn't know that to be true, I could not sit here and say that to you. But you can, and we can start. It's the simplest thing is to get up, take control of your mouth and, and to speak the thing. So doing and speaking the opposite of how you feel. And you can apply that to every single situation. Things you don't like that you know you need to start implementing in your life, say you like it. Just say it. it think about it this way. We're, we're, we're using the same energy to speak all this neg negative stuff that's not going to help us at all. In fact, could probably make things worse, right? So why not just do the opposite? And I could spend a whole podcast on that, but let's just start simple and you just take that for what it is. Like just changing the way you speak, speak the opposite of how you feel. Say to yourself, I don't care how you feel. Think about me, you guys. I don't feel like working out all the time. I know everybody thinks that I do. No, I don't. I don't. So I've got to just do it anyway. Erica, I don't care how your body feels. Listen, we've got to go do this thing. And I'm telling you, when you move in that direction, on the other side of it, even within the same day, you're going to be so glad you did and you're going to feel better. I promise you. So that's why I'm telling you right out the gate, as soon as you start your day, that's what you need to do. It also helps to have um, affirmations, things that you say. You can have it up on your bathroom mirror. You know, you can get to a point where it's just kind of in you and you just speak it out. Um, whatever those areas are in your life that you know you need to improve upon about yourself, the way you see yourself, you know, you need to have a list or whatever written down and you just speak it out. You speak it out, okay? That's another way to do it too. And it's kind of like a reminder because listen, when you start doing this stuff, you might be really good and on top of it for like a couple of days. You know, and then after that, you just kind of forget because, you know, you just forget and you're tired and you get up and you're like, so having reminders like that are really, really important. Um, having things up kind of in front of you where you can see it, it's going to be a great reminder. Okay. All right. Number two 
instead of saying, I don't know what to do, um, I want you to ask yourself, have you, have you thought of solutions? Have you thought of solutions? So stop saying, and basically what we could put there for number two is no excuses. Okay, I should have put that. So no, let me write that down. So number two, no excuses. So again, it kind of goes, this kind of piggybacks off of the point one. Um, we're so, it's almost like we just put all of our confidence in like saying why something can't happen. Okay. Have, have you ever just stopped and thought of solutions? Okay. Think of, oh, I could do this and say, well, what is a way I could make this work? Think about that. Do you even think, I don't think naturally we even do most people naturally you just go to say, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. And in all of that, if you just sat back for a second and see, you can do that in your quiet time with the Lord. That's again, that's why it's important to make time for that. You just sit away, shut everything off, everything, all the distractions and just sit there. Okay. I always say, Holy Ghost, help me. Like, because I know on my own, I can't figure out a lot of stuff. So I'll lean on the Lord like that. And I'm just like, all right, Holy Ghost, help me with this. Help me with this. And you just sit and you're just quiet, just chill. Like you cut out the noise sometimes. And you'd be surprised suddenly, oh, I could do, I could do this instead. Well, I could move that around. Well, um, I can't normally go to the gym or get a workout in at the house, but you know, I do, I could bring a few things to my office, man. I could carve out 15, 20 minutes there. Oh man, instead of sitting and scrolling on my phone, I, I could go out and do a walk for about 15 minutes. Man, that would be cool. Yeah, that's a way. You see what I'm saying? You will begin to think of solutions and that will empower you. It's empowering. It's encouraging. And that's going to move you in that direction of a better quality of life, of taking back control of your life and actually hitting your goals. I don't, I don't even like to talk about goal setting a lot, although I do that, you know, day to day with clients because I'm like, okay, that's what they are. That's what they are. But boom, now we really need to focus on how we're getting there. You can sit and talk about stuff all day long. People do that all the time, but we got to talk about how are we actually going to get there and what it is. And you know, what's funny is most people actually don't like that. It's this simple. I don't know what it is, man. It's like people want to hear this crazy, wild way of something's got to be done. It's like, nah, it's just your day-to-day disciplines, man. It's just the consistency. It's just something as simple as getting enough steps in every day, cutting out the crap you're eating, you know, taking time to pray. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. People want a freaking like miracle pill or something. I, I don't, I don't understand. It's simple. And I'm saying this, <laughs> I mean, I know I say it strong because I'm very passionate about this, but I'm saying this to encourage you encourage you all of this is a lifestyle it'll give you a better quality of life okay even a longer life when we talk about taking care of yourself longevity okay you you know a long healthy great life well this is how we accomplish that we've we've got to kind of go through with a fine tooth comb and say okay where are we at where do i need to make changes and it's the little things the bible even talks about that what does it say? It's the little foxes that spoil the vine. Like it's like that even in our lives. I think of all these scriptures when I'm going through just basic teachings like this. You know, and I do believe sometimes people want to hop on podcasts and hear preachers and teachings and they just want to hear this new revelation of so it's like, nah, like what works works. The back to the basics, you know what I'm saying? Like just get consistent. And I mean, that's what I think stands out more than anything with people. I like seeing someone who's consistent. I am so thankful for those clients who have hung in there for so long and they just stay at it, man. Whether they feel like it or not, they stay at it. And I'm telling you, those are the ones that get the results. Those are the people over time that get to where they desire to be. They learn to enjoy the process. And that is key also. Make a note of that. Enjoying the process. When you get so laser focused on where you're trying to go, 
you can actually become so miserable in the day-to-day and the devil would love that because why he wants to try to take that joy he can't take unless you give it to him and so often I've been guilty of it before too we just hand it over to him you know but no what what is the joy joy of the Lord's what it's your strength that's a strength that we need day to day so if you're allowing that to leave you if you're allowing that to be taken from you well there goes your strength in that for the day so again do you see how all this works together it's very important. So as you go before the Lord, even you, you ask the Lord, Holy Spirit, help me and find solutions in this. Okay. Um, number three, make it a priority. If you don't make something a priority, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Little things. Um, first example that comes to mind for me, having dinner with my family at the house, you know, we can't do it every night, but most not five, at least six nights a week. I'm sitting down with the family, with the girls. I think that's so important. That time is so precious and I don't want to, it could easily get wasted away by being all over the place, doing a million different things. Um, we got this going on, that going on. It, it is an effort. It takes effort to plan time to do certain things. Um, so with your workouts, make it a priority for me. I look ahead at my week and it's say for example if you're like me if your days i mean you got your days are busy and you got stuff scheduled all over the place right i have that but what i'll do is i'll go into my calendar and i'll put that i'm gonna do the workout and i don't always put the time so like for me i'll give you an example for this week i knew yesterday what time i know today what time tomorrow's off because we have a bunch of different things we're doing so i'm like okay not going that day and then i put it down so for thursday and friday I put, those are also workout days, but I didn't put a time yet for this week because I don't know yet with the flow of the day, what time's going to be best. So I'm going to approach it as I get into that day. Does that make sense? I hope it does. Cause that's kind of like a flow. Okay. So it's on there. I'm making it a priority. It is on that list of things I'm going to get done. I just don't know what time yet. Okay. So that, that gives you an example of like how to be flexible with that. So you got to make it a priority. If you don't make it a priority, it will not happen. And I can't tell you, man, it drives me nuts because this happens sometimes with clients. Like I've done this for a long time and you'll have a handful of people, man. They're just flip flop. They're here. They're doing it. They're doing it. And then they just fall off and then they come back and then they go and they're all over the place. Excuse me. I had to drink some water. Um, They're all over the place. And you see that they could get what they want out of this and you want to help them, but you can't because they just won't continue to consistently show up. And most people you can get to do that, but you're always going to get a handful that are not going to make it a priority or they've created this thing in their head where like they don't have to, I don't know. It's just a lot. That's a whole other teaching I could do. I'm not going to get into all that of the whys because there are reasons for that, but you got to make it a priority. If you don't in life, those things you're desiring to see happen or what you want to see change, it's not going to happen, period. So making things a priority for you rather than saying, I don't have time. No, I'm gonna figure this out. You know, where, where can I, how can I do this differently? And for me, I've always had to do things differently. It could be, um, year to year things might look different or when my daughter's in school, as opposed to when she's out of school, our flow may look different. You got to switch things up, be flexible, be willing to like, you know, move a little bit in, but with still, um, with having a plan in place okay number four i'm trying to get through this pretty quick number four accountability so this is what i wanted to kind of touch on earlier but i was waiting accountability can i tell you one of the best investments you can ever make is to have a trainer have a coach have someone in your life holding you accountable in whatever area it is that you're pursuing okay i'll give you an example for me great trainers know that you need a trainer all trainers need a trainer just like pastors have a pastor at least good ones do you don't need to be floating around on nothing by yourself that's 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 we don't want to do that okay 
Um, so for example, I've made an investment to where outside of the workouts I do on my own, I do boot camps and have a trainer there. And so I've made an investment of my money and then of my time because I know the value in that and what it's doing for me. So you need accountability, but with the accountability, you need to be willing to make an investment and it's well worth it for what you get back from that, okay? So accountability is needed. You, you're gonna need, when I talked about getting it done and having it on a schedule, for myself, this is why I've had this career for as long as I have. People pay for that. People need the level of accountability. I provide accountability for someone. And by the way, if you're interested in that, I, I assume most of you know I do this, but if you're new on here, I'm a personal trainer. I own a personal training business. I do in person here in Tampa. And then I do online programs, online personal training. So. If you have questions about that, if you're interested in any of that, you can go to uh, workofartfitness.org and you can inquire there. You can email me at train, T-R-A-I-N, at workofartfitness.org. Very happy to help you in any way that I can. I also have a subscription that I offer, a lot of different things. So just um, reach out to me and I do complimentary, which is free consultations, love to help you out. Um, but again, you got to be willing to step out for that accountability. It will completely change your life. And you'll find the people that seem to get that and stick with this, like what I do, there's very successful people, very successful people in their lives. And because they understand the value and accountability. And beside that, I'll go ahead and put making an investment, make an investment. Cause I didn't have that on there. So accountability is everything um, that matters to the people you have around you. What kind of people do you, you have? Lazy people who just eat chips and lay on the sofa all the time. Well, th those aren't going to be friends that can hold you accountable, you know, to do a whole lot in life. So even accountability in those relationships in your life is very important. So that just points to what people are in your life. You know, what, what does that look like? All right. The last thing you'll hear me talk about this every time you really ever hear me speak, and it is consistency. The only way you will ever get anything accomplished is by being consistent. I touched on this a little bit in the beginning. Consistency will set you apart. Consistency will open doors for you. Consistency will bring you results. And again, that points back to number one, showing up every single day, whether you feel like it or not, and getting this mentality that's like, nobody cares. Who cares? I have a, a banner hanging up in my workout space. And a few of my clients joke about it. It's really funny. It says, nobody cares. Work harder. And people are like, wow, you know, that's a bit strong. And I'm like, that's how I approach things. You know, that's how I like to look at that and receive that message for myself. When I've went through some pretty hard, rough stuff in my life and I'm out there getting my workout in and I want to feel sorry for myself. It's like, nah, Erica, you're going to keep going. Who cares? You're going to keep going. You're going to get better. Things are going to get better. You are victorious. I've got the Lord, man. What am I? I'm just going to win. And you got to get that mentality and that'll help you stay consistent. And it's just to be like, Hey, all I do is win. I'm a winner. Okay. I'm victorious. And you can say that when you've, when you've accepted Jesus into your heart as your Lord and savior, when you live by that book, by the Bible, and you put God first in your life, you're, you're a winner. Okay. First and foremost, if you're like, how can you say that? That sounds so arrogant. I can be like, Oh, I'm, I win because I know <laughs> that's my foundation and that can be yours today. That's for anybody who wants that. So you just ask the Lord to come into your heart as your Lord and Savior. You repent. You ask the Lord to forgive you of your sins. It's just that simple. 
and then you go to the Lord. You don't run from him. He's there for you. You don't have to clean up and come to him. He helps get you cleaned up. Okay, come on. Amen. He's so good. So you go to him and he helps you. And that's number one, the, the way to be successful. You know, you may see all these other people living crazy, not living for the Lord. You might think they're successful because they're money or whatever. They're not. At the end of the day, they lose because what does eternity look like for them if they have not yet given their life to Jesus? So that's the most important thing you can ever do. Um, everything I ever say or talk about or whatever, it's going to always point back to that because that is that's the firm foundation. And I promise you, that's how we win. Amen. Like that's that's how we. I can confidently say that. And so consistency, and again, that our, our strength comes in, in that. It's the that's how we build our stamina and endurance in life. Is you keep going against those feelings. So you keep like like I said, you don't feel like it. You get up and you just keep going. You get up and you keep going. You get up and you keep going. And it actually gets easier over time. Just like as you're lifting heavier weights. And in the beginning, certain exercises are really challenging. And then you're like, man, I got really good at that. Let's up it again. That's how you build that, that muscle endurance in your strength. Well, such is life. And you'll find that like things that used to be hard for you no longer are, whether it be getting up early or, or getting really consistent with eating well and your workouts, you just got to keep doing it. So the best advice I can give you is don't quit. I don't care what's happening. You don't quit you keep going keep pursuing those dreams and those things that the lord's put in your heart those visions those things that the lord has shown you keep pushing toward those goals you have for your physical body and for your health keep going don't let a slip up throw you off don't let you know it not going perfect and again stop being so dang hard on yourselves i should throw that in there somewhere that could be number six. Stop being hard on yourself. The only, listen, when you start playing around in that place in your head and entertaining those thoughts, you're just playing around with the devil. That don't come from the Lord. Guilt, condemnation, all that nonsense, that's straight from hell. We don't do that, okay? And if you can identify that up, up front, like where it's coming from, you'll be able to deal with it quicker and be like, nah, that's not for my father. Not nah, we ain't playing with that. I'm not doing that. You know, so don't be hard on yourself. You know, even like what the Bible says, you know, every day is a new day right and we walk in that and and say that when you wake up even if that's one of your things you'll say when you wake up this is the day the lord has made i will rejoice and be glad in it amen you know I'm, and when you give your life to jesus and then when you repent or whatever you have going on like you're now a new creation in christ jesus all old things have passed away all things have now become new despite the thoughts that might come or the feelings and stuff because it will you know, and you got to counter that. You counter it with the word. You counter it with your actions. That's why I said you can be one of the strongest people emotionally, mentally, and physically when you learn to operate that way. You will be a freaking powerhouse, man. I mean, a powerhouse when you can operate like that. It, I'm telling you because it changes everything. It changes everything. Like, and you, you, when you, in all this, like circumstances will no longer dictate what you do and how you feel because like things things happen you guys things come up things are gonna take place but like think of it as like and I'll, every analogy i'm probably gonna give you for me my brain just goes to sports and working out so just bear with me i hope that makes sense but it's like an athlete working hard to they're they're really good at their sport but then they got it to to keep their body strong and ready for the activity that they're gonna go do they got to be in the gym and they got to train a specific way right and, I, and i'll close with this but say they're out on the field and they they get hit hard and and or whatever and they're down 
I'm telling you, like nine times out of 10, the injury is not as bad as it could have been because the way they've strengthened their body and prepared for that. And even when there is an injury, they bounce back quicker because they were prepared prior because of the training they put in, the way they got their body ready. Does that make sense? So we can build ourselves up like that um, our spirit man, right? Like to be prepared for things. And that helps us deal with even our emotions and our mental state and all that. All these things work together. And I want to see you thrive. Whoever's listening to this, I want to see everyone thrive. I want to see you step into your full potential. Like that's what I'm passionate about. And what I have learned over these years of training is that as people focus physically and get themselves to the, the, just this healthiest, strongest place they've ever been, that carries over into every other area of life. It's a different type of person and it changes how you operate and how you think. Okay. And that's what I desire for you today. Okay. So if you're sitting there and you're like, I don't even know where to start. What can I do to start? You can go for a walk and get really consistent with that. You know, if you really want to hire a trainer, save up your money, like save your money and get to a place where you can't tell the Lord that that's something you desire. Work hard. You'll get there. But what can you do right now on your own? You can educate yourself through materials. Listen, I haven't, the subscription I offer you guys is only $10 a month. Anybody can afford $10 a month. And that gives you foundational stuff that you can do from home. The first um, few months of the, the workouts are all body weight. So there's, that's what I'm saying. I created that for there to be, again, I'm the big person. I'm like, no excuses. Well, there you go. For $10 a month, you can get started. And with that, I offer, um, you get in a private group I have on Facebook and I do a live Q and A with you once a month. You come in and ask me any questions you want and I help you and I teach you. So again, right there, that's where you start when we're talking about the physical aspect. There are no excuses, you guys. There are no excuses. So start, start changing the way that you, you speak. Speak the opposite of how you feel. All right, instead of saying, I don't know what to do, think of solutions, so no excuses. Number three, make these things priorities. Those things you wanna accomplish, make it a priority. Number four, accountability and making an investment. And number five, consistency. All right, thank you guys for hanging in there with me today. I know this was long, but there's so much I had to say, so much more I still have to say, but I'll be back on again this month. So stay tuned for that. Um, you can follow me at work of art fitness on Instagram, share, uh, subscribe and share this podcast and you'll get alerts every time there's a new episode available. So thank you guys for listening today. Have a great week, have a great day. And I'll be back on here soon. Hey guys, what's up? It's Erica here with the work of art podcast. And I'm excited to be back. I got, uh, I got pretty pumped up after recording last week's the Lord had put it on my heart to get back at it because I basically without planning kind of took the summer off and I was like no nah, we can't be doing that you know we got to we got to stick with it and stay at it and so that's what I'm doing I got really encouraged I had a lot of fun um, I definitely uh, was directed by the Lord on that and I'm like all right there, there's there's a lot to be done here and a lot to say and a lot to teach on so I'm back at it I'm going to get on here as often as I can so I'm excited to be back. Now, if you didn't hear last week's podcast, please go back and check it out. Um, it was called Stop Saying You Don't Have Time. And I gave you five ways just to take back control of your life and actually hit your goals. Um, that's one of my biggest pet peeves is hearing people say that. And you can imagine with what I do as a personal trainer, I hear excuses all the time. And that being one of them. And guess what? I talk about how that's that's not true. And I know people are like, what? Like, you can't say that. No, I can. I've seen so many... Uh, different situations and, and just so many things. And it's taught me how to help people um, get on the other side of that and show them, yes, there is a way no matter who you are or what uh, your life looks like right now. So 
that was last week's. Please go, please go listen to it. Make sure you subscribe to you guys because when you subscribe, you'll get the alerts of when there's new episodes available. Make sure you share these because uh, I want them to bless you and bless other people. So share the podcast as well. But we're going to jump right into this thing today. And uh, this was actually stirring in my spirit when I was exercising. You know, a lot of times I'll go for a walk and I get the best ideas. And so, um, and I'll hear from the Lord. And sometimes, not always, but sometimes I'll pray um, when I'm walking. So the title of the episode today is Keep It Simple. Keep It Simple. And I'm going to give you eight ways to just master consistency. That's really what all where all these things stem from at the end of the day. And consistency is what it takes really um, for anything to become successful is staying consistent. I was even talking to my mom about that with like uh, my youngest daughter. And when, you know, you talk about discipline and even though it gets, it's like over and over and over, you find yourself saying the same things and doing the same stuff. Don't get discouraged. Like consistency, that that's how you win. That's how you reach that goal of staying consistent. It, it can take weeks, months, even years, depending on what we're talking about. So we need to be able to master that. So I'm going to jump right into this. Um, and this can apply to anyone in any area of life. Okay. So number one, and listen, those of you who don't know me, if you're new to this podcast, I'm a personal trainer. Um, that's what I've done the majority of my life, played sports and trained people. <laughs> and I have my own business. It's Work of Art Fitness. Um, you can check me out on my Instagram, Work of Art Fitness, and then our website is workofartfitness.org. So listen, this is, I relate so many things to working out that that's just where all the analogies work for me, whether I'm talking about the word of God or exercise. But at the end of the day, guess what? We have to um, be physically and spiritually strong. You know, you want to be spiritually and physically fit. And that's, that's really what we're talking about here. So number one, with eight ways to master consistency, guess what you got to do first? You got to show up, Okay. And you may be like, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Because guess what? A lot of people aren't even doing that. You've got to show up. And you've got to show up every day. You know, last week I mentioned, um, you know, you, we don't care how you feel, right? Which is like, oh my gosh, that's so harsh. No, I'm telling you the truth. Like, you got to tell you that. You got to tell your body that. You've got to tell your feelings that. And you have to show up daily, Look at, I always thinking about, you know, if you are as blessed as I am to have an amazing pastor, and I know some amazing men and women of God, right? And we have the privilege, you know, you see um, these men of God, you know, show up service after service, day after day, and and do what they do, and they minister. You know, people have stuff that happens. People have stuff that goes on, but they're not bringing it to the platform. You know, for example, I'm not bringing my problems to work. Right. When, whenever, whenever I meet with a client, they don't, they're not going to know that that's set. That's, that's, that's because I have, well, first of all, I have the Lord. So I have the ability to have that kind of strength to get up and show up and to do my job well, despite anything else that could be going on. And that's a place again, every, I'm telling you, I can't teach or talk about anything without pointing back to the word of God, because truly that's your strong foundation. And when you grab a hold of that, that's how you, all these things will work for you in your life. I'm telling you, and you're going to hear me say that over and over again. So you're able to just show up because of where your help comes from and your strength, where your strength comes from the Lord. You know, I think about this morning, like Monday mornings, I lead, uh, have a client zoom prayer call open to everyone that's a client of Work for Fitness. And I absolutely love it because the Lord told me to do that uh, back in January. And I think I mentioned that last week in the podcast. And, you know, I was like, man, 
I never feel like getting up to do it, you know, because I get up at five, get ready for it, and then like, or just to, to have a minute, and then it's at six. And you know, a lot of people don't consistently show up. I'm just going to keep it real with you. And, and it's because how people are. It, it's the time. It's because it's early. It's because people don't feel like it. Um, and, and you know, I mean, imagine if I just decided on all these things I have, you know, with as a mom, as a business owner, as a trainer, as whatever, I just got up every day. What if, what if you operated like that in every area of your life? What would your life look like if you just said, I don't feel like going to work. I don't feel like being a mom today. I don't feel like being a wife or a husband today. You know, that's pretty detrimental, right? A full circle like that. That's not good. So look at it like that. Like I got to show up. I got to show up. I got to show up whether I feel like it or not. And here's the thing, you guys, is when you show up, it's going to bless you. I can't every single day when that alarm goes off and I have to get up early. I, I'm so happy. Like an hour later, like I feel so good. I'm in such a good mood um, for my girls, like driving my daughter to school and having a blast. Number one, I'm wide awake. I'm alert. I've been up for a while. I've been in prayer, right? So now I'm like flying high. I'm feeling good. I've, I've made these amazing confessions for the day. I've, I've went before the Lord already today and praised the Lord and rejoiced. So guess what? I've got joy. I'm feeling good. Now I have set the tone for my day. Now that's going to make you better in every other area of your life. As a mom, as a, you know, if, wherever you work, um, for your employer or you as the employer, whatever. And it just, I was like, and I was thinking today, I'm like, God, these things bless us so much if we just do it. And I've already worked and, and done different things. I'll work again here in a little bit. But when I have time, I fit things in. And like my little, my little one, um, Sydney, she's taking a nap right now. So when you're a mom, you, you learn, you get a flow for your house. Listen, we have the ability to do that. We're anointed to do this. Okay. We, we got to stop rolling around and feeling sorry for ourselves. I told you that. Like, I, I got stuck in a place where I would complain a little bit. And be, oh, I need help or this or that. Change your confession. Change your confession. I couldn't stop thanking the Lord for everything today. And then all the other mess, you don't, you don't even have anything to complain about. You know, because you're just in, in this place of like, God, you're so good. And you're thanking Him for all He's done and all He's doing. And it, it, what, what you see when you begin to do that and you do it more often is that what the enemy will do? And I'm talking when I say the enemy, I'm talking about the devil, and he is real because I know there's people who think like whatever that's silly. But no, hear me out here. He'll come with distractions. That's what'll take you out, and you'll get distracted by what's not. And if you allow that to become your focus, you won't see all the blessings sitting right in front of you. Is the craziest thing. And you're like, man, I'm sitting here worried about this, and look how blessed I am. Look how blessed I am. So in situations that you think look or you think look bad or you think there's no way out or you think, oh my gosh, like you're seeing all the worst, see God in it. See what he's doing. See what good things are there and it will open your eyes to more good things. Okay, so but to see all these things in your life in whatever area it is, if it's even going to the gym and, and getting those results that you want to get and, and, and doing something like you've never done before, you got to show up. All right, you got to show up. So number one, show up. Okay, you got to show up. All right, number two, um, let me see. I might change the order of this a little bit. So number one, you got to show up. Number two, you have to choose joy. Um, you don't have to, but I, let me let me reword that. But I would encourage you to. It's going to make life a, a whole lot easier. So why not choose to be positive? Why, why? Because we get a choice either way. We can go right or left, right? So why not just make a decision? Like, I'm going to be in a good mood today. Because if you're not doing that, you're just going to make a decision to be in a bad mood. Right. And I always think about, man, I don't want to, I always re relate things to being a mom as one. I'm like, I don't want to be that mom that my daughters one day are like, God, my mom was always ill on that car ride to school every morning. Right. Like you don't want to, 
who wants to be that? No, I'd, I'd rather my child be like, my mom was annoyingly happy every day, right? I mean, get out of here. Like, that's how you want to be. And you can do that. So choosing to be positive and choosing joy um, really will change your life. And you're going to attract that to you um, by being that way. And if you're always, because um, it is a choice to be down and out and to drag and complain and to point to the, all the things that aren't there, um, that you're going to attract those things to you. So be mindful of that. So show up, choose to be positive, choosing joy, because that is a choice. Every single day you get to make that choice. Number three is my favorite. I'll spend some time on. Stop complaining. See, as much as I'm going to tell you what you should do, it's very important to know what not to do also. So there's a, there's a few of those in here in this list. So stop complaining. Stop complaining. Okay. If you got to write that down, somewhere or have like a reminder in your phone or whatever you need to do it put it put it in front of you so you can be reminded I have to remind myself at times and certain things stop complaining man that that right there will suck the joy out of everything um you know <laughs> this goes back to like confessions and what you speak and you know you also and again, it, this is called keeping it simple because it's the little things. It's the simple things. Okay, I get up, I show up every day. Okay, boom, I'm just going to choose to be happy today. Well, like, Erica, that's kind of hard. How do I do that? Um, By what you say out of your mouth. I talked about that last week. Your confessions. You know, what you say every day. Um, And then make sure you don't complain. Don't complain. What, what, what benefit is there? Other than pleasing your flesh, what benefit is there to complaining? Um... And with this, I would want to put, I was going to make it its own point, but I'll put it in here with number three, is you got to get uncomfortable. Um, in keeping it simple, it's also as simple as just accepting the fact that, hey, this I got to get a little bit uncomfortable for there to be growth and for me to stay consistent. Because again, it's constantly going to be a lot of, and especially in the beginning, which you don't feel like doing. And on the other side of that is really all those things that you desire to experience in your life. Um, I can even look at today as an example. Uh, again, I've said this a million times. I don't want to get up at five when my alarm goes off, but I like having that extra time to get ready to, you know, talk to the Lord, to drink my coffee, do whatever before I start work at six or start prayer at six or whatever it is. So like today I start, I like prayer at six and then I take my oldest daughter to school. But prior to all that, the night before I got to start getting ready. So I got to have things ready for baby. I got to have lunch ready. I got to have so that way when I get up. So I'm always planning and preparing. So when I get up, there's an easier flow, right? And that keeps it simple, simple stuff, man. Staying consistent, simple stuff, right? Um, and it, it makes the flow very easy to just get up, get ready, lead prayer, get the girls out the door, drive to school, come back, start with client meetings. You know, I got a break, um, play with my little one. She's always with me. So she's always hanging with me with work and working on everything. So go for a walk. I got time to go for a walk, come back and work out, then come back in the office, get back to work. And it's not, I don't create, um, as much as I schedule when I talked about this last week, I don't create like some weird stressful thing I got to stick to. Again, that's where people overcomplicate things. Um, I'm kind of getting ahead of myself too. Cause I think that's like point number six. I'll, I'll talk about that a little bit, but, um, <laughs> and in like the pursuit of making things simple and successful, people overcomplicate the heck out of stuff. And it's like, what is happening? So you don't want to do that, but you want to be willing. Let me write this down to be so with stop complaining to get uncomfortable. Okay. 
Because anytime there's going to be growth, it's going to stretch you a bit, right? No different than in the natural when you're working your muscles. And for them to change, you got to break them down a little bit to build them back up. It's like what you feel when you're sort of like micro tears in that muscle and then it has to build back up and uh, it comes back stronger than it was. But there's a process to that. And there is, it's uncomfortable. You got to learn to love that process. You got to fall in love with the process. Um, and just knowing that's what it is every day. Like, I love to grow. I love to get better. I love, like, that's, the, you You can become that. You can grow into that, but it's going to come with showing up every day. All right. Choosing to have, I would, I'll just say this. You don't have to choose to have joy, but it'll make things a whole heck of a lot easier. I believe that'll open doors for you. Um, who wants to be around somebody grumpy? Like, you want to have a, a, a great impact on people. You know, why would you want somebody to say, gosh, that person is always in a mood, man. Like, no, we have Jesus. Why would we always be in a mood? That doesn't even make sense. Um, when we know the Lord, we we are carrying something that people need. Um, and even if people don't know what it is at first, it's attractive. And we can lead people to the Lord that way, which ultimately is, is what we should be doing every single day. So um, all these things make that easier. <laughs> so, you know, um, stop complaining. Just stop. Just like, like I said, if you find that you do that, like write a note so you can see it every day. Stop complaining. You know what? I'm going to sit on this one for a minute because something else came to mind that is very annoying. Stop blaming everything on the devil. Like seriously, you know how many people make the devil like, like their scapegoat for everything? Listen, I had to drink some coffee on that. Listen though, for real. I can't even tell you. I've heard ministers say this, and in what I do for work, this has happened to me a lot. <laughs> I can't even tell you how many times, and I don't say anything, I just listen. People talk about, like, they'll talk about different things um, happening in their bodies, sicknesses, certain diseases and things, and there's a list of stuff I can give you that is directly related to lack of exercise and poor eating habits, um, that if you change those things, none of those things can come on your body. There's a list of things. And I've been, you guys, I've literally had to sit through, like, listening to people talk about, I got to stand on this because the devil's attacking me here and I need your help. I'm thinking, you're my help. I mean, I'm going to tell, I'm just going to tell you, you got to exercise, you got to eat better. You know what I'm saying? I'll show you, but you got to do it because the reality is that came on you because you're not doing these things. That ain't got nothing to do with the devil. You know what I mean? It's like the craziest thing, man. And people, gosh, and it's, it's kind of sad how many Christians um, actually think like that. I think it has surprised me over the years. And if, if there should be anyone not making excuses, it should be a child of God because of what we have access to. So y'all, y'all need to, I don't know, man, people need to read their Bible. Um, and I mean, should I jump to number five? Because I feel like that kind of ties in with don't be lazy, but maybe I should just wait and we'll talk about that when I get there. Um, because that one I think is very much tied to that. Like, um, so we'll get there in a second, right? Because what are we on? Number four. This is Now, this is my favorite because I'm, I'm going to encourage you a little bit too. I'm not just going to come here like, you know, making people feel bad today. I don't want to do that. So it ain't going to be a lot of rebuking. You know what I mean? Let's, let's get encouraged here a little bit because I do want to encourage you. Number four, start where you are. Do what you can. Guess what? The good news is everyone can start where they are. You know, and again, you see how these all tie in with one another. You don't want to complain because that will make it difficult for you to see that there is something you can do. You know, um, you're going to think that, oh my gosh, I'm home with the kids. I can't do this. I don't have time for this. Um, there's no way for, I can't, I can't afford to go to a gym. I can't, 
I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, right? All the things, yes. Well, let me, that's when you got to flip the script and say, what can I do? What can I do? Well, I can go for a walk, you know. Um, you know, I can drink more water. I can eat better. And here's, man, this is what gets me, y'all. It's the craziest thing is when people are like, oh, I wish I had the money to hire someone to help me. I just, you know, I don't have money to have somebody teach me how to eat and all this stuff. Meanwhile, they over here at McDonald's, they're eating Debbie cakes. And you're like, listen, I, I mean, I think, is it fair for me to say that just common sense alone, I don't care who you are, you could have zero background in anything. Can we, is it fair to say that it's common sense to know that like McDonald's isn't probably the best place for you to eat? That, you know, maybe eliminate the fast food, possibly maybe stop eating like all the candy and cookies and cakes and stuff. I mean, is it right? You see what I'm saying? And I don't have any sympathy for somebody. Like that. I don't feel sorry for someone like that, you know, because you have the, you have an opportunity. We all do. We each, every day you wake up's an opportunity. <laughs> like, hello, every day you wakes up an opportunity. What are you going to do with it? I don't feel sorry for anybody. I just don't. I'm happy to help people. I like people who show up, put a smile on their face, and they're willing to put the work in regardless of what's happening. Because I do that. That's what I'm over here doing. And I know you can do it. So, and I'm telling you, it's, it's so much power literally is in your hands. I mean, I can't say this enough. I mean, so much of this podcast really just piggybacks off of last week's because I was so stirred up. I mean, when I finished that, I was like, man, I had so much more to say. Like, there's so much more because I want people to get this. I want to see people succeed. I want to see people thrive. I hate to sit back and watch people like ruin the body God gave them. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I, I can't stand it. I'm just, it makes me sad. I'm like, man, like you get this, you, you get to... You know, it's like a machine, man. You can train this thing and make it its best and strongest. And in all honesty, at the end of the day, it's not even about what we look like. Even though we all want to look good, I can tell you at my age, I just turned 38. I want to be able to move well and not have pain. And that's where I'm at right now. It's amazing. For for a while, um, from, from lifting certain ways and doing certain things throughout my life, there were some different issues I had in my body and I did what needed to be done and I made a financial investment to get extra help and rehabbing and doing stuff I need to do and I, the commitment to it. And now I don't have neck pain. I don't have back pain. I can move like I did when I was in college playing ball and I was like, this is incredible. So for me, that's the focus now. And you know, you can have that too. But my point is that power is in your hands. <laughs> it 100% is. You can't always be blaming the devil. Now, there, does he do stuff? Absolutely. Are there things that can come? A hundred percent. I am not negating that whatsoever. Listen, go back to my example if you question what I'm saying. I'm talking about the people that are laying on the couch, not going for a walk when they have the ability to. You know, it's funny. The people who typically have the drive to do that and want to are people who literally might have a disease or disability that would keep them from doing it. And that's what would frustrate the heck out of me is you got people fully capable complaining and I'm like stop it because I know somebody over here I've trained people like that that are battling man some some wild difficult things that they didn't do nothing for it that came on them just stuff happened right and they're giving it their all they don't complain they got a smile on their face so that's why I'm not trying to hear it when folks like you know just want to talk crazy I just I really don't have time for it so please and again was that supposed to be my encouraging point because I don't know how encouraging that actually sounded so start <laughs> start where you are do what you can. 
always be that kind of person. That's going to help you literally in every area of life. And you'll get a lot of open doors that way. But I could talk about that more another time. So remember, I just said number five is don't be lazy. Listen, if I pulled out the Bible, which I have right here. Uh, goodness, how many scriptures? I'd, somebody needs to, I need to Google that. How many scriptures there are about being lazy? All I know is this. The Lord don't like lazy. So just saying. Don't be lazy. You will never be successful if you're lazy. Um, you'll never accomplish anything. And you definitely will not step into what the Lord created you to do. And that would be a shame. Like, you want to step into what God created you to do. He created every single one of us with a purpose. And I'm sorry, but if you're alive in 2023, God has great things for you. This is literally like the best time to be alive. So get with it. We ain't got time to be lazy. Get up. Get moving. Don't allow yourself to just sit and do nothing another day, man. Don't sit and scroll on your stinking phone and look at so-and-so and complain and blah, 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 and talk bad about yourself. Like, stop it. You have something that's needed. Get up. Get up. Today, get up. I don't care if it is as simple as you walk around the block in your neighborhood and you ain't never done it before. That's a win. Do it and then keep doing it, okay? It's the keeping it simple, guys. It's the little things. It's the little things. And you can do this. I know that you can. Number six, because I want to get this done. Um, uh, this is good. Don't overschedule yourself and overcomplicate things. Remember, we're keeping it simple, okay? Sometimes, now this is what I see a lot of, in the pursuit of someone truly like desiring to get their life together and to do a lot of the things I always talk about, they, they make the mistake of doing that, which is why, I, remember last week I talked about like there being a flow um, and why having a flow is important. So don't, don't do that, like, because then you're just going to stress yourself out. And then, the, I mean, that's, that's just a whole other thing. Just have a plan. Like, let me, let me think. Like, you, you get up and you have a direction. How about that? You have a direction you're going. You know, like, where you're headed. That's important, right? I, I've given this analogy a trillion times. Like, when you're going on a trip, you know, and you put the, the address in, like, the GPS. Like, you got, you know where you're headed, so you know how to get started, right? Uh, though the path there might look a little different sometimes or go a little different, you at least know where you are headed. Okay. So you want to have a plan, but don't get so crazy that like you overload your day. Like you go from like zero to 60, man. I, I see that a lot. And it can be a little, that's something I'm still learning and navigating in my career is like trying to like steer people and like pull them back from that because people shock you sometimes. Like you'll start with people and you're helping them get started for the first time. And then the next thing you know, they're like going like all in, like maybe a little bit too much all in. And you know, they're going to crash and burn because you just can't be jumping into it like that with like how you're eating and working out and stuff. It gets wild, man. And so like, it's like you're just on a ride with folks. Like you, you're trying to like buckle up and you're like, okay, this one, I got to reel them back in because they're going to fall off the rails here soon because they're, they're going, they just went from zero to a hundred. Cause I don't, I don't personally, I don't believe in that. I don't think that leads to success by no means. It'll give you a lot of setbacks. Um, and not, not really success, not in what you're desiring to see because you, there's so many things in the middle that are really important. And that's how we get consistency, which is what I'm talking about. Here's how to master consistency. And in that, you don't want to go from zero to 100. That's not how you do it. So you want to make sure you're not overscheduling yourself in the pursuit of becoming successful or to achieving a goal because you're going to overcomplicate things. You keep it simple. You know, the Lord showed me that... Um, with exercise, you see so many 
fitness professionals and in this like the social media world we live in today showing you crazy stuff and yeah it's fun people who do what I do we like doing crazy stuff it's fun to see what you're able to do with your body but like that's not going to help other people right so simple lifts like learning how to work you know pushing muscles pulling muscles lower body muscles squatting hinging um certain things you just need to work through every week uh and that's it like that's it you don't have to do all this stuff that's just preference if you like all that that's awesome we can cater to that but guess what you don't have to and and people get all off kilter man it's like it's so crazy like well, you're trying to help someone and then they're not listening and people just think they got because they sit on Instagram all day they want to like do something nuts that's not gonna that's not gonna help them and so you know it doesn't have to be some wild crazy thing you know also I think of this um with keeping it simple um I don't know why this is maybe somebody needs this this is why this is coming to me um I think about a okay the example of a gym right when you're working out and you have like your big box gyms for some people that's great me personally not a fan um I've been in this industry for now almost 16 years and like big box gyms are a great place to start kind of working in if you if you want to become a fitness professional and you need to learn and all that but at the end of the day I, I have zero desire to work out in places like that I don't have time to go into the list of reasons why right now but one of the coolest things you can do is is set up a space in your own home. Now, I have grown very passionate in teaching people how to do that, how to set up, no matter how big your house or space is, you can have a teeny tiny little space in a room. I can show you how to do that. And over time, you build that space. And that's simple, keeping it simple. So over time, you're investing in that. You're seeing it doesn't actually take a lot to have. It's something I love to teach people. Um, little, just small, you know, small amount of equipment and... Over time, you build on that. And then the benefit of having it at home eliminates excuses. Um, I posted a thing on my social media today. You can see my story about that with my 18-month-old, or she's almost 18 months, how I can be in there and work out and do my thing. She's playing. I just love being in my own space, man, and just going, I absolutely love it. And, you know, there's a lot of wasted time when people go into those big box gyms. People get all up in their head, man. People looking at everybody, and everybody's just, there's a lot of mess going on. So, Again, I should just talk about that one day. It'll blow you guys' mind. But anyways, that'd be a whole other, a whole other teaching. Trying to stay focused here to close out. Um, but keeping it simple, you know, like I said, you could start in your house with a set of dumbbells. You don't even need dumbbells, honestly. You can use your own body. But like a ball and some bands, you guys, and you'd be amazed. I bet you that's, that's more than what you were doing if it was nothing. Hello. And you build from there and you, you move into it over time and you go slow and steady, man. I'm telling you, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. And that's the real. Stop sprinting when you're not conditioned for it. Stop sprinting if you're not conditioned for it. Okay? That could have been the title of this. But maybe a lot of people wouldn't have known what that meant. So anyways, so listen. Stop sprinting when you're not conditioned for it. Slow and steady. Everybody's in a daggone hurry these days. Number seven, humble yourself. Pride will get in your way. And you will think that you have to be doing all the things in the world that look all whatever to get somewhere. Humble yourself. Humble yourself, okay? And did you know that when you humble yourself, when you have humility, that you, at that point, to have humility, you're aware that you can't do anything without the Lord. Therefore, you're going to Him daily. And guess what He gives you when you humble yourself and come before Him? 
um, grace and favor. You will get more grace and favor on your life. And I don't know about you, but I want some of that. I like that and need it. So I'm going that direction. So humble yourself, uh, okay? Because that will always set you back. And you're going to be overcomplicating everything all up in your pride. So that's got to go, man. The quicker you can just remain hungry for God and uh, humble yourself, that that will speed up your process, I believe, 100%. The process of where you desire to be um, in life, that will speed it up, okay? Stay hungry for the Lord and humble your daggone self, okay? And he will help you. Um, and I'll close with this one quickly. Your why. Know your why. Um, remind yourself of your why. Write that down. Keep it before you. Put it in front of you. Um, because that'll keep you going. That is how. Let me run through these quickly and then I'm done, you guys. That is how you'll show up every day. That's how you'll choose to have joy every day. That's how you'll stop complaining and be willing to step out to where it's uncomfortable. That's how you'll have the, the just that <laughs> the ability to start where you are to do what you can. Um, knowing your why, reminding yourself of your why will snap you out of laziness. All right. And knowing your why, remember, you don't want to overschedule, overcomplicate and humble yourself. Humble yourself. Stay hungry for the Lord and remain humble. Put him first and write down your why of what it is. And that's going to keep you going on the days that you don't feel like it anymore because you're not you're not going to feel like it every day. So that's why you got to tell yourself feelings. I don't care how you feel. We got we going to do this today. We're going to do this. It's Monday, y'all. We're going to do this thing today. Listen, this is going to be a great week, you guys. All right, this is going to be a great day. Be expecting if you expect nothing, you will get nothing. Ask yourself, what are you expecting today? What are you expecting? You know, speak that thing out. Walk like you you know what you want is coming. Talk like you know what you want is coming and be willing to do what it is that you need to do to see those things come to pass, which are those things I've listed here. And these are just these eight ways. These are just a few ways to master consistency. I mean, in all honesty, I can keep this rolling. I can continue to kind of piggyback off of each teaching because really that's what I'm doing um, because you can elaborate so much on all this stuff, guys, because it will bless your life. It will literally help you in every single area of your life. And you got to get back to the basics. You got to keep it simple and master those things. Get really good at that. And I'm telling you, that alone will set you apart. Get really, really good at the basics. Stop being like the majority of the world right now that is in such a hurry for a title and a place and all this stuff like don't be that do you I, listen see now i'm gonna get started again and i gotta get off here listen i can't tell you how many times and it's very confusing i will be on like instagram or something and you'll see people and can somebody somebody can chime in and message me this or something tell me why why is everybody a public figure what does that even mean like who are these people why like, what type of public figure with 200 followers? Like, what does that even mean? Quit trying to have some kind of weird title and just get to work, man. Between you and the Lord, do something great that God's called you to do. Stop with this such this the whole social media thing has created so much nonsense. It's ridiculous. And it's holding people back. And again, let's go back to number seven. Humble ourselves. Okay. Humble yourself. Stop looking for these things, man. When you put God first and you do these simple things every day, all these things are going to chase you down, man. Promotions, titles. You ain't even going to be thinking about them. And next thing you know, you got another promotion, some other title. And you're like, I don't even know what that means. But I got it. And it's because the Lord is looking for those people, okay? Not the ones that are like making up weird titles with strange things. I don't even... 
I didn't get myself started. Listen, okay? So listen, I hope this blesses you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I'm going to be back on here a lot more frequently. I think I'm just going to keep rolling with these teachings, just piggybacking one off of another. Um, so remember, you guys, keep it simple. Apply this stuff every single day. Have a great day. Have an awesome month. And I'll be back on here soon. Hey guys, what's up? It's Erica here with the Work of Art Podcast, and I'm excited to be back. I got uh, I got pretty pumped up after recording last week's. The Lord had put it on my heart to get back at it because I basically, without planning, kind of took the summer off, and I was like, no, nah, we can't be doing that. You know, we gotta we gotta stick with it and stay at it. And so that's what I'm doing. I got really encouraged. I had a lot of fun. Um, I definitely uh, was directed by the Lord on that, and I'm like, all right, there, there's there's a lot to be done here, and a lot to say, and a lot to teach on. So. I'm back at it. I'm going to get on here as often as I can. So I'm excited to be back. Now, if you didn't hear last week's podcast, please go back and check it out. Um, it was called Stop Saying You Don't Have Time. And I gave you five ways just to take back control of your life and to actually hit your goals. Um, that's one of my biggest pet peeves is hearing people say that. And you can imagine with what I do as a personal trainer, I hear excuses all the time, and that being one of them. And guess what? I talk about how that's that's not true. And I know people are like, what? Like, you can't say that. No, I can. I've seen so many uh, different situations and, and just so many things. And it's taught me how to help people um, get on the other side of that and show them, yes, there is a way, no matter who you are or what uh, your life looks like right now. So that was last week's. Please go, please go listen to it. Make sure you subscribe to you guys, because when you subscribe, you'll get the alerts of when there's new episodes available. Make sure you share these, because uh, I want them to bless you and bless other people. So share the podcast as well. But we're going to jump right into this thing today. And uh, this was actually stirring in my spirit when I was exercising. You know, a lot of times I'll go for a walk, and I get the best ideas. And so, um, and I'll hear from the Lord. And sometimes, not always, but sometimes I'll pray um, when I'm walking. So the title of the episode today is keep it simple, keep it simple. And I'm going to give you eight ways to just master consistency. That's really what all, where all these things stem from at the end of the day. And consistency is what it takes really, um, for anything to become successful is staying consistent. I was even talking to my mom about that with like, uh, my youngest daughter. And when, you know, you talk about discipline and even though it gets, it's like over and over and over, you find yourself saying the same things and doing the same stuff. Don't get discouraged. Like consistency, that that's how you win. That's how you reach that goal of staying consistent. It, it can take weeks, months, even years, depending on what we're talking about. So we need to be able to master that. So I'm going to jump right into this. Um, and this can apply to anyone in any area of life. Okay. So number one, and listen, those of you who don't know me, if you're new to this podcast, I'm a personal trainer. Um, that's what I've done the majority of my life, played sports and trained people. <laughs> and I have my own business. It's Work of Art Fitness. Um, you can check me out on my Instagram, Work of Art Fitness, and then our website is workofartfitness.org. So listen, this is, I relate so many things to working out that that's just where all the analogies work for me, whether I'm talking about the Word of God or exercise. But at the end of the day, guess what? We have to... Um, be physically and spiritually strong. You know, you want to be spiritually and physically fit. And that's that's really what we're talking about here. So number one, with eight ways to master consistency, guess what you got to do first? You got to show up, okay? And you may be like, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Because guess what? A lot of people aren't even doing that. You've got to show up. And you've got to show up every day. You know, last week I mentioned, um, you know, you, we don't care how you feel, right? 
which is like, oh my gosh, that's so harsh. No, I'm telling you the truth. Like you got to tell you that you got to tell your body that you've got to tell your feelings that, and you have to show up daily. Look at, I always thinking about, you know, if you are as blessed as I am to have an amazing pastor, and I know some amazing men and women of God, right? And we have the privilege, you know, you see um, these men of God, you know, show up service after service, day after day, and and do what they do, and they minister. You know, people have stuff that happens. People have stuff that goes on, but they're not bringing it to the platform. You know, for example, I'm not bringing my problems to work, right? When whenever whenever I meet with a client, they don't they're not gonna know that. That's sep. That's 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 because I have. Well, first of all, I have the Lord, so I have the ability to have that kind of strength to get up and show up, and to do my job well, despite anything else that could be going on. And that's a place, again, Every I'm telling you, I can't teach or talk about anything without pointing back to the Word of God, because truly, that's your strong foundation, and when you grab a hold of that, that's how you all these things will work for you in your life, I'm telling you, and you're going to hear me say that over and over again. So, you're able to just show up because of where your help comes from and your strength, where well, your strength comes from the Lord. You know, I think about this morning, like Monday mornings, I lead, uh, have a client Zoom prayer call open to everyone that's a client of work for a fitness and I absolutely love it because the Lord told me to do that uh, back in January and I think I mentioned that last week in the podcast and you know I was like man I never feel like getting up to do it you know because I get up at five get ready for it and then like or just to, to have a minute and then it's at six and you know a lot of people don't consistently show up I'm just gonna keep it real with you and, and it's because how people are it, it's the time it's because it's early it's because people don't feel like it um, and, and, you know, I mean, imagine if I just decided on all these things I have, you know, with, as a mom, as a business owner, as a trainer, as whatever, I just got up every day. What if, what if you operated like that in every area of your life? What would your life look like? If you just said, I don't feel like going to work. I don't feel like being a mom today. I don't feel like being a wife or a husband today. You know, that's pretty detrimental, right? A full circle like that. That's not good. So look at it like that. Like I got to show up. I got to show up. I got to show up whether I feel like it or not. And here's the thing, you guys, is when you show up, it's going to bless you. I can't every single day when that alarm goes off and I have to get up early. I, I'm so happy. Like an hour later, like I feel so good. I'm in such a good mood um, for my girls, like driving my daughter to school and having a blast. Number one, I'm wide awake. I'm alert. I've been up for a while. I've been in prayer, right? So now I'm like flying high. I'm feeling good. I've, I've made these amazing confessions for the day. I've, I've went before the Lord already today and praised the Lord and rejoiced. So guess what? I've got joy. I'm feeling good. Now I have set the tone for my day. Now that's going to make you better in every other area of your life. As a mom, as a, you know, if, wherever you work, um, for your employer or you as the employer, whatever. And it just, I was like, and I was thinking today, I'm like, God, these things bless us so much if we just do it. And I've already worked and, and done different things. I'll work again here in a little bit. But when I have time, I fit things in. And like my little, my little one, um, Sydney, she's taking a nap right now. So when you're a mom, you, you learn, you get a flow for your house. Listen, we have the ability to do that. We're anointed to do this. Okay. We, we got to stop rolling around and feeling sorry for ourselves. I told you that. Like, I, I got stuck in a place where I would complain a little bit. And be, oh, I need help or this or that. Change your confession. Change your confession. I couldn't stop thanking the Lord for everything today. And then all the other mess, you don't, you don't even have anything to complain about. You know, because you're just in, in this place of like, God, you're so good. And you're thanking Him for all He's done and all He's doing. And it, it, what, what you see when you begin to do that and you do it more often 
is that what the enemy will do? And I'm talking when I say the enemy, I'm talking about the devil, and he is real because I know there's people who think like whatever that's silly, but no, hear me out here. He'll come with distractions. That's what'll take you out. And you'll get distracted by what's not. And if you allow that to become your focus, you won't see all the blessings sitting right in front of you. Is the craziest thing. And you're like, man, I'm sitting here worried about this. And look how blessed I am. Look how blessed I am. So in situations that you think look or you think look bad or you think there's no way out or you think, oh my gosh, like you're seeing all the worst. See God in it. See what he's doing. See what good things are there. And it will open your eyes to more good things. Okay, so, but to see all these things in your life in whatever area it is, if it's even going to the gym and, and getting those results that you want to get and, and, and doing something like you've never done before, you got to show up. All right, you got to show up. So number one, show up. Okay, you got to show up. All right, number two, um, let me see, I might change the order of this a little bit. So number one, you got to show up. Number two, you have to choose joy. Um, you don't have to, but I, let me let me reword that. But I would encourage you to. It's going to make life a, a whole lot easier. So why not choose to be positive? Why, why? Because we get a choice either way. We can go right or left, right? So why not just make a decision? Like, I'm going to be in a good mood today. Because if you're not doing that, you're just going to make a decision to be in a bad mood, right? And I always think about, man, I don't want to. I always re relate things to being a mom as one. I'm like, I don't want to be that mom that my daughters one day are like, God, my mom was always ill on that car ride to school every morning. Right? Like you don't want to, who wants to be that? No, I'd, I'd rather my child be like, my mom was annoyingly happy every day. Right? I mean, get out of here. Like that's how you want to be. And you can do that. So choosing to be positive and choosing joy um, really will change your life. And you're going to attract that to you um, by being that way. And if you're always, because um, it is a choice to be down and out and to drag and complain and to point to the, all the things that aren't there. Um that you're going to attract those things to you. So be mindful of that. So show up, choose to be positive, choosing joy, because that is a choice. Every single day you get to make that choice. Number three is my favorite. I'll spend some time on. Stop complaining. See, as much as I'm going to tell you what you should do, it's very important to know what not to do also. So there's a, there's a few of those in here in this list. So stop complaining. Stop complaining. Okay, if you got to write that down, somewhere or have like a reminder in your phone or whatever you need to do it put it put it in front of you so you can be reminded I have to remind myself at times and certain things stop complaining man that that right there will suck the joy out of everything um you know <laughs> this goes back to like confessions and what you speak and you know you also and again, it, this is called keeping it simple because it's the little things. It's the simple things. Okay, I get up, I show up every day. Okay, boom, I'm just going to choose to be happy today. Where you're like, Erica, that's kind of hard. How do I do that? Um, By what you say out of your mouth. I talked about that last week. Your confessions. You know, what you say every day. Um, And then make sure you don't complain. Don't complain. What, what, what benefit is there? Other than pleasing your flesh, what benefit is there to complaining? Um... And with this, I would want to put, I was going to make it its own point, but I'll put it in here with number three, is you got to get uncomfortable. Um, in keeping it simple, it's also as simple as just accepting the fact that, hey, this I got to get a little bit uncomfortable for there to be growth and for me to stay consistent. Because again, it's constantly going to be a lot of, and especially in the beginning, which you don't feel like doing. And on the other side of that is really all those things that you desire to experience in your life. Um, I can even look at today as an example. 
Uh, again, I've said this a million times. I don't want to get up at five when my alarm goes off, but I like having that extra time to get ready to, you know, talk to the Lord, to drink my coffee, do whatever before I start work at six or start prayer at six or whatever it is. So like today I start, I let prayer at six and then I take my oldest daughter to school. But prior to all that, the night before I got to start getting ready. So I got to have things ready for baby. I got to have lunch ready. I got to have, so that way when I get up, so I'm always planning and preparing. So when I get up, there's an easier flow right? And that keeps it simple. Simple stuff, man. Staying consistent. Simple stuff, right? Um, and it, it makes the flow very easy to just get up, get ready, lead prayer, get the girls out the door, drive to school, come back, start with client meetings. You know, I got a break. Um, play with my little one. She's always with me. So she's always hanging with me with work and working out and everything. So go for a walk. I got time to go for a walk, come back and work out, then come back in the office, get back to work. And it's not, I don't create, um, as much as I schedule. And I talked about this last week, I don't create like some weird stressful thing I got to stick to. Again, that's where people overcomplicate things. Um, I'm kind of getting ahead of myself too. Cause I think that's like point number six. I'll, I'll talk about that a little bit, but, um, and in like the pursuit of making things simple and successful people overcomplicate the heck out of stuff and it's like what is happening so you don't want to do that but you want to be willing let me write this down to be so with stop complaining to get uncomfortable okay because anytime there's going to be growth it's going to stretch you a bit right no different than in the natural when you're working your muscles and for them to change you got to break them down a little bit to build them back up. It's like what you feel when you're sort of like micro tears in that muscle and then it has to build back up and uh, it comes back stronger than it was. But there's a process to that. And there is, it's uncomfortable. You got to learn to love that process. You got to fall in love with the process. Um, and just knowing that's what it is every day. Like I love to grow. I love to get better. I love like that's the, you, you can become that you can grow into that, but it's going to come with showing up every day. All right, choosing to have, I would, I'll just say this, you don't have to choose to have joy, but it'll make things a whole heck of a lot easier. I believe that'll open doors for you. Um, who wants to be around somebody grumpy? Like you want to have a, a, a great impact on people. You know, why would you want somebody to say, gosh, that person is always in a mood, man. Like, no, we have Jesus. Why would we always be in a mood? That doesn't even make sense. Um, when we know the Lord, we, we are carrying something that people need. Um, and even if people don't know what it is at first, it's attractive and we can lead people to the Lord that way, which ultimately is, is what we should be doing every single day. So, um, all these things make that easier. <laughs> so, you know, um, stop complaining, just stop. Just like, like I said, if you find that you do that, like write a note so you can see it every day, stop complaining. You know what? I'm going to sit on this one for a minute because something else came to mind that is very annoying. Stop blaming everything on the devil. Like, seriously, you know how many people make the devil, like, like their scapegoat for everything? Listen, I had to drink some coffee on that. Listen, though, for real. I can't even tell you. I've heard ministers say this, and in what I do for work, this has happened to me a lot. <laughs> I can't even tell you how many times. And I don't say anything. I just listen. People talk about, like, they'll talk about different things um, happening in their bodies, sicknesses, certain diseases and things. And there's a list of stuff I can give you. That is directly related to lack of exercise and poor eating habits. Um, that if you change those things, none of those things can come on your body. There's a list of things. And I've been, you guys, I've literally had to sit through like listening to people talk about, I got to stand on this because the devil's attacking me here. 
and I need your help with it. I'm thinking, you're my help. I mean, I'm going to tell, I'm just going to tell you, you got to exercise. You got to eat better. You know what I'm saying? I'll show you, but you got to do it because the reality is that came on you because you're not doing these things. That ain't got nothing to do with the devil. You know what I mean? It's like the craziest thing, man. And people, gosh, and it's, it's kind of sad how many Christians um, actually think like that. I think it has surprised me over the years. And if, if there should be anyone not making excuses, it should be a child of God because of what we have access to. So y'all, y'all need to, I don't know, man, people need to read their Bible. Um, and I mean, should I jump to number five? Because I feel like that kind of ties in with don't be lazy, but maybe I should just wait and we'll talk about that when I get there. Um, because that one I think is very much tied to that. Like, um, so we'll get there in a second, right? Because what are we on? Number four. This is now this is my favorite because I'm, I'm going to encourage you a little bit too. I'm not just going to come here like, you know, making people feel bad today. I don't want to do that. So it ain't going to be a lot of rebuking. You know what I mean? Let's let's get encouraged here a little bit because I do want to encourage you. Number four, start where you are. Do what you can. Guess what? The good news is everyone can start where they are. You know, and again, you see how these all tie in with one another. You don't want to complain because that will make it difficult for you to see that there is something you can do, you know, um, you're going to think that, oh my gosh, I'm home with the kids. I can't do this. I don't have time for this. Um, there's no way for, I can't, I can't afford to go to a gym. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, right? All the things, yes. Well, let me, that's when you got to flip the script and say, what can I do? What can I do? Well, I can go for a walk, you know, um, you know, I can drink more water. I can eat better. And here's, man, this is what gets me, y'all. It's the craziest thing is when people are like, oh, I wish I had the money to hire someone to help me. I just, you know, I don't have money to have somebody teach me how to eat and all this stuff. Meanwhile, they over here at McDonald's, they're eating Debbie cakes. And you're like, listen, I, I mean, I think, is it fair for me to say that just common sense alone, I don't care who you are, you could have zero background in anything. Can we, is it fair to say that it's common sense to know that like, McDonald's isn't probably the best place for you to eat that, you know, maybe eliminate the fast food, possibly maybe stop eating like all candy and cookies and cakes. And so, I mean, is it right? You see what I'm saying? And I don't have any sympathy for somebody. Like that. I don't feel sorry for someone like that, you know, because you have the, you have an opportunity. We all do. We each, every day you wake up's an opportunity. <laughs> like, hello, every day you wakes up an opportunity. What are you going to do with it? I don't feel sorry for anybody. I just don't. I'm happy to help people. I like people who show up, put a smile on their face, and they're willing to put the work in regardless of what's happening. Because I do that. That's what I'm over here doing. And I know you can do it. So, and I'm telling you, it's, it's so much power literally is in your hands. I mean, I can't say this enough. I mean, so much of this podcast really just piggybacks off of last week's because I was so stirred up. I mean, when I finished that, I was like, man, I had so much more to say. Like, there's so much more because I want people to get this. I want to see people succeed. I want to see people thrive. I hate to sit back and watch people like ruin the body God gave them. I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I, I can't stand it. I'm just, it makes me sad. I'm like, man, like you get this, you, you get to you know, it's like a machine, man. You can train this thing and make it its best and strongest. And in all honesty, at the end of the day, it's not even about what we look like. Even though we all want to look good, I can tell you at my age, I just turned 38. I want to be able to move well and not have pain. And that's where I'm at right now. It's amazing. For for a while, um, 
from from lifting certain ways and doing certain things throughout my life, there were some different issues I had in my body and I did what needed to be done and I made a financial investment to get extra help and rehabbing and doing stuff I need to do and I, the commitment to it. And now I don't have neck pain. I don't have back pain. I can move like I did when I was in college playing ball. And I was like, this is incredible. So for me, that's the focus now. And you know, you can have that too. But my point is that power is in your hands. <laughs> it 100% is. You can't always be blaming the devil. Now, there, does he do stuff? Absolutely. Are there things that can come? A hundred percent. I am not negating that whatsoever. Listen, go back to my example if you question what I'm saying. I'm talking about the people that are laying on the couch, not going for a walk when they have the ability to. You know, it's funny. The people who typically have the drive to do that and want to are people who literally might have a disease or disability that would keep them from doing it. And that's what would frustrate the heck out of me is you got people fully capable complaining and I'm like stop it because I know somebody over here I've trained people like that that are battling man some some wild difficult things that they didn't do nothing for it came on them just stuff happened right and they're giving it their all they don't complain they got a smile on their face so that's why I'm not trying to hear it when folks like you know just want to talk crazy I just I really don't have time for it so please and again was that supposed to be my encouraging point because I don't know how encouraging that actually sounded so start <laughs> start where you are do what you can. Always be that kind of person. That's going to help you literally in every area of life. And you'll get a lot of open doors that way. But I could talk about that more another time. So remember, I just said number five is don't be lazy. Listen, if I pulled out the Bible, which I have right here. Uh, goodness, how many scriptures? I'd, somebody needs to, I need to Google that. How many scriptures there are about being lazy? All I know is this. The Lord don't like lazy. So just saying. Don't be lazy. You will never be successful if you're lazy. Um, you'll never accomplish anything and you definitely will not step into what the Lord created you to do. And that would be a shame. Like you want to step into what God created you to do. He created every single one of us with a purpose. And I'm sorry, but if you're alive in 2023, God has great things for you. This is literally like the best time to be alive. So get with it. We ain't got time to be lazy. Get up, get moving. Don't allow yourself to just sit and do nothing. Another day, man, don't sit and scroll on your stinking phone and Look at so-and-so and complain and blah, blah, blah. Talk bad about yourself. Like, stop it. You have something that's needed. Get up. Get up. Today, get up. I don't care if it is as simple as you walk around the block in your neighborhood and you ain't never done it before. That's a win. Do it and then keep doing it, okay? It's the keeping it simple, guys. It's the little things. It's the little things, and you can do this. I know that you can. Number six, because I want to get this done. Um, ah, this is good. Don't overschedule yourself and overcomplicate things. Remember, we're keeping it simple, okay? Sometimes, now this is what I see a lot of, in the pursuit of someone truly like, desiring to get their life together and to do a lot of the things I always talk about, they, they make the mistake of doing that, which is why, I, remember last week I talked about like there being a flow um, and why having a flow is important. So don't, don't do that. Like, cause then you're just going to stress yourself out. And then that, I mean, that's, that's just a whole other thing. Just have a plan. Like, let me, let me think like you, you get up and you have a direction. How about that? You have a direction you're going, you know, like where you're headed. That's important, right? I I've given this analogy a trillion times. Like when you're going on a trip, you know, and you put the, the address in, like the GPS, like you got, you know where you're headed, so you know how to get started, right? 
uh, though the path there might look a little different sometimes or go a little different, you at least know where you are headed, okay? So you want to have a plan, but don't get so crazy that like you overload your day. Like you go from like zero to 60, man. I, I see that a lot. And it can be a little, that's something I'm still learning and navigating in my career is like, trying to like steer people and like pull them back from that because people shock you sometimes like you'll start with people and you're helping them get started for the first time and then the next thing you know they're like going like all in like maybe a little bit too much all in and you know they're going to crash and burn because you just can't be jumping into it like that with like how you're eating and working out and stuff it gets wild man and so like it's like you're just on a ride with folks like you, you're trying to like Buckle up and you're like, okay, this one, I got to reel them back in because they're going to fall off the rails here soon because they're they're going, they just went from zero to a hundred. Because I, I don't, personally, I don't believe in that. I don't think that leads to success by no means. It'll give you a lot of setbacks um, and not, not really success, not in what you're desiring to see because you, there's so many things in the middle that are really important. And that's how we get consistency, which is what I'm talking about. Here's how to master consistency. And in that, you don't want to go from zero to 100. That's not how you do it. So you want to make sure you're not over scheduling yourself in the pursuit of becoming successful or to achieving a goal because you're going to overcomplicate things. You keep it simple. You know, the Lord showed me that um, with exercise, you see so many fitness professionals and in this like the social media world we live in today showing you crazy stuff. And yeah, it's fun. People who do what I do, we like doing crazy stuff. It's fun to see what you're able to do with your body. But like that's not going to help other people. Right. So simple lifts like learning how to work you know pushing muscles pulling muscles lower body muscles squatting hinging um certain things you just need to work through every week uh and that's it like that's it you don't have to do all this stuff that's just preference if you like all that that's awesome we can cater to that but guess what you don't have to and and people get all off kilter man it's like it's so crazy like well, you're trying to help someone and then they're not listening and people just think they got because they sit on Instagram all day they want to like do something nuts that's not gonna that's not gonna help them and so you know it doesn't have to be some wild crazy thing you know also I think of this um with keeping it simple um I don't know why this is maybe somebody needs this this is why this is coming to me um I think about a okay the example of a gym right when you're working out and you have like your big box gyms for some people that's great me personally not a fan um I've been in this industry for now almost 16 years and like big box gyms are a great place to start kind of working in if you if you want to become a fitness professional and you need to learn and all that but at the end of the day I, I have zero desire to work out in places like that I don't have time to go into the list of reasons why right now but one of the coolest things you can do is, is set up a space in your own home. Now, I have grown very passionate in teaching people how to do that, how to set up, no matter how big your house or space is, you can have a teeny tiny little space in a room. I can show you how to do that. And over time, you build that space. And that's simple, keeping it simple. So over time, you're investing in that. You're seeing it doesn't actually take a lot to have. It's something I love to teach people. Um, little, just small, you know, small amount of equipment and... Over time, you build on that. And then the benefit of having it at home eliminates excuses. Um, I posted a thing on my social media today. You can see my story about that with my 18-month-old, or she's almost 18 months, how I can be in there and work out and do my thing. She's playing. I just love being in my own space, man, and just going, I absolutely love it. 
And, you know, there's a lot of wasted time when people go into those big box gyms. People get all up in their head, man. People looking at everybody and everybody's just, there's a lot of mess going on. So, again, I should just talk about that one day. It'll blow you guys' mind. But anyways, that'd be a whole other, a whole other teaching. I'm trying to stay focused here to close out. Um, but keeping it simple, you know, like I said, you could start in your house with a set of dumbbells. You don't even need dumbbells, honestly. You can use your own body. But like a ball and some bands, you guys, and you'd be amazed. I bet you that's, that's more than what you were doing if it was nothing. Hello. And you build from there and you, you move into it over time and you go slow and steady, man. I'm telling you, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. And that's real. Stop sprinting when you're not conditioned for it. Stop sprinting if you're not conditioned for it, okay? That could have been the title of this, but maybe a lot of people wouldn't have known what that meant. So anyways, so listen, stop sprinting when you're not conditioned for it. Slow and steady. Everybody's in a daggone hurry these days. Number seven, humble yourself. Pride will get in your way and you will think that you have to be doing all the things in the world that look all whatever to get somewhere. Humble yourself. Humble yourself, okay? And did you know that when you humble yourself, when you have humility, that you, at that point, to have humility, you're aware that you can't do anything without the Lord. Therefore, you're going to him daily. And guess what he gives you when you humble yourself and come before him? Um, grace and favor. You will get more grace and favor on your life. And I don't know about you, but I want some of that. I like that and need it. So I'm going that direction. So humble yourself, uh, okay? Because that will always set you back. And you're going to be overcomplicating everything all up in your pride. So that's got to go, man. The quicker you can just remain hungry for God and uh, humble yourself, that that will speed up your process, I believe, 100%. The process of where you desire to be um, in life, that will speed it up, okay? Stay hungry for the Lord and humble your daggone self, okay? And he will help you. Um, and I'll close with this one quickly. Your why. Know your why. Um, remind yourself of your why, write that down, keep it before you, put it in front of you, um, because that'll keep you going. That is how, let me run through these quickly and then I'm done, you guys. That is how you'll show up every day. That's how you'll choose to have joy every day. That's how you'll stop complaining and be willing to step out to where it's uncomfortable. That's how you'll have the, the, just that, <laughs> the ability to start where you are to do what you can. Um, knowing your why, reminding yourself of your why will snap you out of laziness all right, and knowing your why, remember, you don't want to overschedule, overcomplicate, and humble yourself. Humble yourself. Stay hungry for the Lord and remain humble. Put Him first and write down your why of what it is, and that's going to keep you going on the days that you don't feel like it anymore because you're not you're not going to feel like it every day. So that's why you got to tell yourself feelings. I don't care how you feel. We got, we going to do this today. We're going to do this. It's Monday, y'all. We're going to do this thing today. Listen, this is going to be a great week, you guys. All right, this is going to be a great day. Be expecting if you expect nothing, you will get nothing. Ask yourself, what are you expecting today? What are you expecting? You know, speak that thing out. Walk like you you know what you want is coming. Talk like you know what you want is coming and be willing to do what it is that you need to do to see those things come to pass, which are those things I've listed here. And these are just these eight ways. These are just a few ways to master consistency. I mean, in all honesty, I can keep this rolling. I can continue to kind of piggyback off of each teaching because really that's what I'm doing. 
um, because you can elaborate so much on all this stuff, guys, because it will bless your life. It will literally help you in every single area of your life. And you got to get back to the basics. You got to keep it simple and master those things. Get really good at that. And I'm telling you, that alone will set you apart. Get really, really good at the basics. Stop being like the majority of the world right now that is in such a hurry for a title and a place and all this stuff. Like, don't be that. Do you, I, listen, see, now I'm going to get started again and I got to get off here. Listen, I can't tell you how many times, and it's very confusing. I will be on like Instagram or something and you'll see people and can somebody, somebody can chime in and message me this or something. Tell me why. Why is everybody a public figure? What does that even mean? Like, who are these people? Why? Like, what type of public figure with 200 followers? Like, what does that even mean? Quit trying to have some kind of weird title and just get to work, man. Between you and the Lord, do something great that God's called you to do. Stop with this such, this the whole social media thing has created so much nonsense. It's ridiculous. And it's holding people back. And again, let's go back to number seven. Humble ourselves. Okay. Humble yourself. Stop looking for these things, man. When you put God first and you do these simple things every day, all these things are going to chase you down, man. Promotions, titles, you ain't even going to be thinking about them. And next thing you know, you got another promotion, some other title. And you're like, I don't even know what that means, but I got it. And it's because the Lord is looking for those people, okay? Not the ones that are like making up weird titles with strange things. I don't even, I didn't get myself started. Listen, okay? So listen, I hope this blesses you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I'm going to be back on here a lot more frequently. I think I'm just going to keep rolling with these teachings, just piggybacking one off of another. Um, so remember, you guys, keep it simple. Apply this stuff every single day. Have a great day. Have an awesome month. And I'll be back on here soon. Hey, guys, what's up? It's Erica here with the Work of Art Podcast. And I'm excited to be back on here. Y'all, it's almost fall in like a few days. I mean, I live in Florida, so I don't feel like it. But I still get excited because it's a little bit better. Like I went walking today and I wasn't like drenched in sweat. So that that was that was a win for today. Okay. Listen, I'm excited to be back on here. I'm excited for this topic. What I'm going to talk about today is literally what I live by. Um, and if you can grab this today, it will help you in every area of life. And I'm going to give you six points. I'm going to talk about six priorities that will make you a winner. Come on now. We are to be victorious. Listen, when you have Jesus in your heart, you know, we we are victorious in him and through him, but we play a part, right? We, we can't just get saved and just sit back and chill. No, we need to apply these things that we learn from the word. We need to be in the word. And that's how we learn these things, like the fruit of the spirit and all these things that we need to have operating in our lives to be successful in all the things that we're called to do. We, we have work to do, you guys. There's stuff to be done. And everything I'm going to talk about today also applies to fitness. For those of you that don't know me, I'm a personal trainer. I have a personal training business. It's Work of Art Fitness. You can check me out at workofartfitness.org and also on Instagram at workofartfitness. But listen, th this applies all the way around. And I always say when you can nail this stuff down, I've, I've said this to athletes, um, you know, when you can nail this down, it this will carry over into every area of life. So I really, really want you to take notes. I want you to get these points. Um, I was about to say something, but it would be a lie. I was going to say I'm not going to take that long, but let's just be real. I, I, it always takes a while, so let's just let's just keep it real. So I want you to grab this. Take notes if you can, um, and I want to dive right into this. So six priorities that will make you a winner. Listen, we are meant to win, right? You ever heard that song? 
all I do is win. That's your portion, right? But you got to be a doer. You can't be a sitter, right? You got to you got to be willing to put your hand to something, but you got to work on the character that you have. It just those 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 things matter. You know, and I'm when I hit these points, I'm gonna tell you these are things I look for too. We're gonna be building a staff and growing this business, and I'm gonna be looking for people. And these are truly the qualities that I will be looking for in an individual to even consider bringing them on. They could have the most beautiful, amazing resume I've ever seen in my life, but if you lack any of these six points here that I'm gonna go over, I'm not interested. Okay, so hear me on this. Let's get right into this. So number one is hard work. You gotta be a hard worker. Listen. I always say this every day you know the bible says that the lord will bless the work of your hands are your hands even working are you even putting your hand to something so i talk about this when you when you know when you figure out what it is that you're called to do what it is you are to do in life or even if you don't think you figure that out yet put your hand to something there is something that you can do until you figure that out you don't just sit around and do nothing uh, in the meantime you do what you can and so you know again i'm going to be going back and forth between just like just day to day and then fitness because I really want this to help you within your health and fitness because everyone also needs to know health and fitness as a lifestyle. I don't care who you are. Doesn't matter male, female, how old you are. None of that. Um, so I'm going to sprinkle that in there too. So make sure you grab those points too. Listen, if you want to see change in an area, if you want to see change in your body, you must work hard. There is no way around that. And in working hard, it develops these things in you. That, which are some of these points I'm going to talk about today that are going to carry over into every area of life. Be a doer. If, if you don't write anything else down, please put that down. Be a doer. And a key to being a doer is doing regardless of how you feel. It doesn't matter how you feel. And that's why you have to really get your flesh under control because a lot of times your flesh ain't going to feel like doing nothing. Let me tell you, a lot of times I don't feel like working out. Sometimes I'm really excited about it and hyped up and ready to roll. And other times it's the last thing I want to do because I'm tired. And so... You have to really learn how to push beyond, live beyond your feelings, all right? That's the that's one of the most powerful things you can do, but you want to be a hard worker. You know, if there's, that's something that should be said about you. If there were people talking about you or evaluating you for a position or for anything, they'd be like, man, that person, yeah, they work hard. People want a hard worker on their team. And remember, the Lord blesses the work of your hands. So you need to be putting your hands to something. And if, if, on the fitness side of things, if you're not happy with where you're at, with your body and with your health, you need to be working harder. You need to put in the work and you need to put in the time. And I think was it last, the last podcast I did, I talk about quit saying you don't have time and, and you know, how to make time and, and get things in you need to do. So if you have an issue with time management, go listen to that. And I think over a year or two ago, I have a whole series about time management, which people overlook that stuff, which is annoying to me because it's those things like once you nail down that's how you become successful like you got to use your brain you know what i'm saying like let's not get so spiritual sometimes that we forget we have an actual brain that we need to learn how to use and, and things in life that we need to get really good at so let's let's be mindful of that all right so working hard you want to be a hard worker and this means that whatever it is that you do daily and then even in your health and fitness, you want to put in the work and that's going to always, always, always yield results. Also, I want to throw this in there. When you're doing hard work, don't look for applause. Don't look for attention because that's going to throw you off, which will lead to my next point. Point number two is focus. You've got to remain focused. So I'm just going to kind of like roll right into that with what I was about to say. You've got to remain focused. 
Don't lose your focus and be worried about who sees you working hard or nobody's acknowledged you working hard. Listen, I've ran into that before when I've been frustrated with stuff and, and I'm close with my mom and talk to her about a lot of things. And I was talking to her about it. She's like, Erica, that doesn't matter. The Lord sees what you're doing. And I want you to remind yourself of that. At the end of the day, always, always do things in a way that are going to be on point, whether anybody's watching or not. Don't live no secret, weird life of something else, or you're just a different person behind the scenes. But when you get around people and in front of people, you're really bringing it and putting it on. No, the Lord, the Lord ain't gonna, he can't bless that. He's not going to bless that. You want to have a good character through and through, right? Like we want to be like, we want to be like Christ as children of God. So you, you want to remain focused. So listen, when you focus, you have to take inventory of your life. You have to prepare and plan. Um, I talk about this in almost every podcast I do, you know, someone who prepares for things. What does the Bible say? You study and show yourself approved, right? Someone that's focused, someone that's not just showing up and winging it all the time. Don't be that person. You know, you can get to a place. Now, don't get me wrong. You can get really good at what you're doing and eventually in some ways, in some areas, do that. But my point is, these are the things you need to nail down and practice because that's actually how you get to that place. By having this, this now, this discipline, which will be point three, but I'm still on focus. This focus now is going to help you later. So when you're focused, you got to be mindful of the kind of people you're hanging out with and the kind of places you are. Listen, and this is really, I think I'm just gearing this toward when I say you're a winner, number one, you're winning by becoming a child of God. That's giving your life to Jesus. And let me throw this in really quick um, before I go any further. If, if you right now were to ask yourself, where would I go if I were to die today? Do you even know the answer to that? You know, so I want to give you an opportunity to give your life to Jesus, to give your heart to Jesus, because because these things are for children of God. And we do that by repenting of our sins. So you ask the Lord to come into your heart as your Lord and Savior, and then you ask him to forgive you of your sins. And just like that, he does it. He forgets about everything. He's not like people, thank God, you know, to where they want to bring everything and remind you of things or the devil that puts stuff in your head, reminding you of what you used to do and all that. No, the Lord forgives you. You are now when you say that prayer, you ask the Lord in your heart to, to forgive you of your sins. You are now a new creation in Christ Jesus. All things are made new. All old things have passed away. That's number one. So we got to start there to really experience the, the benefits of this. Now, I will tell you, anybody can work hard. I'm going to go ahead and read all these points off and then break them up. Anybody can work hard, focus, have discipline, accountability, consistency, and a good attitude and do well. In fact, what 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 annoys me is there's a lot of successful people really good at that stuff because those are the points that's how you win but i want to see children of god step it up and stop being lazy and stop putting everything on the lord or stop better yet stop blaming the devil for everything let's get real about it for a second whenever it's just pure laziness or people not doing right you don't want to get me started on how people will try to blame the devil for certain health issues when it was a thousand percent caused by someone not taking care of their body and eating poorly Okay, please don't go there. These are the things. So I, I guess today it wasn't meant to be like this, but we're just going to go in that direction. This is geared toward believers because we need to do better. You should be you should be set apart. You should be standing out. Okay, why why are people of the world winning? 
and doing better. Why? Because successful people have nailed down these things that I'm talking about here. So when you focus, listen, I'm trying to tell you when we, with the Lord, we can level up beyond anything you've ever seen around you. And that's, that's the kind of people I'm talking to today that, you know, God's called you to do great and mighty things, right? Things that we know you can't do without him. But in order for you to be used by him, you're going to be doing yourself a huge favor by learning these things and not just sitting back waiting for the Lord to just make it happen. So when we are focused, you need to take inventory of the people you hang out with, the places you hang out at, and the things that you are doing. And that needs to be one of the first things you do. So, and stay focused. Keep everything in front of your face. What am I working toward? Why am I working toward that? Okay, remain focused in that because you get around the wrong people or if you live by how you feel, you're going to fall off. And I don't want to see you fall off. I want you to say that I will not fall off in Jesus name. Come on now. I will not miss what the Lord has for me. That needs to, that needs to come out of your mouth. I say that a lot when I pray, I'm not going to miss what God has for me. Okay. And neither will you in Jesus name. Point number three is discipline. One of my favorites. This is a big one where we talk about learning how to not operate by how we feel. What I like to throw in with this is I don't do things because I'm motivated. Guess what? Motivation's attached to a feeling. So remember, we're not going by how we feel. So because I'm disciplined, I'm going to go work out even when I don't feel like it, even when I'm not motivated. Now, sometimes you may be, and that's great. And I always say, I don't try to motivate people. I encourage people because you can encourage people into this and help people become disciplined. And you become disciplined by practicing these things that I'm telling you, you know, by working hard, not just working hard every now and then all the time, being focused. And what does that mean? Having a plan having to know how to execute. Well, before you execute something, you need to even know what are we executing? How are we going to go about that? Right? So you need to, if you have a business idea, if, if you want to start working out, you know, you need to have a plan in place. You need to have a plan in place for the budget, to budget with your finances, to be a winner. Like you, you need to know what things are looking like. You know what I'm saying? Like in every single area. So you discipline yourself. I feel like there's we're, we're, we're losing that in our society today is discipline. And the Bible talks about discipline, even disciplining our bodies. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is so key. And I love having an opportunity to work with clients because I, I see that when people learn how to discipline their bodies and how they eat, because our flesh is so loud, especially when it comes to food and all that, like when you can discipline yourself, that only can carry over into all these other areas. And a lot of times people who are either like military or athletes are some of the best people um, to hire, to work for you and to do certain things because that they have that nailed down. So you want to be a disciplined person. You want to be a disciplined person. And that means you're not living off of motivation and you, you shouldn't be running around looking for motivation, right? You make a decision. We can use the word of God. And, you know, have scriptures, you know, when you wake up every day to speak out of your mouth and then allow your actions to follow because that's, that's extremely important. So number four, accountability. You need to ask yourself, do you have a mentor in your life? A pastor, um, someone in your career, someone in your field of work that you can look to and talk to occasionally. And when it comes to your health and fitness, do you have a trainer? Do you have a go-to person? That's important. And listen, with accountability comes investment. A lot of people are too cheap to even consider making an investment. Um, that's going to hurt you down the road. You need to learn how to set aside money and time to make these investments because it's just going to, the, 
what you're going to get on the other side of it's huge. It's going to help you tremendously. So accountability really helps you to become disciplined. So if you're someone who you find, if you find that it's very hard for you to be disciplined, or, or I should say, stay disciplined, live disciplined, then you definitely need to be willing to invest time and even money to have accountability in those areas that you struggle with. Um, and look for people, find people that are doing what you want to be doing and even better than you could do it. Those are the people that can help you and people that are really good at what they do. They want to help people. Okay. I was telling someone the other day, and I've said it a lot. When I hire a staff, when I'm looking for trainers, there are some people I'll teach and train up that are just starting out, but I'm also looking for people better than me. I won't, I'd love to have the whole team better than me. What do you think? Like you, that's what we're doing. Like the, what in the world? Like, are we going to keep leveling up? Right? So it's making that, that investment to say, Hey, I, I'm not, I don't know what to do with my health and fitness. I, I need accountability. And can I tell you as a trainer, that's mainly what, I mean, that I, I see across the board, that's what people need more than anything else. People need to be held accountable. And it's, it's amazing to see what it brings out of someone when they have accountability. They do things they never thought possible because they know someone's sitting there encouraging them, cheering them on, and also rebuking them, telling them what they don't want to hear. And if you have a problem with that, then we got to do some work. You know what I'm saying? We got we to gotta check that. We need to deal with that because you can't, you can't grow. You can't win if you're always getting offended. That mess has got to go. That's very immature. We got to grow up, okay? We've got to grow up and say, no, like, I'm going to learn here. I, I love it when, when I have a pastor or a trainer look at me and tell me like it is. Why? Because it makes me better. And I'm going to be better. Come on now. That's how we get better. So you can't be soft, right? You you cannot get offended. The offense, there's a book I read, was it by John Bevere? The Bait of Satan. What is it? It's offense. We don't need to live offended. There's a million reasons why we could all get offended every day. And trust me, times come. I get tempted. I've said, I was like, listen, I was about to catch an offense, right? I was about to get offended, but then I always get my heart, right? That's why I tell you, talking to the Lord all day is key. I talk to the Lord all day. I have set times aside that I pray and stuff. It's not the same every day. It's different, but I'm really just talking to him all day long. And uh, because, yeah, we could get offended over a bunch of stuff, but um, we need to get rebuked. We need to have someone telling us the truth to make us better. The truth in love, right? And look for, you need that in your life. Everybody does. So if you don't have that, put that at the top of your list and, and pray about that too. But don't just sit and pray. A lot of times we just need to be doing stuff. Some people sit and pray about something forever. No, go do. Find someone. Reach out to someone that can help hold you accountable in areas that you may find you're still struggling with. Okay? Because you don't have to live in a struggle. Remember, the struggle is over. We're not going to be get all wrapped up in that thing everybody says now the struggle is real no the struggle it's over okay we're winners all right and how do we do that by nailing down these six points here that i'm telling you so what do we have so far hard work focus discipline accountability and really ask yourself i really want you to get that out of this today is where do you have accountability in your life are there areas you need to make sure you have it if you don't at all you need to get on that immediately okay my favorite, one, two, three, I've probably said my favorite before because all of these really are, but let's see, one, two, three, four, five, consistency. Hello. If you know me, you know I talk about this all the time. I notice people who are consistent. 
that gets my attention. Again, things I'm going to be looking at whenever um, we're looking at hiring a team and getting everything running. Consistency. It is so easy. I say this all the time, guys. It's so easy to start something. Anybody can start something. But who sticks with it? Like, I, be the person where somebody looks and they're like, oh, there's so-and-so, they're doing that again. Oh, they're still doing that. And it's year after year after year because they're sticking with it. I've given the example a lot of this podcast right here. You know, I'm still learning how to do this. I never knew what I was doing. The Lord put it on my heart to start this three years ago and I started it and I never stopped. And do you know, I thank God that I never did this because I'm sure it's easy to do, but I thank God I never sat back and, and paid attention to like, um, I mean, I look at the numbers, like I see and know how many people have subscribed and like how many people listen and stuff like that. But I never looked at it in a way that like, oh my God, that's it. Like it didn't jump off or this didn't happen or that. Like some people will start something and because it didn't just like jump off like they thought it would, they quit and they lack consistency or they get lazy, okay? Because people are not disciplined and people don't plan and they're not staying focused and all the stuff I've already listed. You see how this all works together? That's what I'm talking about. So when you start something, see it through. I want you to say that and even write that down. When I start something, I'm gonna see it all the way through. And I want you to say, I'm a finisher. I'm a doer. Write all these things down. You need to be saying these things every day. All right. I'm a finisher. I'm a doer. All right. Remain consistent. We can become consistent as we work on the discipline, as we really master that whole not living by how we feel and do not do things for attention. Listen, it's very obvious when people do. Just get out there and do your thing. Everybody ain't got to see everything. Everybody doesn't need to know everything. The only reason I share a lot of the stuff I do is because of my career. My job is to help people. People are looking to me for certain things, asking me questions. That is my job. If it wasn't, I wouldn't even have social media, y'all. And some of you who just may have gotten to know me in the past year or two, that probably shock you for as much as I use it. But funny story, I didn't even have social media. I had like a Twitter account for a long time, but that was for sports stuff when I played, um, what's the football thing? Uh, fantasy football when I did that. But, um, yeah, I had a a coach, a business coach that was helping me. She was like, you, you've got to, you need a Facebook. I was like, what? I was like terrified. I was like, no, I don't want to do that. And then a couple years down the road, another friend, you need to set up an Instagram. I didn't want to do that. In fact, she ran it for me for a little while. And then I took it on and I like, I love Instagram. I actually like it better than Facebook now. So no, this isn't my thing. Um, I enjoy interacting with people. I like the platform. It allows you to reach people and help people and encourage people. That excites me and educate people about health and fitness. Um, So obviously there are great things about it, but don't look for applause. Don't look for attention. Don't do things for attention. Let me tell you this. When you do, whoever you are, when you do that, it's very obvious. Okay, I can look at trainers. I I have, and some of this could be discernment. I don't even know. Or maybe it's just I have a brain and I see things. I have no idea. But (laughs) I I can look at what different people post and trainers and stuff. Because we have to show certain things. And it's about our bodies and stuff like that as far as being strong in the muscles. And you can tell when a female is literally trying to teach you, encourage you, and educate you. And you can tell when, and there's guys, I shouldn't just say female. There's guys that do this too. And then you have people who you know for a fact they're so desperate for attention don't be that person always check your heart and check your intent you should do that even before you post there's been many of times 
I've wanted to like post things on Facebook. I'm not talking about pictures. I'm talking about say certain stuff. And I was like, don't do that, Erica, because you're intense wrong. It's, it's toward a certain person or a certain thing or whatever. Don't do that. The Holy Spirit checks me. And I'm like, ah, all right. You know, and I take it off. So think about that. When you are focused on the Lord, back to that whole focus, when you're keeping him in the forefront and you're in your word, it cleans all that stuff out, or at least it should. It should when you're truly pressing in um, and doing what it is that the Lord has you do. So do not do stuff for um, the wrong reasons, right? So remaining consistent, and that's that will 100% set you apart. Um, sticking with what you start. Remaining consistent with exercise. I did a teaching the other night for my Get Fit subscribers. I have as a subscription I have available only $10 a month, by the way. You should check it out. It's on the website, workofartfitness.org. Um, but I, I do a live Q&A once a month with everybody on there. And I was talking about a, the 80-20 rule. So keep this in mind, and hopefully this will help you with your workouts and your nutrition. Just focus on hitting it solid like 80% of the time. Don't go out when it comes to your health and fitness and strive for perfection because um, you'll fail every time be real like work hard but enjoy your life it should never be obsessive um i think i said this today when i did a post you don't want to neglect any of this but you also don't on the flip side you don't want to become obsessive it's not meant for that it's a part of your life not your whole life even for me as a career so you you know just hit it right 80% of the time. So that way, and what I mean by that is a couple of days off, fine. That's fine. Pizza with the family, cool. Like we're not doing that every day, okay? But we don't want to get to an unhealthy place to where we are so over the top obsessive and that you try to be perfect. And then when you fall off, it just totally shuts you down. Don't do that to yourself. Don't, don't do that to yourself. We just want to remain consistent and that is extremely important and I know you can do it. Um, and I think I've said my favorite on everyone. The last one, the final one, number six, this is so important to me, and I'm gonna finish out with this, you guys, is attitude. What's your attitude looking like? Um, a friend of mine reminded me of something I heard before the other day when I was talking about this. I did a video about having a good attitude. She was like, your attitude determines your altitude. And then I was like, that is so absolutely true. Your attitude will determine your altitude. It will definitely determine how high you go. What kind of attitude you got? You got a bad attitude? Huh? How, how, are, how are we doing day to day? Overall, how is your attitude? We need to check that. We need to see what's going on with that. Um, you know, life isn't meant to be, you know, mad, angry all the time, sad all the time. No, nobody wants to be around under that. People are attracted to, and when I say people are attracted to, I'm talking about opportunities that can come your way and all kinds of stuff. People who have a good attitude, people who are nice, people who are kind, people who are funny, like not someone dragging around, complaining all the time. I cannot stand to be around people that complain a lot. It is so absolutely draining to me. And listen, I, I can't really get down with folks who, now we're gonna, the things happen. Don't get me wrong. It's sad you have to see here and explain all this, but you do this day and time because the things people, why they want to twist stuff you say. But I'm not saying we don't, there's not hard things we go through and not hard times. not saying that. But listen, I 100% believe that should not carry over into your ministering or your work. Not at all. Not even a little bit. If I have all this, say there's a whole bunch of stuff going on in my life, in my personal life or whatever, but then I've got to get on and it's time for work. Those are two separate things. That's got to go. You don't drag that into what you're doing no different than when you're a minister. You don't take that to the pulpit. And people do that, unfortunately. They carry all their mess up there and then put it on the people. No. 
I'm telling you, as you encourage others, you yourself will be encouraged. Get out there. Put a smile on your face. We have access to the Lord. The joy of the Lord. What does the Bible say? The joy of the Lord is our what? Our strength. That's our strength. That's how we are able to to walk like this and talk like this and act like this. This is how we're winners. Come on now. We have access to all of this. We got access to stuff the world doesn't yet know they have access to. They could have it if they want it. But how are we going to tell, how are we going to lead these people to Jesus if we don't even act like him? If we're out here worse than the world, complaining and dragging and blah, 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 all this stuff's happening. How are you going to do that? No, we are, we have the ability to be what other people need and to bring that to them. Like every time you walk in a room, wow, she's always smiling, man. How is she always so happy? How is she always in a good mood? Like, man, I, I need some of that. Like something's different. What is that? It's the Lord. And we share that with people. And, and you know, you can't do that if, you dra- if you're dragging around, you know, and it's like, you don't want to be the person that when people get around you, they're like, what's it going to be today? You know, it's like riding a roller coaster. You know what I'm saying? Don't be that person. And you don't have to be that person. Um, your attitude matters. How you're speaking matters. Okay. Choose to have a good attitude. And if you're a, a parent, do it for your kids, man. Do it for your family because you changed the whole tone of the whole atmosphere in your house. You know, don't, don't be that mom or that dad who the kids are like, oh gosh, here they go again. Always up and down. No, I always say this. I want to always be, I'd rather be real far on the other side. I'd rather be so happy, you know, that my daughter's like, and when she gets older, she's like, oh my God, it was so annoying. My mom was so happy all the time. Good. Let me be that. I want to be that. I like, I always make sure no matter what I have going on, um, like when I wake her up every day and it's the same when I, when she goes to bed at night, that I'm happy. I make a point to do that and joke around with her and and try to be funny. Even if she doesn't really care for it, you know, I, I make a point to do that. Okay. We need to do that. We need to step it up. We need to step it up and we can listen in closing. Let me just go over these points one more time. You want to work hard. Okay. We need to be hard workers in order to win you want you need to focus there's there's certain places you shouldn't be i mean i'm gonna tell you straight up as a believer and i'm not gonna get into this right now but i'll be happy to at another time um you're not gonna find me hanging out at a bar for what why why i wouldn't be working in one either i'm telling you there's just certain we get to a certain point in our life we got to separate ourselves from certain things okay um there's just certain places you're not gonna find me you know you, you've got to be focused. You're either going to be focused or you're not. Okay. You know, you don't need to be up in the gym. And then every time you leave, you're getting a double cheeseburger from somewhere. What are we doing? Why? That doesn't make sense. We need to remain focused. What is the goal? What is it we're working toward? What kind of example are we setting for other people? Have we set ourselves apart? Do If you were to look at your life and take inventory, is it, is it an example of Jesus to other people? Okay. That's what we need to ask ourselves discipline living beyond your feelings stop looking for motivation we don't need to be motivated we need to be disciplined and you can do that and you can do that when you have what my next point accountability make a point to to make sure you have that in your life that you are accountable to somebody because if you're not accountable to somebody you will fall off you will get off track and very 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 likely you'll fall into sin okay because guess what you don't have to sin another thing so you're gonna get me all off topic and go over time here people think you know you know you're gonna always nope yep you don't have to and there's scriptures to back that so you don't have to fall back into sin 
there's a way to live beyond that and better than that. And you need accountability in your life and that helps tremendously to have accountability. So please make sure you make it a priority and even make an investment there is you have to, to have that accountability. Even like I said, if it's in your health and fitness, um, consistency, be, be a finisher, be someone who shows up and, and completes what you're, what you said you're going to do. Do what you say you're going to do. Don't say you're going to do something if you're not going to do it. Please. I can't stand that. Please don't do that. Remain consistent. Be the person when somebody looks at you, man, yeah, I see her. She's always doing that. Yeah, she always shows up. Yeah, she always works hard. Those are the clients that stand out to me. 100%. You always remember those people and you get excited to work with those people. You think of those people first and different things and opportunities. So I'm telling you, that'll open doors for you. All this stuff will open doors for you, especially if you put it all together. But consistency for sure. And my last one, attitude. So if you're consistent and have a good attitude, oh yeah, definitely doors will be open for you. And let me tell you this, even things, if you can nail all these things down, even things you're not naturally qualified for, these will open doors for you. I would rather, I could work with somebody and train somebody up and teach them if we're, you know, if we're talking about training or whatever, how to do stuff, how to do it. If, if they, if they had all these qualities happening for them, totally. Someone like that would be a joy to work with. You'd be thrilled to help someone like that. People don't want to help folks that don't have that. You can have, you can be so qualified, overqualified. And, but if you got a bad attitude and you're not consistent, I wouldn't want to deal with you. I could care less. I'd be like, no, thank you. No, I'm good. I'm good. We'll go next. <laughs> That's what I would say. Next. Let's do the next interview. All right. So listen, you can do this, you guys. Thank you for listening today. Get these points. Write them down. How to win at life, right? How to make you a winner. We are winners, but there's a part that we play to step into this and walk into this. And I want to see you win, okay? We are meant to be victorious. Hello, right? We have the victory, but make sure you're applying these things in your life, that you're a hard worker, that you stay focused, that you're disciplined, that you have accountability, that you remain consistent, and you have a great attitude. All right. So thank you all for listening. I'll be back on here soon. Make sure you, make sure you subscribe and share and um, have an awesome day, you guys. I'll be back soon. Hey guys, what's up? It's Erica here back again this week with the Work of Art podcast. And I want to focus on, for this week, focus on health and fitness and just kind of go over some of the questions. Well, things you hear all the time, things I get asked most frequently. So the title of today's message is how to lose weight and to keep it off. And listen, I'm not going to tell you some new thing that you've never heard before. Um, In fact, I'm going to tell you some pretty basic stuff that I want you to understand that if you nail this stuff down and learn how to become disciplined with these things in your life, it will benefit you tremendously. And you do not have to, no matter who you are, you do not have to live a life of going around the same mountain again and again, having to diet, needing a diet. Have you ever noticed, have you ever heard people who are like, oh, there's this diet I went on before. I'm going to go back on that to lose weight again. Well, if you got to keep going on it, I'm going to go with it's not working. Okay. We need to get back to the basics. And if you notice, that's kind of all I ever talk about when we're, whatever topic it is, it's really taking things back to the basic, working on those foundational things. But I truly desire to help people um, master this in their life because it's, I can't tell you, I mean, this is what I do for a living. I'm a personal trainer and you know, the conversations I have with clients on a daily basis, I mean, they're very similar. And what I find is that there's, I'm gonna give you a list of things here. And what I find is that somewhere in one of these things, or maybe in a couple of the areas, 
people are are um, are lacking. Okay, and you need to focus on. So if you can just get this in you, write this down. Maybe listen to it more than once. But keep this in front of you. I promise you, you will not have to battle um, a struggle with losing weight and getting to a place where you're happy and healthy. Now, the number one thing I need you to, to write down and be reminded of before we even get started is that this does not happen overnight. This may not even happen in a month. It takes time. So I always say if right out the gate you're, you're coming with the question of how long is this going to take? You've already filled, okay? And we're not going to fill. Come on. So we're going to go ahead and, and deal with that right up front. So we are not focused on how long this is going to take. And it's when people become impatient, that's where they mess up because they're looking for a shortcut. They're looking for, unfortunately, like a quick fix to, to just get to look a certain way, be a certain size or whatever. And listen, you didn't get that way overnight. That This didn't happen overnight. So if you can be patient in the process and learn these key things, you see it's in that process of all the things you learn to get that end result that you desire to see. That's where you learn the key things that's gonna help you maintain that for the rest of your life, okay? So that's where that's why I say people fail if they skip that part. And unfortunately, too many times than I'd like, I've seen people just do a lot of damage to their bodies, to their metabolism. Um, can a lot of it be reversed? Sure. Does it take a very long time? Yes. Um, there's a lot of other things that factor into that. So we're going to get into this today and I really, really want to help you. So please pay attention. Please nail these things down. Now, what I will tell you right up front is just like I tell clients when I meet with them, do not, if you're not doing any of the things that I'm going to list out here, do not try to do an overall overhaul, excuse me, on every single thing right away. That's not realistic. And let me go over something really quick. A uh, long time ago, maybe a year or two back, I did a um, podcast on like setting smart goals. I do just want to remind you quickly of what smart goals are. So anytime you are setting a goal um, and we're talking about with your health and fitness and even your weight, which we'll talk about. So smart just stands for it. So it's make it specific, make it measurable, attainable, my favorite one, realistic and timely. Just that's a key thing. Never forget that when you're when you're setting goals. Easy to remember. Um, and it's gonna help you whenever you're doing that. So oftentimes unless someone has a significant amount of weight to lose, I am not focused on the scale. I'll get numbers up front and in the beginning, but that is not where my focus and we gotta focus is we gotta focus on habits. All right, so the number one conversation I find myself having with people is sleep. And this is something for me, I'll tell you that I had to nail down within the last year and it's helped me a lot. I just reached a point, at least at my age, I mean, I'm 38 now, I have two kids, my youngest just turned 19 months. But even since I had her, it, it's helped me. Like I've realized I gotta have my sleep. I can't run off just a little bit of sleep like I used to be able to. And what you'll find is the... Uh, the problems it causes and the hindrance it is to you reaching your goals if you're not getting enough sleep. So that can change your appetite. Um, let me pull up my other notes here. And that, do you, let me let me tell you this while I'm pulling my notes up. Let me, let me tell you, this. there are times I will tell clients to take a break 
and you know, it can be for a week or so or however, however long and focus on a proper sleep schedule um, before we get back to workouts. And I know that may surprise you because my job is to help people work out and to exercise. But at the end of the day, if that's not in place, it's, it's minimal and you're limited to what you're actually going to get out of the working out. So it's some of the effects I've put down of sleep, uh, sleep loss, lack of sleep. So there's a wide range of, of ways that this really deteriorates like your health and the consequences of it. Like you have an increased risk of hypertension, uh, diabetes, obesity, depression, and then it gets really extreme with like heart attack and stroke. But then all this stuff, if it works together, that's just the direction you're going to be trending in. But even how it will raise cortisol levels, um, which again, you'll find, and that's also if you don't drink enough water, um, will cause you to gain weight. Let me pull this up here. So really focusing on proper sleep. So I would say at minimum, you got to see where you're at currently. And my, my thing is always this, because I know we got to be realistic with like life, work, what we have going on. Seven hours, I think is an excellent goal to have. I think it's realistic. If you're someone, Lord, if you're only getting four, I hope that's not the case. But if you are, you need to push to six like focus on at least six hours of sleep. So I always say seven to nine is the sweet spot. Um, and right there, when you start prioritizing your sleep, you're going to feel the benefits literally in every area of your life. Number two, most important, uh, water intake. And listen, here's the funny thing for me, when I have, if I feel like I always go based off how my clothes fit, not really the skill because the scale can fluctuate for a million different reasons. Um, I will look at how's my water intake been overall and am I, am I getting enough sleep? And a lot of times if I'm feeling my clothes aren't fitting the way that I like, those two things have fallen off a bit. So we always have to go back to the basics. So the goal, some people tell you a gallon. If you can hit a gallon, that's awesome. But I don't usually tell people that because most people aren't getting anywhere close to that. And again, we want to be realistic when we set goals. So half your body weight in ounces is a good goal, okay? I always tell people if you have a favorite water cup, it's, that's helpful because you carry it around with you and you're keeping it with you, therefore you're gonna drink it. Make it a habit, make it what you do, but keeping it with you is really gonna be the only way. And it is amazing all the benefits that you'll get just from drinking enough water. If you just adjust those two things before you even like hit the weights and start working out, you'll feel incredibly different <laughs> and better and again we need a clear mind like we have to take care of our minds and our bodies right to do the things and your tasks that you got to do every day like th that's why you don't want to be foggy and off and if you're not getting sleep you're you're kind of hindering whatever gifts it is that you have and whatever it is that you're supposed to do so i mean you gotta look at it that way like overall i mean quality of life i always talk about that with working out but again I know you always see me post workout stuff workout stuff exercise because most people don't exercise a very low percentage of people do consistently so yes that's what I talk about that's that's what I teach people but when I'm sitting down one-on-one -on -one with folks this is what we talk about and we always come back to the drawing board to take inventory to see how this is going and where we can improve things so that was water intake number three your movement how many steps are you taking a day um, I know you've seen probably in a lot of places, 10,000 a day is the goal. Uh, most people don't get anywhere close. 
start with 7,000 and 7,000 can be challenging to hit uh, even for me as a busy person if I don't have my walk in in a day it's, it's pretty hard for me to get at that 7,000 so start with 7,000 and that's why it's great to have a watch or Fitbit or whatever to track just so you can kind of get a good idea and I have a few clients who also who work from home who got like the um, the treadmill where you can have the desk and you can walk so you're not sitting down so much because just the movement in general you will benefit from tremendously so even people I have that lift weights and exercise I actually always have to go back and say hey how much movement are you getting in a day that way I can kind of see how much movement they're getting in a week so again have I said anything exciting no in fact I hope you're still listening but you guys you've got to nail this stuff down and this is for a lifetime Okay, and I get so aggravated when people are like, because people do it all the time. They'll sit back, oh, I knew you would just bounce back from having your baby, or I know it's easy for you. Oh, you're a trainer. This is what you do. And I'm like, wow, you think I just show up like this? You think I just like, you know, it's just easy? No, I sit here and I make sure I take inventory and I'm mindful of these things. And because of this, and I, I still have a few more points to go here, but I just want to say this because I do this. I never have to diet. I'm, I'm not having to run and look for the next thing. And it also takes patience. It, it really does. And so these are the things that we need to focus on. Stop trying to skip steps. That's not going to help you. Because if you skip a step, you're always going to have to come all the way back and start over. You try to skip steps, we're going to have to come all the way back and start over. So number one, sleep. At least seven to nine hours a night. First, kind of look and see where you're at on average and make the necessary adjustments. There's a lot of things we do in our days, even if we're busy, that's wasting time. There's a lot of wasted time. Let's cut that out. Let's eliminate that, right? See, see where you can make adjustments and like it's changing up the routine a little bit, which is a good thing to do. Changing those habits. Um, water intake, keeping, keeping it on you all day. Just sipping on it. Even when you stop and get your coffee or get whatever, keep your water with you and continue to drink it. Kind of keep track of like, okay, like however big your cup is, 30 ounces, 20 ounces, 40, whatever. Keep, keep track of how many times you filled it, how much you've drank, or if you just want to buy the really big bottle, whatever works for you. But start there. And I mean, I'm being serious. Like if all you ever drank in a day was like one little 16 ounce bottle, drink two today, drink three, but you gotta get started and stick with it. This is the kind of stuff I'm talking about. All right, keep being mindful of how many steps you're taking a day, keeping that movement in where you can. And that's why I tell everybody, I always post when I go for a walk, it's so simple, but to encourage people, hey, get out and go for a walk. All right, number four, my absolute favorite exercise <laughs> woohoo you're like oh yeah here we go so we want to you can actually you know strength train i say at least two days a week but really um three is ideal that's what i tell people that's a good place to start and i always tell everyone have at least 30 minutes of movement a day yes you can incorporate like your your walk with the strength training and say like if you're looking at how many exercise minutes you had today overall yes you want to be active and moving at least 30 minutes a day with movement and exercise so that would include either or but it's so important to actually have structured strength training that is why it's so key to invest in a personal trainer because the whole point of that investment yes you're getting someone to put together your workouts for you some people I've had, you know, they'll hire me in, uh, for years. And because they just like someone else is putting this together for them, awesome. You can do that too. 
But learning how this actually works, there's a method to this, there's a why behind it, there's a reason why we do the things that we do. And when you have a proper structure, you're gonna get really awesome results. So it is well worth the investment. And not only that, the, the accountability is generally the missing link for people. And it is worth um, having accountability in that area. And so if you guys have any questions on any of this, I would love to hear some of the questions you have because I, I, I'm, I'd love to dive deeper into this like, and get more into it. Another thing too, with your water intake, a lot of times people are constantly dehydrated or feel dehydrated because they need electrolytes. So it is wise to have like electrolyte packets to add them in your water. You only wanna do that once a day. And sometimes depending on which one you get, maybe just half the packets enough um, in your water, but you're gonna feel better and that's actually hydrating you. And that's very important. All right, so getting the exercise in. Number five, can you guess what this is? I talk about it all the time, protein, protein, and protein. All right, the goal, like I tell people, like how much should I have in a day? I'm like, well, on average, people should hit at least 100 a day. But I always reel that back in because, uh, again, a lot of people have no clue what they're having. So it's like, see, take a day, take a couple of days, see where you're at, see what you're currently getting in right now. And we go from there. So if, say it's 30. I, I hope it's more than that. But just say you find out, oh my gosh, it's only 30. Well, then let's set a goal to make it 60, right? Then let's set a goal, we'll eventually make it 80. Then we go to the 100, but you want to master that because it cannot be, again, realistic goal setting. You know, you don't jump into all, because this is a lot. If you're not doing any of this, and, and sadly, a lot of people are not doing any of it. And their health is tanking, okay? Because there's there's no way you can be healthy if you are not doing these things on a regular basis let's just keep it real that that's where it's at and i'm telling you i just this is so doable you guys and that's why i just drill this in all the time these basics you hear me literally say the same stuff over and over and over again and then i'll have people come up to me and they'll do it for like a little bit and they're like hey how much longer before i see this hey how much longer before that i'm like just keep doing what you're doing stay the course you know what I mean don't quit right so you just have to keep at it like that literally is the key and let me tell you if you were to stick with these things right here like being mindful of your sleep going for walks your water intake lifting weights you know three to five times a week eating proper protein even getting outside a little bit getting in the sun a little bit every day do you know do you realize in six months you could be totally unrecognizable hundred percent in a year from now it'd be nuts so six to twelve months is where it's at that is the sweet spot if you do this stuff on a regular basis and when I say regular basis I'm talking 80 20 okay and that's another key I want you to remember too now these are nuggets I'm giving you guys here like you may be like oh, oh whatever you know most people unfortunately you know what they want they want a magic pill People want to be against taking certain things and all that, but it's funny how, because of just what I call absolute laziness, nobody wants to hear it, but that's exactly what it is. Everybody, when it comes to your health and, and exercise and all that stuff and getting strong, people just, they wish they could just take a pill and I, it'd be nuts to see how many people line up for that if they could choose that over actually being diligent with the things I've listed out here today. Don't let that be you because there is joy in this because you will feel better, you will have fun, you will set an example for your family and it changes quality of life. 
because it impacts every single area of life. You, you develop, you're creating a discipline with a habit. And then it's the consistency, right? As you stick with it month after month. Okay, that's how that's how we have everybody talks about discipline, consistency. And I'm like, but really, are you though? You know, let me see, how are you taking care of your health and your body? Because if you can nail it there, I always say, if you are spiritually fit and you are physically fit, you will be absolutely unstoppable. And that's a fact. That is a fact. If you can gain and you can discipline in those two areas, you'll be absolutely unstoppable. And that's literally what my whole passion and vision is. With That's what work of art is, work of art fitness. You know, helping people uh, be at their best spiritually and physically, being spiritually and physically fit. Why do you think we have, listen, while we're on the topic, and I'll get back to the 80-20 thing in just a second, but while we're on it, okay, or while I'm on it at least, listen, the Lord prompted me very clearly in this past January during the fast to start a, a prayer call and to start it right away. Like literally heard from the word on, Lord on a Wednesday, boom, started it on the Monday, didn't really know what I was doing and just was obedient. Okay. I just did it. And I think, I think what is sad is how people are not consistent and people are full of excuses rather than just some get up and go. And you think, wow, people really need to step it up and get it together. Like we need to do some like killing our flesh a little bit. We got to get more discipline. Like that spirit man needs to get stronger. Like learn how to listen. If, if my schedule allowed it, cause I, I'm working most days at six, but we have prayer all the time early. I'm serious. And then I'd like to throw in a few like noon times or whatever lunch times, which is fine because I know all the different things. I know somebody's gonna pop in and say time zones or my job or this or that, whatever it is. There's always something, but overall, there's no reason why people cannot get on a 6 a.m. from 6 to 6.30 and press in in prayer. I mean, I think about me. I traveled yesterday and I hardly got any sleep, which is rare for me. But like I knew I got it after commitment. Um, no matter what, I could have, you know, say I went to bed at 4, which I didn't. But I'm just saying, if, I, if I'm leading prayer at 6, I'm going to be on prayer at 6 with a smile on my face. You know, pressing in, in the presence of the Lord. There's just, there's no, I don't do the excuses things, you guys. There's not one. And especially we're adults. We're adults. Like, we, we just, there should not be excuses. I mean, I wish people, there's just something about an athlete. Like, so many amazing things I learned from being an athlete that a lot of people need. And they would have really benefited from to have been involved in a sport or on some type of a team. And been coached a little bit and talk to maybe a little rough and push some. People need that because so often this day and time, people have become so soft. And it's like, no, we've gotta have this, this, this grit about us, this tenacity to like push beyond how we feel. Like it bothered, it would bother me if I realized I, I wasn't able to like push beyond a feeling. I'd be like, no, I gotta deal with that with my flesh. We are gonna deal with this, okay? Because we're able to. And again, all this, as every time I talk and I teach, I can't get through a teaching without pointing it all back to the Lord and our relationship with him. Why? Because that's where our help comes from and that's where our strength comes from in everything. I can sit here and give you point after point after point after point all day long. But then for me, as a child of God, that is where my help comes from and that is a strength I pull from and that is how I stay disciplined regardless of how I feel. The most powerful thing you can do is learn how to live beyond your feelings.
And that's that, that's where you gotta tell yourself, your body, I don't care how you feel, we're gonna get up and do this today. Talk to your body. Are you gonna let everything in your life rule you? Your mood and how you feel? Or are you gonna take authority and step up? That, and this is the thing, you guys, you just can't. I'm just not the type who can really sit and sugarcoat, like, for so long. Maybe a little bit, but like, it's just not me. It's just not, because that's not going to help you. You know, the, some of the best coaches I had in my life and growing up were the hardest and the toughest, and it made me better. And I want to see you guys, any and everybody listening to this, at your absolute best. I don't want to see you guys struggling with stuff. Remember, the struggle is over, right? If there's still a struggle, we've got to identify what is happening. You know, there's times things might get hard. There might be times we need a break from something. I get it, you guys. Some stuff can happen, some really hard stuff. I've walked through so many wild things with clients, man. People have been through challenging things in life, and I am right there with people, loving on people, helping people. What did I say at the, the start of this podcast? I tell clients, and I, a lot of people could tell you I've told them this. Hey, we need to take time off, and I need you to focus on a sleep schedule this week. I don't want you showing up for workouts. We've got to nail this down. I'm worried about your health. I'm worried about how you're doing. Let's get this together. I care about people. And when you care about people, you just you you can't sit back and watch people just be mediocre and get comfortable in that. Because it's just gonna constantly hold you back. You're gonna constantly have excuses, which are crutches, you know, and it's just like leaning on those crutches. Oh, I didn't feel like it. I don't know how that happened. I don't what are you talking about? What are we talking about? <laughs> there is a way to overcome. You make a choice, it's a decision. And then you follow that decision with action. And then once you follow that decision with action, you stay very mindful of what comes out of your mouth. You put a guard over your mouth. And there is no excuse why as adults, okay, adults, this is a problem. There's gotta be a point where we grow up, you guys. There, there just has to be. And I say this passionately, in love because I care about people. I want to see people at their best. And I get so frustrated with this because it's the simple things and people bail out so soon. Any fitness professional can tell you this. People just will, or the, or it's a lot of come and go, come, come and go, come and go. Why people, it's all feelings, 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 feelings. Oh, I'm feeling it. I'm on a high. I'm motivated. I'm this. That's why you don't hear me say motivation a lot. It's great to have things motivate us to get us going. But you, you got to have discipline. Motivation is a feeling and you're not always going to be feeling it. I need, I want to see the people who are showing up, whether they're feeling it or not. You know, I'm telling you, there is nothing like discipline and consistency. I say this, if I were to go back and listen to every one of these podcasts, I probably talk about, I probably say those two words, I would guarantee in every single podcast I've ever done. Because everything points back to that. So what if, what if we went over sleep? Water intake, walking, exercise, so sleep seven to nine hours a night. Water intake, half your body weight in ounces a day. Excuse me, I'm walking at least 7,000 steps a day. And you have to be intentional with that. Exercise three to five times a week. That's intentional time set aside to exercise. You can do it 15 to 30 minutes at a time. There's a way. So you telling me you don't have time, I'm not even listening. I'm gonna give you a solution if you allow me, but that's not, that's just an excuse, okay? 
it's just an excuse and you're not wrong for saying that that's why you hire someone like me you hire a trainer you hire someone to come in with a solution to help you so i, I do hear that a lot in consultations and then that's why i'm here to give people a better way okay um protein intake a lot of people are not eating enough i will say at this point in my career more often than not rather than me helping people and teaching people how to eat less most people aren't eating enough and, and you're doing yourself a disservice. You're really messing up your body with that. And so protein, I mean, if you're trying to get around 100 grams of protein a day or 30 to 50 every meal of grams, you have to eat. <laughs> but it's eating the proper stuff. It's being mindful. So again, it's being patient with the process, being willing to make an investment to someone who can help you. Okay. All these different things. You know, nobody has a problem investing in a seven, six, seven dollar cup of coffee every day. Um, junk food, eating out all the time, you know, none of that. But it's so funny when you start talking numbers for something like this, oh, I don't know, I don't have it. It's like, no, you do. It's just, where are you putting it? You know, wh where's your heart at? <laughs> and, you know, you can look and see where your money's going. You know exactly where, where, you know, where's your heart at? What are you doing? Are you willing to um, make adjustments for your health? And, and you should. Um, Again, quality of life, how long you'll live, adding years to your life, uh, quality years, I always say. So back to the 80-20, I'll close with this. So it's not when when I've when I've said this, and for some reason people don't like it, it makes people mad. I don't, I don't get it, but whatever. I'm like, the reason I've never had to diet, because um, I do what's called, we call the 80-20. That's hitting the mark 80% of the time. And then 20%, there's just the wiggle room for whatever. So I'm not the type of person, I don't overthink or stress having pizza with my daughter. I don't overstress or think, it's not like a big deal to go get ice cream. Do we do it every day? No, uh, every now and then. But it's not like I'm not some weird, oh, maybe you can get that, mommy can't have that. I just think that sets a bad example. Again, when we're doing, th okay, hear me out here, and I'm gonna try to close, but it's hard to, to keep this in. Uh, in a shorter time, unless I can make a few episodes on this, which I might do. Um, when you're, this is the whole point I'm trying to make here. Let me just drive this point home. The things I have listed out here, the things nobody wants to talk about because it's simple and nobody, and then it takes a, a consistency. It's because you do that all the time that you don't have to get weird about all the other stuff. Does that make sense? Okay. Because I'm constantly on top because, okay. Because I've stayed consistent in these things, right? Going through my list right here. Going through my list. Stay consistent, stay consistent, right? So I'm, I'm building up my body, my muscle, my metabolism, like all of that. So when I do these things, I actually don't want to do them as often as far as the kind of, the kind of stepping away from it, right? Having different things to eat, whatever, doing things a little differently, um, changing up how I work out, whatever, or less movement. It will not derail you because the majority of your time is spent getting it right. I don't like to call it cheat days. I don't like that terminology as you're making a choice. I just think all that is so unhealthy. I think, I wish I would have said that sooner because I don't know, because of people, see this just sounds like I'm just going off today, but I hope it helps somebody. See, a lot of people are so impatient. You can't really, you shouldn't do podcasts over 30 minutes. Why people aren't gonna sit and listen to nothing. So it's like you got to get your strong points in early on, which for me, the more I keep going, they come to me as I go. <laughs> so, oh, well, so hopefully for those that listen all the way through, you'll get this. 
So I don't like that terminology. It's unhealthy. And then when people are teaching their kids that, oh, it's my cheat day. No, I'm making a choice today. Hey, today I'm going to choose this instead of that. You know, it's, it's approaching food in a healthy way. And unfortunately, so many people grew up having unhealthy relationships with food because of different things in their homes and because of childhood. So now what you find is as adults, people are having to deal with these things. It's a little bit deeper than what we're seeing on the surface. And so again, and, and hear me out here, if you're listening to this and you want to be a personal trainer, you need to understand people. You got to love people, understand people. Because there's a lot of layers you're going to be working through with people. It is so much like ministry. I'm telling you, when you actually do your job properly, you're not, you are not just putting together workouts. So if you're listening to this and you listen to me because you want to be a trainer, take that, write that down and don't forget it. If you don't love people and if you can't be patient with people, then you don't even need to consider this because you're going to go, it's just like ministry. You're going to go around and around and around. You're going to see people, they get it and then they go away. They come back, they get it, go away, come back. They get it, go away, come back. Boom, it clicks. Okay. There's a lot of that. I wish people got it sooner. It reminds me of like all the things I taught my daughter, my oldest daughter as a toddler. And you feel like they're never going to get it. And then suddenly it just, it clicks and she's got it. She listens. She sits still. She does what I say, you know, and it was the consistency of over and over and over and over and over again. Okay. So. Let me go ahead and wrap this up here and I may go, I may have to, there's so much more I want to say, but I may have to go into another episode. So let me close you out here, you guys. So number one, you want to focus on your sleep and these are in this order to me. It does not have to be in a particular order. I like this order. Okay. I like this order just from my experience as a trainer and, and what I've walked through with many, many clients. Okay. So sleep seven to nine hours a night, water intake, walking, exercise, protein, and following the 80-20 rule and giving yourself a window of six to 12 months. But in that six to 12 month window, this is something you do for the rest of your life, okay? But when you master it there, it gives you more wiggle room. Because I'm strong, because I have more muscle, because I have a great metabolism, it does not derail me to have that 20%. Let me know that that makes sense. If it does not, hey, do me a favor, reach out to me email me at train, T-R-A-I-N, at workofartfitness.org. I am more than happy to answer your questions, you guys. I absolutely love what I do. I love to help people. I want to see people thrive in their health and fitness because you can, and there's there's a ripple effect, and you can impact your whole household, and that can go on from generation to generation, no different than people who have bad habits, and that also have a ripple effect, and it's just bad choices, and it go on. From generation to generation, you'll see that in families with their health, health issues, weight, and all that. Guess what? We have control over that. All right, so take back control. You can do this. Reach out to me, email me, message me at Work of Art Fitness on Instagram, or just hit me up on my email, train at workofartfitness.org. Come on, you guys, I do free consultations. I can take 30 minutes with you, go over um, these questions I have for you, answer questions that you have and help you, don't put this off anymore. It truly does come down to life or death, I'm gonna be honest with you, because you are either adding years to your life or you're taking years off of your life. So what's it gonna be for you? Ask yourself that today. Is what I'm doing day to day concerning my health, am I adding years to my life or am I actually taking years off? And then I want you to move forward based on what your answer is. And I'm excited to hear from you all. I would love to help you guys get started 
with a plan. I help clients all over this, all over the country. Um, I even I have options where I create programs after we meet. I create specifically for an individual because everybody's needs are different. And you run with it. You do it on your own. And we have follow up. I have people I see one on one. I have people I see on Zoom sessions. There's the space is limited for that. Uh, but it's, there's not always a wait list for it. So reach out to me and I would love to help you get started. I hope this helped you today. Take notes, put this stuff in front of you and go for it, you guys. Come on, it's one day at a time. You got this. Um, enjoy your day, you guys. I'll be back on here soon. Hey guys, what's up? It's Erica here with the Work of Art podcast. And check this out, you guys. I am very excited to be on here tonight because this is the 70th episode. Like, can you even, can we talk about this? Listen, it was hard for me to believe um, in June, uh, Work of Art podcast hit three years. That was kind of crazy because I remember, um, you know, feeling in my spirit from the Lord to do a podcast. Again, like I say about everything else, I had no clue what I was doing. Still don't to a point learning every day have lots to learn, but here we are. Um, thank you to those of you who have been faithful to listen. God, God bless you. Um, but here we are. And, and this speaks so much to a lot of what I want to talk about today. And one of my favorite things I talk about all the time, if you listen to me, and that is consistency. Um, 70th episode. I mean, like, come on, Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Like being faithful to what he's asked you to do. I'm going to talk about a lot of different things today. Um, but I really want to hone in on what's the last thing that the Lord told you to do? What is the last thing that you felt in your spirit to do? Um, if you're someone listening to this and you have not yet given your life to Jesus, you're like, what is she talking about? What is, let me, let me word it to you like this. What is the last thing that you felt that you were supposed to do that you haven't moved on that keeps coming up, um, and, and, and you just kind of keep pushing away, but it keeps coming up. I, I want to deal with that. I want to talk about that. I, w- I, I like to see people step into their purpose and to step into what God created them to do. Because guess what? No matter who's listening listening to this right now, God has a plan and purpose for your life. And if you want to know more about that, if you want to know how to tap into that, one of the first things you need to do, um, if you have not given your life to Jesus, or if you have, if you're backslidden, you ask the Lord to come into your heart and to forgive you of your sins. Say, Lord, forgive me of my sins. Wash me and cleanse me. Set me free. Um, And you turn your back on sin. Turn your back on the things of this world and you turn to Jesus. And and you repent and you move forward and you ask Jesus to come into your heart. And as you pursue a relationship with him, I'm telling you, (laughs) best decision I've ever made in my entire life. I'm telling you. Is the honestly the most incredible thing, and it's it, it really makes life a whole lot better when you have direction and when you have clarity. But even in that, what I want to see people operate in is this consistency. This this word I like to use that you don't hear a lot. I didn't even know if it was a word, and I had to look it up a while back when I was using it before in another podcast. Stickability. Okay, it's I like to use that word because it's the first thing that would always come to mind whenever I would talk speak on the topic. Um, of, let me look this back up, of consistency, um, which is my favorite. Yeah, it's right here, stickability. A person's, the definition of, if you think I'm crazy and you don't believe me, okay, right here, stickability. Uh, (laughs) A person's ability to persevere with something and staying power. 
Ooh, and guess what they have beside it? The secret of success is stickability. Thank you. They made my point for me. I mean, boom, right there, just when I pulled the definition back up. It's exactly what it says. A person's ability to persevere with something, stay, you have staying power. I like that. The secret of success is stickability. Come on, somebody. The secret of success. We may make that the title because mine wasn't that good. <laughs> the secret of success, I just have always liked that word, is stickability. It is what it is. All right. So we're going to jump into this. You know what? where this came from. Um, so this coming Saturday, the 7th, is going to be the one-year anniversary of the Walking Club. So those of you, if this, if this is your first time listening to the Work of Art podcast, I'm a personal trainer. All this stemmed from Work of Art Fitness, okay? That's what I do full-time. That is my career. I've done it for a very long time. And last year, um, after late summer... The Lord was dropping some stuff in my spirit, some instructions on some different things to do. And today I did a quick reel and was just, you know, telling everyone about um, to come out Saturday because this is the one year anniversary of Walking Club. And I was letting everyone know I wanted to talk a little bit more about that on this podcast. So, you know, because I know some people are like, you know, like, what does she mean? The Lord told her like, I know some people think that that's weird. I want to dive into that a little bit. So you better understand what I'm saying. So once you have a relationship with the Lord, you know, and you spend time with him, um, and, and that is spending time in his word, because the word of God is his will for your life, it'll give you direction, right? You'll begin to understand your purpose when you spend time with the Lord and build that relationship with him, because because that's what it is. You're going to hear from him. You'll, you'll know in your spirit what you are to do. And that's very important because what the world teaches you is to go by how you feel. And listen, what I teach all the time, if you listen to me, and it's even when I'm talking about fitness, but this very much applies to every area of life, is the last thing you want to do is go by how you feel. I might feel like smacking somebody, okay? I don't need to do that, right? Let's not go by how we feel. I may not feel like getting up every day, but I got to get up and work and be mom and, and do all these things. So the best thing you can actually do is to learn to live opposite of that. So living out of your spirit, you know, that's very important. Uh, and that's the short version of that with, without going too far into it. But, you know, the Lord began to deal with me a little bit. And, I, and literally, when I would hear from the Lord, it was the craziest thing. It actually wasn't in those times of prayer. Although there was so much time spent there with the Lord, it's just going about my day. Things would come up in my spirit. And a lot of times when I'm working out, and I was working out in my garage and it was just this prompting in my spirit and it was very clear and it was like, start a walking club. And this is about fellowship for people. People need this fellowship and people need to, to know the importance of moving. Well, the Lord had been showing me that. Listen, I've been training a personal trainer for like 16 years. I have been an athlete the majority of my life. And so I've always had a passion for exercise and fitness and movement and all of that, right? And, and teaching people how to get healthy and fit and strong. But I would say over the last four to five years, the Lord has been showing me how it's about him. And I, I don't know, I'm gonna be honest with you. And maybe maybe it's just where I needed was naive, but like maybe five, six years ago, I wasn't asking the Lord questions about business. I, I think maybe I had separated the two, honestly. And the Lord began to show me, no, this is also a ministry. And you know, I then, the Lord was showing me, <laughs> actually this happened a few years prior to the walking club thing, um, that his people, his children need to prepare themselves physically for what he desires to do through them spiritually. So really 
I mean, let's just keep it real. People need to get fit, okay? Like, he's like, look, people need to exercise. People need to take care of their bodies. And I got excited because I'm like, wow. And then what the Lord began to show me and speak to me was back to the basics. Teach people the basics. Because what can happen, and this can probably happen in almost any field that someone is in, you begin to see all the things around you. You see social media. You see all this stuff and everything's changing and everybody's seeing this and that and the next cool thing or the next whatever. And sometimes you might just find that you're thinking, gosh, am I just, do I just not have it? I don't do any of that. But the thing is, you don't need to. It's back to the basics. People need to get really good at the basics and never stop doing the basics because they work. It's like the word of God. You don't need to go in and change it up. It is what it is. It works. Apply it. Okay. That's what health and fitness is, you guys. We learn better ways to do things, but the basics still remain. At the end of the day, it's doing the same thing over and over and over and over again. Okay. And that's what this whole thing is about. So the Lord began to show me that. And then he began to show me that his people need this. (laughs) And I'm like, wow. And so this all kind of began to unfold for me over the course of a few years. But what was really interesting to me was last year, that had to be in August. Was it August, September? I don't know. It was late summer um, uh, when the Lord showed me about the walking club. And I remember seeing faith, fitness, and fellowship. I think it's in that order. I'm not sure. Um, And I'm like, okay, this is cool. And so... I knew it was about, this is what I, this is what I remember when I was sitting down thinking about it. A lot of people want to get out and do stuff, but here's the thing. People are not going to get out and do something by themselves. Let's just be honest. They're waiting for an opportunity for a group, for something to belong to. People want to belong to something where we're made that way. And I'm like, you know what? It's just something simple. It's obviously free. You just come out. It's creating a space. It's creating a space for people to come And you know, it was really cool. I set it up for just once a month on Saturdays. There's a place here in Tampa. And if you're local, you need to come out. It's, um, we meet once a month at Armature Works on Saturday mornings. And everybody, and everybody's welcome. And I remember setting that up and I was like, okay, I don't really know what I'm doing. I don't really know what's happening, but here it goes. I'm just being obedient, doing what the Lord says do. Now, here's a point I want to make, um, about stickability that's really important. I need to drink some water. (laughs) So this is the most important thing I want you to understand here, okay? And this is what a lot of people, where they miss it in their walk with what the Lord's asked them to do. So I was all excited about it. I knew I heard from the Lord, right? So I announced it, set it up, all this. Was like, okay, I'm showing up. This is going to be great. You know how it is. You tell people stuff. People always say they're going to come. You know how that goes. And then I get there. Y'all guess what? One person showed up. One. So listen, in that moment, (laughs) it's funny to think back. You feel all kinds of things. I I don't know how to explain it. Like a a lot of things. Okay. And and the person that came out um, wasn't really in the condition to even do a full three mile walk. And so what I did was I, I just did as much as they were able, walked at their pace they had a lot of things going on in their life and I took the time at the end to just sit and talk with them and pray with them. And that was it. That was the first meetup. And I got in my car and my daughter, it was me, I have two daughters. Um, and at my oldest at the time, <laughs> one was a baby only a few months old and then Olivia's older and she was nine. And I, she could tell I was kind of bummed and she was like, mom, that this was for her today. 
I was like, what? She was like, this was for that lady today. This was awesome. Why are you acting like it was bad? And, and you know, it gave me a whole nother perspective. And then I started thinking about ministers who, you know, there's places the Lord has told them to go and they go and there's hardly anybody there, but that doesn't matter. The Lord said, go. And your job is to give it all you've got, whether there's one person or a thousand people. And you know, I learned a lot that day. I really did. And I just kept, it taught me so much. And, and I learned, you know what, this is when the Lord says, do something, you just keep going. And well, however, everything else pans out, it doesn't matter, you know, and something else I had learned to pray, um, from listening to pastor Jonathan Shuttlesworth. It's like, you know, people are asking the Lord for things, but are you giving him anything to feel like feel as an F I L L feel. So like, I'm like, man, the Lord has told me some different things I need to do, so I got to do it. So number one, the walking club, that's something that can be filled. And then there was, and I'll talk briefly about something else I started. There's a subscription I started. It was an idea I got from the Lord. So boom, now we have that to fill in these different things. And so, and then the Lord had told me to do the podcast years ago. So there's all these different things. And so it's like, I say to you, have you, are you, have you done the last thing the Lord told you to do? And were there things that you did or started to do, but you didn't stick with it? Because maybe like me, that first day, that first meetup, it didn't, it didn't go like you thought it would. <laughs> you were feeling some type of way. And so you're just like, forget it, man, I'm not doing this no more. And you just kind of left it alone. And, and, and all these excuses came up in your head. Oh, maybe I didn't hear God. Or maybe this is the main thing people do. Or it's not for now. It's not for now. Maybe that's for some other time or I'll sit this over here. I'm telling you guys, that's not it. You stick with it. You do what he said do and you don't quit or stop until he tells you the next thing to do. Otherwise, you just continue to do it. No different than the podcast has continued to go on year after year after year and I'll just keep doing it year after year after year. You know, the walking club will just keep going. The subscription will continue to grow and and develop and, and all those things that the Lord will do with that. And so that's the key. Like people, I I don't understand. Like people start stuff and we just think everything's just supposed to pop off. Let me, let me tell you something. The whole secret to this whole thing, right? And and growing and learning. It's just like being in the gym. It's just like working out. People just want to show up and we all do. I'm putting myself in that category too sometimes, right? We just want to show up and we want to say we did what we were supposed to do and we get in there and we just want it to work right then and there. But can I tell you, oh my gosh, can I tell you what all the Lord has shown me and taught me through this past year of just doing these simple things that he's asked me to do. It's like he's given you a task. Now, a task, excuse me. Are you going to be faithful with that? Can he trust you? You know, when I was, um, I always do a 21 day fast at the start of the year. And just at the start of this year, 2023, I did the fast in January. And do you know the scripture I kept that kept coming to me, the Lord kept showing me was be faithful with the little. I'll give you much. Be faithful with the little and I'll give you much. Be faithful with the little. And that's what I kept hearing. And I'm like, okay, Lord. Okay. Because, and then what I, what I really noticed is most people are not faithful. People want to go from just however things are to what they want it to be. You know how many times I've heard women and it just makes me want to like, I know this is going to sound so bad. It just makes me want to like throw up like all myself. I know that sounds disgusting, but I'm just saying when I hear, cause you hear all the time women complaining, I wanted this by now. I'm mad. I wanted to be married. I'm mad because I can't do this. I don't want to be single. Oh, man, 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 man. And now you just sit there and you're like, I can tell you what your problem is. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I just want to be like, are you done yet? 
Because here's the problem. People, their mouths, people complain and you, you don't step back for a second and learn in the season that you're in. There, there's, a, there's things the Lord's trying to show you to help you. And, and people are prolonging these, these times in their life and they're, they're, they're saying, oh, it's this season. And you just want to be like, I mean, it ain't meant to be that long. You know what I'm saying? Like there are things that, that really the Lord wants to do for you. He, he wants to bless you. And I mean, I know that might be tough to hear, but you guys just trust him. Trust the process. What, whatever happened to developing your character and, and the fruits of the spirit? You know, things like that. Do we, do we not talk about that in the Bible anymore? Are we not going there anymore? Or we just want what we want, what I want. You know, God forbid, you know, you actually got to work on something and he prepare you for it. I mean, hello. That's all I kept hearing. And I'm like, okay, Lord. And it's like, be faithful with a little, be faithful. And so that's what I continue to do. And I know I've talked about this in previous podcasts. I'll just go over it real quickly or very quick. Is the Lord showed me during that fast this year, start a prayer call. This is another good example, you guys. Let me use this. I wasn't going to talk about this, but since I was just reminded of it and I'm thinking, okay, I don't know how to do that. That's terrifying to think about praying in front of people, leading it. What the heck? Okay. Now listen, just just so you feel me here where I'm at, like, this is so funny to talk about this now too. I'm thinking what, when? And so I knew when the Lord instructed me when to do it, time to everything. Monday morning, 6am. Okay. And I'm like, okay, I'll start it sometime, you know, whatever. And then I knew it was like a, just a check. It was strong in me. It was like, do it now. Okay, so I heard that in my spirit on a Wednesday. This is mid middle of fast in January. You guys, I started that prayer call that very next Monday. Because I'm like, oh, snap. I'm not playing with this. Okay, I, I, I'm not playing around. Like the Lord says, do something, do it. Okay. And you're pressing in your fasting. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, yes, you know. And... I just, all I knew to do, because I use Zoom for work, sent out a Zoom link because it's for um, work of art clients. And so I sent that link out and I just invited everybody on. I said, it's going to be from 6 to 6.30. I'm leading prayer. And I just started doing it. That's it. I don't have nothing else to tell you. I mean, that's it. So I put it on and I have, can I tell you, I've done it every single Monday ever since. And here we are in October and I will do it in the morning. Um, on October 2nd. So, and I, and I'm learning as I go. And can I tell you when the Lord, when the Lord tells you to do something, you know, you sitting here thinking, Oh, this people must need this. This is no, he's helping you. He's growing you. He's getting you ready. Listen, can I tell you that it blesses me Monday mornings? I leave here taking my daughter to school, like flying high, feeling better than like ever. You can't even explain it. It's so wild. Now I get up at five. I get up at five every day. Or Monday through Friday, don't feel like it. I'm like, oh, there's times, listen, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm like, oh my gosh, I wish I didn't have to do this this morning. And you guys, when I get off that at 6 30, I'm like, God, I feel so good. I could just keep praying. I could just keep going, man. This is so good. I, I can't even begin to tell you how much it has blessed my life, what it has done for my prayer life, how much it has grown me up. Like, it's so crazy. I don't even know how many prayer calls it's been now. I would have to go back and like count. But isn't that wild? I haven't really thought about it that much until talking about it right now. Like what it's done for me, how it's matured me in the spirit and my my prayer life and walk with the Lord and just how I look forward to it and what it's done for some of the ladies. Now, I'll tell you this. You ready for this? Again, that was another instruction from the Lord, correct? Guess what? It never really jumped off. 
they did it. I have faithful people that always get on, but it never really took off to like a big amount of people on at one time. Not all at once. People rotate in and out and certain people stay on it every Monday. And it, I keep getting text message from them. And it's really cool. It, it encourages me a lot. And they just talk about how blessed they are, what they're getting out of it and all this stuff. And that encourages me. And I'm thankful for that. So again, through starting up the walking club, through like starting up this prayer call, none of it, if we're looking at numbers, it never did a lot. Like you get what I'm saying? As far as how many people. But what I can stand on is the Lord said to do this. And I did it. And I'm seeing what all it's done for me and how the Lord, the Lord's preparing me for something. Now the walking club's been a hit. It's been absolutely amazing. That gradually took off over time and it's been wonderful. And it's been really cool to watch how the Lord has, has grown that and what he's doing with that and how it's also, it's about to expand to a few different cities. And that's the vision for it is for people and anybody listening to this, grab hold of this and reach out to me if, if this is you. I'm looking for people to start the walking club in different cities. You just create a group. Um, it's work of art fitness. We, and you lead the group and you just have a place you guys walk once a month. And if you want, and I can go into more details about that. If you want to be a part and, and start doing that, I truly love to see it connected to churches. Um, I find it's really hard to get churches to want to do anything with fitness. Um, and I'd like to see that change. Do you know that's another thing that's been really hard for me is the Lord like was showing me this needs to be connected to churches. And I'm like, Lord, churches don't want it. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's crazy. I'm like, Lord, why? When I was just minding my business in my career, doing my thing, like I was in church, but I, my business had nothing to do with church. You get what I'm saying? Like two separate things. It was fine. Everything was fine. It wasn't hard. And now the Lord's like wanting me to connect this to, to believers in the church. And it's like, it's like breaking a wall down of religion or so. It's wild. And I'm like, now I know why the Lord told me a few years ago, like his people need this. Because for some reason, man, a lot of Christians don't want it. And we're having to break through that to help people, you know, and it's so wild. Like I'm always learning so, so much. And listen, if you allow the Lord to come in and guide you and teach you and grow you up, he can prepare you for such great things. But what I'm asking you today is, are you trusting the process? Are you sticking with the process? And what did I say earlier when we read that definition? The secret of success is stickability. So number one, the first question is, did you do the last thing you felt to do? That the, or the last thing the Lord told you to do. All right. And then number two, did you stick with it when it didn't pan out the way you thought it would? If it didn't go just like you thought it would go, if it didn't jump off the way you thought it should jump off. And you see, if you get so focused on that, you're going to miss what it is you're to learn in the process. And the, I'm telling you the best, it'll humble you. And that's what the Lord needs done to promote you. Hello. You need to be humbled. Pride has to go. Okay. <laughs> Say bye-bye to pride. And a lot of times people don't think they have it. And they do. Okay. The Lord did walk me through all that fun stuff. Not really, but meaning not really fun, but we walked it out. Okay. Get it done, man. Get it done. Let the Lord get these things out of you. Don't you want to be promoted? by the Lord into great things that he has for you. Let him get in there, man, and do the work. I, I'm so, like, can I just rant for a second while we're here and while you're listening to me, if you still are? Um, I'm so tired of, like, these titles, y'all. 
I don't know what year it happened, but I just began to notice it not long ago. Like, what's with... Dude, if you're bored and you have nothing to do, go to, like, Instagram and just randomly start clicking on people's names and look what people call themselves, y'all. I'm like, what is even happening? Number one, one of the most annoying things is everybody attaches what they do with faith. So for example, with what I do, I'm using myself for example, I'm faith and fitness, right? That's what my whole platform is, is what it's been for a hot minute because that's what I teach, that's what I do. You will see people attach faith to something and people ain't even living for Jesus. That's my point. That's what, that's the whole point I'm trying to make. So it'd be like if I was out here living in the world, living crazy, doing my own thing, really nothing really having to do with the Lord if he was like a side thing, but throwing faith on it. That's what, that's just what's out there right now. I don't understand it. Number two, um, it's the title thing. I'm nothing wrong with being a public figure and influencer, all this different stuff. But like, if you're neither of those things, but like, that's your, that's what you say you are. I'm confused. See, here's what I wish I'd want people to grab hold of. Why don't we actually be those things and we not have to put it up somewhere? Because if you're actually those things, people would just see it on you because it's what you are. Hello, come on, do you hear me? Like, why are we in this generation where we're out seeking these titles? It doesn't, it's not helping you. It's making you look bad. It's not gonna take you to the next level. It's not gonna bring you promotion. Hello, if anything, it's probably gonna slow you down. It's probably gonna postpone that thing God has for you. What is the thing with that? I mean, I just don't honestly, like, do you know what business coaches over the years, for many years would always have to encourage me to do stuff? I never just felt like doing it. I didn't even have social media until, gosh, four or five years ago. Instagram only a couple years. And it was like pulling teeth to get me to do it. Now, actually, I really like Instagram. I have a lot of fun on Instagram. I love doing reels, videos. I love all of that stuff. I've learned to really, I just enjoy it. It's such a great way to reach people and get a message out there. So that and to like teach people about fitness and stuff because that's what I'm passionate about. So that's really fun. Um... But, oh, yeah, man, I, I didn't want none of it. None of it. Oh, gosh, you have no idea. I actually think in a meeting with someone, I actually cried. I'm not joking. Because that's how bad I didn't want to get involved in all of it. Just so you know. Just throwing that out there. So, And then you look, and I'm like, man, people are just like holding themselves back. People are all over the place. People start one thing and you're like, oh, cool. So-and-so is doing that. And then boom, you don't hear about it anymore. And then next thing you're over here doing another thing. And then, oh, you don't hear anymore. And then there's something over here. And then it's just danger zone, you guys. Dangerous. You don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. You know, things don't have to be that complicated. They really don't. Wasn't there a song? Please, I don't know where this just came from, but it's like, why you got to go and make everything so complicated? This was in a movie my daughter and I watched, I think, last night or the night before. I'm not going to sing it because I do not want to hear myself singing on here when I go back and listen to this, okay? But don't go and make things complicated. You know what I'm saying? Like, why? We don't have to. We don't have to. So be, <laughs> stick with stuff and quit looking for applause. Quit looking for attention. Let me let me close and just focus on that. And I can rant a little bit about that, y'all. Cause oh my gosh, it's so crazy. Like, stop looking for attention. Only thing you need to be focused on is the Lord, his attention. Hello? Why does all the other stuff matter? Promotion comes from the Lord. Why are we looking at everybody else? Why do we care so dang much about what everybody else thinks? Why? It is the biggest waste of time. And I think, 
I just imagine the devil sitting back and laughing when people do that because it, you know you're not focused when you do that. You're totally off track. You know you're not fully fulfilling your purpose, right? And it's just like a joke. Like what are we doing? Um, I just, I don't understand. Like it's wake up, focus with a plan, knowing what you're working toward. You know when when you remain consistent, you have stickability. It, it, you're going to be set apart. You're going to stand out when you remain faithful and when you don't waver. You will have open doors in your life. Promotion will come and great things will happen for you. That is how those things happen. And it's when you're just minding your business, man, doing your thing. And boom, a, a, an opportunity opens up that you never even thought of. You're like, man, that's really cool. Man, I can't believe they'd asked me to do that. Wow, God, that's that's awesome. This is crazy. I've been asked to do stuff before, you guys, and I was so overwhelmed by the goodness of God. I've sat and cried like a little girl. Like, I can't believe, Lord, that you would do Oh, my gosh, thank you. You know, I've done that because you're just overwhelmed. You know, because you've just been staying faithful, staying the course. You know, keep doing those podcasts, y'all. You don't know what God's going to do with that. You don't know who's listening to it. Heck, you can even go back and pull your material in. And there's books in your podcast. You've got books you can get printed based on stuff you taught. You, you've got teachings you can pull from to teach. When you have opportunities to teach, it, it's just so much. But yet you were worried about how, how many plays you got, how many people liked it, how many people listened to it, and you quit. Why, though? When are you going to put in the work? You know, th this is one of the things I love about being an athlete and working hard for something because it teaches you so much, man. It teaches you a work ethic and a discipline that can that you carry over into every area of life. And, and it's just something that's so special. It's precious and it makes you different. You know, I always said training even people that are older, older and elderly adults. I could always tell when I was working with someone who had been an athlete or former military. They're the most pleasant, most wonderful people to work with. You know why? They listen to you. They don't say nothing back. They just listen and they do great, you know, and that's how we need to be, man. That's, that's, that's how you need to be. Like, I'm just, I'm telling you, and, and let me finish with this as we're going to finish with rants, you know, in the closing here, um, <laughs> you guys, it's just like in your fitness, like if you would just focus on the basics, all these things in life that we are to do, they'd be enjoyable. You would just have joy. And I'm going to keep it real right here. And you, whether y'all like it or not, it doesn't really matter. You know, if you quit worrying about how big your behind is, let's just, I'm just being real. I'm giving you some real examples. You don't know the conversations I have with people every day, okay? I talk to a lot of people that I help with their workouts from all of them. You know, if you quit worrying about how big your behind was or how small your waist was every day, and you just got in the gym every day and remain consistent and just follow the plan and do what the heck you're supposed to do. You will see the results you desire to see. The problem is people are focused on the wrong things. Now, don't get me wrong. I ain't saying we can't have goals. Of course, I have very specific goals for myself. Things I want to change. Things I want to work on with my body. Of course, who doesn't? Great. Not a problem. But what happens is people get so laser focused on these things. They're missing what actually matters. They're missing it. And sometimes, let me tell you, here's a great example. Follow me here because it's an excellent analogy if you catch it. People get so focused on this stuff 
and they've they've heard all these information from so many different places like i just gotta lift as heavy as i can i gotta get pr 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 i gotta keep getting getting heavier heavier and i'm over here thinking and this happens with a lot of people y'all and if you're a trainer listening to this you know exactly what i'm talking about and you're thinking oh my god there's so many other things that are extremely important about excuse me important about lifting weights and exercise other than just lifting as heavy as you possibly can there's like a million different things we need to focus on outside of that And sometimes people can get so stubborn and hard-headed that they can't even receive your expertise or your help because they're so laser-focused on this nonsense they got in their own head. And what do you do in a situation like that? Cool. I'll just give them that. All right, cool. You ain't listening to me. So I'm just going to give you the kind of plan. If you are a trainer out there listening to this, you know what I'm talking about. And they're missing out on what they could learn from you. And that's exactly what people do in life. They get so wrapped up in their mess that they've got people around them trying to help them to speak into them that have solutions, things that's going to benefit them for the long haul, that's going to help them step into what they want to step into and are supposed to step into and they miss it because they're not listening. They're too focused on nonsense. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, I I hope you catch that and that's going to help you. I call that maturity. When you mature, you quit doing mess like that. It's the immature. It's the naive who act like that. And that can be at any age. Age has absolutely nothing to do with it. Nothing at all. And you know what? With that being said, I'm going to do a part two this week because there's no way it's all, <laughs> there's no way I can talk about all this in under 30 minutes. It's impossible. Um, and if you guys are still listening, well, praise the Lord. Thank you for listening. But I'm going to do a part two about this. The secret of success is stickability. We're going to do a part two. I've got a lot more I want to say, you guys. There's there's so much more I want to dive into here because I want to help you. Do you know my my heart's desire is to see people step into their full potential of what they're capable of to fulfill the call of God on their life, to fulfill their purpose, their assignment, okay? Um, I love to help people physically get to a place they didn't think was possible, and that pans out really into every other area of life when you learn and create and have a discipline in your physical fitness Um, because I do believe we need to be physically and spiritually fit and you'll be unstoppable what What? absolutely unstoppable very few people have both it's very rare and because let me tell you what happens a lot of times you see people when they're introduced to the physical part they go like so far with it and go like way over the top and then you gotta but then my job is like this whole other thing where I'm trying to reel them back in and I'm like y'all it ain't it ain't that serious like let's just let's just let's just add fitness into our lives and people get like crazy and weird and addicted and it becomes a whole thing but I'm not gonna get too far into that because I can talk about that on the next episode um I can do a part two of this but Y'all, it's just, just do what the Lord said to do. Do that last thing you felt to do and just stick with it. Listen, if you don't do nothing else, just be the person that doesn't quit. And I'm telling you, you, my friend, will stand out. Okay, these are the kind of people I'm looking for. Um, I'm looking to, within these ne- within less than a year, definitely within the next nine months, I'm looking to develop a team. And I'm looking for very specific people Um, there's a lot of things I sit back and I pay attention to and it's, it's, you just watch how people act, man, how people talk, how people carry themselves. Um, yeah, I'm telling you consistency stands out. People who don't buckle under pressure, people who don't fall into the world and sin under pressure, people who you can trust, people who you can count on. And I know some people might be like, well, gosh, Erica, that's really asking a lot. No, I know it exists. 
And I know work of art is going to have an awesome team and a staff that's, that's going to be a group of people that are going to help many, many people go to that next level. And so that stuff I'll talk about later on too at another time um, is what we're looking for as we expand this, this brand and the, the mission behind what work of art fitness is. So, but um, I'm going to come back on later this week and let's do a part two of this. And just talking about stickability, remaining consistent, um, and how to go to that next level in your life, man. I'm telling you, it's this is it. So remember that. The secret of success is stickability. What is the last thing that you felt in your spirit to do? And when what I want you to do is after you listen to this, sit down, write this stuff out, man, and start taking those steps. I don't care how small it is. You just start moving in that direction and watch what the Lord does. All right. God bless you guys. Thank you all for listening. I'll be back on here later this week. Don't miss it. Make sure you subscribe, share this. Have a great week, guys. I'll be back on here soon. Hey, guys, what's up? It's Erica here with the Work of Art Podcast, and I'm excited to be on here. It's been a minute. Um, I try to come on at least once a month, and uh, I just really want to focus on it being the end of the year, you guys. Here we are coming up on December and it's time to really get focused. Now, what I'm going to talk about today, this is something I'm very passionate about. And if you follow me on social media, on Instagram at Work of Art Fitness, um, I've been talking about this a lot just this week. And it's the question I have for you is who will you be? Which person will you be? There are two types of people, you know, coming up on the end of this year, going into a new year. And those two people do one of two things. They either say, you know what? It's the end of the year. I I never really tapped into anything I'd planned on doing. I didn't do much. You know what? Let's just slack off and just take it easy. You know, at the end of this year, I'm going to start fresh in January. Or you have those who say, you know what, man, I've got, you know, five, six weeks left in this year. I'm going to give it all I got. I want to see how much I can get done. And I'm running with momentum into this new year, into 2024. I'm not going to be like everybody else. I'm not going to be like the world and and set a new year's resolution and wait. And I will tell you this. I'm going to go ahead and just jump into this, you guys. I'll tell you this. Um, People who typically, you know, get to the end of the year and they say, you know what? I'm just going to take it easy. I'm going to slack off. Maybe next time, maybe next year. Keep putting stuff off with whatever it is, the dreams that they have, health and fitness, um, and different things they wanted to work toward in a year. Typically those people do the same thing again the next year. If you never grab hold of this and make that adjustment, you're going to find yourself doing the same thing year after year and not really seeing the change that you desire or the growth in your life. And you got to be honest with yourself. You know, now is the time to do what I always talk about. You guys who listen to me is, you know, take inventory. You got to take inventory and be honest with yourself. You know, sit down and look at these last, it's hard to believe already, 11 months and say, okay, what was I wanting to do at the beginning? Where am I at and what have I accomplished? And and look at those things. Look at it in your, um, just your, your relationship with the Lord, you know, your, um, and your faith, like, have you stepped out? Did you, did you step in anything you said you were going to do this year? Your health and fitness. Um, have you made any changes there? What, what were you desiring to see this year um, in your health and your fitness? What goals were you trying to reach? And then even in your finances, what changed there? Um, and, and you got to be honest with yourself. Again, for some, this can be uncomfortable because you're like, man, I don't want to deal with it. But I promise you, if, if you don't deal with this stuff and take it head on, it's never going to change. You have to face these things and you have to have a plan in place to move forward. And I think what's happened a lot especially this day and time, I I feel like 
people just want stuff or they think stuff's just gonna like happen or just like fall in their lap and it's like that's not how it works and plus let's just play let's just pretend it did let's just say you're believing for something financially just say all this stuff all this money just falls in your lap what do you do with it you you've not done anything to prepare yourself to handle that you're not you're just gonna blow through that so again it's really growing and having the character right to to get where you want to go and to be able to stay there and sustain the places that god would desire to take you and what he has for you right but there's a part that we play and it's the preparation to get there and again if you sit down and take inventory or if you're listening to me now and you're like man i didn't really do anything and oh my gosh i'm a failure no don't do that we're gonna say no you know what today this very day while i'm listening to this i'm going to make changes and finish this year better than i started it is not too late and that's the whole point of me coming on here today to tell you that it is not too late okay look at the date look at when we get to friday right like on on december 1st right the final month of this year say man this is the perfect time to start moving forward and setting some goals and i want to encourage you with that and if you do feel like you've had a good year and you you've really pushed and you gave it your all and you really saw those changes you wanted to make i'd go ahead and start moving into the direction of the things you're believing for next year um, and for those of us who are Christians who take the time um, and then those that fast at the start of the year, you know, I know for me, I have things in mind I want to do. I know some things the Lord has spoken to me, but I also hear from the Lord during that fast to get direction. So there are some goals I set for certain things, but then I also, um, during that time, the first three weeks of the year, I I really uh, just listen to the Lord and, and get direction for the year also. But... We don't sit around and wait for that. We are moving and doing. We are doers. We are doers. Be a doer. I want you to say that if you're listening to this. Say, I am a doer. And continue to be that way. um, And to move forward into the things that God has for you. So, you know, all these things I mentioned. I talked about faith, fitness, and finances. You know, we... We, we got to know where we're headed, right? How many times have you heard me say this before? If you listen to other podcasts I've done, like, hey, you if you're going on a trip, right? Don't you put that destination, you put that address in your GPS, you follow that map, it tells you how to get there. It gives you the best and safest way to get there, right? It, it makes sure that you're going to get there, you know? And what I mean by safest is like, sometimes you might have to, it's like, oh, there's something going there. We need to detour and go this way. And we know that because we're following this plan this map well in life we we got to do the same thing now you know it's and some people say well stuff could happen and people can go so far in the other direction for example they can be like oh it's just whatever god wants i'll do whatever the lord says but yet they're doing absolutely nothing on their part it's like people believing for finances or to be blessed but they don't even work right that kind of thing that's what i'm talking about we are not those people so hopefully i don't have to spend much time on that because i'm not talking to people like that i'm talking to doers i'm talking to people that wake up every day with purpose they know who they are in christ and they say you know what i'm gonna give it all i have today and that's what i'm telling you the most important thing i want you to take away from this this episode and even in this year is like you know what no matter how i feel no matter what's happening in my life i'm going to show up and give it all i've got and if you can lay your head down on the pillow at night and know that you did that you're winning you're moving forward you will step into the things that god has for you in every single area and let me remind you he cares about your health right and you remember, we are to steward the, the body that we have, the body that the Lord gave you. And you get one of them. And to truly f- to fulfill your purpose here on earth, 
I'm telling you, you gotta be in shape. Try going and doing stuff, not being in shape, and tell me how much harder it is to compare to being in shape. Right? Think about that. Like, you know, it's just <laughs> we are to train ourselves and to be ready and to be prepared in all things. And that is a responsibility that we have. And so I would encourage you, either while you're listening to this or, or afterwards, to sit down and take inventory on like, okay, have I been spending time in prayer? How would I like to change that? And you set goals for that. Now, for me, something I always talk about, and um, I know those of you, if you're listening to this and you're one of the Get Fit subscribers, this is going to be pretty repetitive because I talk to you guys about this like all the time. Um, so just bear with me. You can't hear this stuff too much and hopefully it'll keep you, you know, moving in the right direction. Also, side note really quickly, um, for those of you that might be new to this podcast. So I am also a personal trainer and I do online um, fitness programs and training. So check me out at workofartfitness.org or you can find me on Instagram at workofartfitness and I'd love to help you if you need help with that. So I offer online programs for people. I have clients in many different states throughout uh, the United States and I love to help people. And just for people to get started, I have a Get Fit subscription I started that's only 10 bucks a month. And every month you get, every month you're emailed out exercises and then I come on a live in a private group we have on Facebook to just teach different things and talk to you um, to encourage you in, in that. So I talk about a lot of this stuff all the time. So like I said, if, if you're listening to this and you hear it, just keep, just stick with me here. So setting goals is very important. You know, to, you got to have a plan in place to be successful. And I think those people that criticize that, it's just silly. Because that's the reality. You need to know where you're headed. If I just got up every Monday and didn't have a plan in place, I'd be a mess. My home would be a mess. Um, my, my work, the business would be a mess. Like, no, I have a plan in place, but also knowing how to flow within that plan. Given Because there's some people who get so stuck to a plan that they don't know how to pull back. It throws them for a loop if something doesn't go as planned. So there's like a sweet spot there of saying, no, I'm prepared. I always say it like this. It's almost like a preacher preparing a sermon and you get up to preach that sermon, but the Holy Ghost takes it in a different direction and you're, you, you just roll with that because that's where it needs to go. So same thing in day-to-day -day life. Same thing. It's the exact same thing. So you, you plan, you're prepared, but you're able to flow and adjust as needed. And I think I, I think we get better at that the more we're, we're prepared because you already, um, you've done your part, right? You, you, you've done your part. Too many people show up not having done their part. So the key to all of it truly is if you just do your part and then no matter what, you don't quit, you're always going to win. You, you have to. The only way you lose is if you quit, but you're not going to do that, right? You're not going to quit. So we don't have to worry about that. So just say, no matter what I feel like, I'm going to do what needs to be done. I have a banner up in my garage and I absolutely love it. People laugh at it, but it's, I, I mean, I love it. It says, nobody cares, work harder. You know, now to some people, they could be like, man, that's a little harsh. No, it's not. It's at the end of the day, nobody really cares about everything. We, we get so caught up in just all the things. And it's like, no, nobody cares, man. Just keep pushing forward in what it is that you're, you're supposed to do. Truthfully, like just at the end of the day, that's like the most important thing that you could stay focused on between you and the Lord, which takes me back. I know I kind of got off track there, but it takes me back to the point I was trying to make a few minutes ago is, you know, Ask yourself, am I spending time with the Lord? How much time am I, am I dedicating a day to prayer and to reading my Bible? And this would be a great time to sit down and look at that and then start putting a plan in place. Um, if you're like me, 
I don't have that set in my schedule. I'm just a very routine kind of person. Like, I'll get up and where I can fit it in my day is where I can fit it in my day. And it might be like that for a lot of moms. Now, there could be some moms on here who have a, a very good, like, tight schedule that works for you, which is great. For me, um, I start work so early and I have a lot of different things going on. So I just make sure I get it done in my day. It just, for me, isn't always the same time of my day. Same goes with my workouts because I have a pretty wild schedule. But the fact is I'm going on each day and I'm just putting it on there. So, for example, I can go down... Um, my planner like I have here and just have workout written on it and I don't have a specific time by it but I'm looking at my planner all day so I'll come back to it I'm like man I need to get that done so it's just these little things and getting in these habits and it, it is only going to help you it's only going to help you and you know to be faithful with the little you know and this year's fast in January which hard to believe it was almost a year ago that's what I kept hearing in my spirit from the Lord is be faithful with the little and you know I think I can always do better of course but I feel like I did that this year in the things that God asked me to do in the things that I'm responsible to take care of given it all I have and listen don't be worried about what kind of response that you get you just need to be worried about doing what you're supposed to do whether people around you like it or respond to it or not you know if the Lord tells you to um, start something start it and go do it and if two people show up that's great if a hundred that's great it doesn't matter you were obedient you did what you were supposed to do and I think if you can grab hold of that that's going to help a lot with moving forward and stepping into the things that the Lord has for your life um, that's just key um, and I, I want to spend a few minutes on fitness because that's this is this is what I do okay so often more often than I'd like you know to see people get just set this time frame at the start of the year and always say this is when I'm going to get focused on working I cannot I need to look it back up I didn't look it up before I got on here maybe I could check the statistic of like um the number of people that start working out and then how quickly like it drops off by like what date or whatever I can't remember I have to look that up but it's it's wild it's it's sad actually but it's pretty wild and here's what I want to tell you today if you are listening to this and you want to get more serious about your health and fitness and you feel like you are not as consistent as committed as you should be i want you to do something today to move in the direction of being a healthier version of you a more fit version of yourself what does that look like it can mean going for a walk today go for a walk for 20 30 minutes um doing if you know how to do some exercises if you do have some workout plans do one at your house today or the gym however you do it some people work out at home some people work out in the gym do it do it today and don't say you're too busy today no you're not you can go find 20 minutes 30 minutes to do it and do you guys know speaking of that let me go do you know it's funny on the podcast uh spotify did like the thing to give you a review for the year and do you know and i was so happy the most listened to episode i had this year was the one about, um, ah, what's it called? Let me pull it back up. About having, where is it at? It's about time management, which any, anyways, uh, people don't like to talk about that, but like it's so important. Where was this one at? Hold on, I want to see the title because if you haven't listened to it, I want to encourage you to. Because it was just about, it's literally, everything goes back to like, this. here it is. Stop, it was, this was in August. Stop saying you don't have time. Five ways to take back control of your life. That's it. Go listen to that. That was episode 67 um, in August. Go listen to that. Because that's what the whole episode is about. 
because I can tell you as a trainer of over 15 years, I've, I hear excuses left, right, front and center all the time, every day, all day. As people give me excuses, I just yawn and I listen. I'm like, okay, are you done yet? Now I'm gonna help you get on the other side of this. So, but I can't force people to do stuff. I can only encourage, I can lead by example. I can give you the reasons why it's beneficial, why you should, but at the end of the day, you yourself has to make the, you have to make the decision to say, no, I'm going to choose better. I'm going to do better. I'm not, I'm going to stop sitting on my butt. I'm going to stop scrolling social media and I'm going to be productive. And if you just have to scroll social media, oh my gosh, do it while you're going for a walk. I mean, seriously, you can, <laughs> you can move. If you have a gym membership, get on a piece of cardio equipment and just be in motion, man. Do things, quit wasting your life away. You realize Jesus is coming back so soon, like anytime now. And do you really wanna be found sitting around doing nothing, complaining about your life, scrolling on social media? I mean, think about, think about that. Or do you wanna be, you know, working hard, giving it your all and really nailing down these areas of your life with your faith, your fitness and your finances? I mean, think about that. <laughs> like, seriously, I mean, there, there's, we have enough time. Like when people say, oh, listen, and, and, and I know there's some people when I say this, they may not like it, but you, you don't understand what I have going on. Listen, I don't just compare it to my own life. Although I am a very, um, I have a lot of, of moving parts in my life and things that I'm responsible for. But over all these years of training, do you realize like I have trained people that do way more than me and are way more that are older that are more accomplished that are very successful that do more than most all of us and these very people never complained never complained funny how that works huh and i would take note i learned a lot so much of what i've learned um has been having the awesome opportunity to work with so many incredible people incredible people of like influence over the years back in atlanta man i had because I lived in Atlanta before I moved to Tampa almost six years ago. Man, the clients I had and the people I learned from, it was stuff I'll carry with me for a lifetime. And these are all very successful people. Um, and so I would just take note and I would listen to them, you know, as I was training them. And so that's the reason why when people tell me, oh, I'm so slammed, I don't have time. I just smile and nod. I, and I don't, I don't argue with people. I know I can't make anybody do anything. I don't try to force anyone to do anything. I just say, okay. I'm here if somebody wants to help and I'll push to a point, but then you learn people have to make the decision for themselves. And I'm going to encourage you right now to prioritize these three areas of your life. And, and I would put, obviously our faith is like number one, our, our relationship with the Lord, but I'm telling you, I'm going to put fitness at the very top, like right there. I mean, because this is your vehicle, your body's your vehicle to do the things the Lord created and called you to do. So if we're not prioritizing that, don't you think that kind of hinders everything else? I mean, let's just think about it. Think about that. Like it, it's got, it's got to come to a place. And if nothing else, man, think about this when you sit down and, and decide what you want to see differently in your life next year. Um, you know, you've, you've got to, you know, look in the mirror and, and sometimes realize you could be the only thing in your way. A lot of times that's the case. We want to blame every situation, every circumstance of this. Or you don't understand. And I'm telling you guys, I've seen so many different situations and things with people and there is a way. And that's why I don't back off that uh, because there's a way it's a matter of wanting to. It's a matter of making adjustments because you've made something a priority. We actually are not too busy. We're not. And again, because we take and sit in 
we take, excuse me, we take time and sit and um, just waste minutes, hours and everything away. And like for me, when I do a lot of my posts and my social media stuff, I'm literally on the go. I'm walking. I'm, I might be sitting in line waiting to pick up my daughter or wait for a dance or I'm on the move. I'm in between. I got like 10 minutes in between sessions, breaking my workout. Like it's, I'm doing, I'm doing and I'm going and, and you can get to that place in life. And I'm not saying we don't need to rest. Like that's a whole teaching within, with, within itself. But I don't think that's the conversation that needs to be had right now. Unfortunately, I think that is a teaching for some people that people need to hear. Um, but I feel like we're at a, a time at this day and age where everybody talks about rest, but they're not doing anything to need rest. Everybody, you know, I know that's not going to go over well, but it's the truth. You know, it's like a whole generation of people that need a trip or need a break or need rest but it's like what have you done you need a break from scrolling social media and doing two things in a day like no there there's stuff to be done and it does not it is not impossible to take out 30 minutes for exercise nobody can convince me of that I don't care who the person is you could put them in front of me and I and I would have a solution for that for them because I've seen it for a long time over a decade like I've seen it and I know how I've had to be intentional to work it into my own life but again the key word there was what intentional you guys do you understand like man if you only knew and one day I'll be able to talk about more of it but if you only knew like how often I don't feel like doing all the stuff I need to do but I don't care what my feelings are saying I don't care you know, people start make jokes about like that banner I have up in the gym out there, but I'm like, I apply it to myself. I talk to myself like that. Nobody cares, Erica, keep pushing, keep working harder, let's go. You know, and I'm like, that's how I talk to me. So you gotta learn to talk to yourself like that. You know, watch, I'm telling you, check your mouth, man. Like, what are you saying? What have I said over and over? I'm really, I feel like right now I'm just doing like an unplanned like summary of all the podcasts. This is good though at the end of the year. So we'll just run with that to close out today. But it's like, what have I told you on here a million times? My alarm goes off very early, right around five o'clock. And like, I never feel like waking up. I'm not excited about it. Oftentimes I'll dread it because I'm tired. Okay. But I get up and, and even in the most groggy voice, not a happy voice, dragging myself to the bathroom, I, I make myself say this most days. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you, Lord. This is the day that you have made, Lord. This is the day that you have made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. And I'm telling you guys, all of that is a choice. I've said this before. Rejoicing is a choice. You choose that. We don't wake up doing cartwheels. We, we build up ourselves, right? We, and that's why when you understand the word is powerful, it's powerful. You speak it. It changes things. You speak to your body. Do you know you can speak to your body and tell it what to do and tell it how to feel? I'm telling you, so many people are in the situations that they are in because of their mouth, because of what they're saying. I think of yesterday, whenever I felt like, um, you know, I felt like something was coming on me. I felt congested. I was like, oh no, my throat's starting to hurt. Oh my gosh, I don't feel good. Oh, this sucks. I don't have time for this. And I'm careful, the older I get, the more I watch other people and listen to people. And the more I'm in the word and listen to teachings, I check my thoughts in my mouth quicker than ever. I catch it quick. And I'm telling you, it's powerful, powerful, powerful thing. And I'm like, no, no, no. Because what happens is your mind, your body, all this stuff works together. And it's so powerful. Like you can yield to that and make yourself sick. I swear you can. Or you can do the opposite and speak to your body. You can speak the opposite. No, I'm well. I'm not sick. I'm healed. Thank you, Jesus. I'm the healed of the Lord. 
you know, and just speaking the word and just keep moving in that direction. And there's just something to be said. And I don't understand why people want to push back at that. People are all about going the other direction. But for some reason, when you start talking about this, nobody likes it. I don't know why, because it works. It works. I get up today. I can breathe. I'm not congested. My throat doesn't hurt. Um, I do feel tired though. Um, but I worked out and I feel better. I have more energy. That's why I went and worked out. And then I'm going to go for a walk outside to be in the sunlight because the benefits of that, you know, the Lord, like, I love it. When pastor Teddy said this last night, by the way, if you didn't listen to his teaching yesterday, you need to go to his YouTube channel. Um, Ted Shuttlesworth Jr. as pastor Ted and listen, um, let me give you the title really quick. Cause it, it was so good. It will completely bless your life. 15 crucial changes you must make to level up in 2024. Go listen to that, um, please. Cause it's gonna, it's gonna bless you. But you, you know, you've, you've, at the end of the day, you gotta be intentional. You've got to be intentional. And I want you to go into, actually, I want you to finish this year with intentionality. Say, I'm going to be intentional. I'm going to be, I'm going to give it my all on the days that I'm working. Um, in the days that, like for me, I have a, I have more days off. Like I have like a week off in December. I just had a few days off for Thanksgiving. So enjoy your rest time. Enjoy that downtime. Enjoy it because this time of year, we do get to rest. But what I'm saying is outside of that rest time, those rest weeks or days, give it everything you've got. Give it everything that you've got. And, and go. let's not do things like the world. That's not how we do it as children of God. The whole world is thinking of like, they're just kicking back. Actually, you know what a lot of people do in the world? And you should not be doing this if you're a believer. Is they're like going hard in the other direction. Oh, it's the end of the year. So I'm just going to eat really bad and not do this because I'm going to get on top of it in January. I'm telling you right now, if you get, if you start that mentality now, you'll forever have it. You can't just kick that like Jan because it's January 1st. Don't let that be you. We don't do things like that. No, when you have your rest time, your downtime, enjoy it. Enjoy it. But then it's back to work after that. And there's a joy in it. When you're doing things like this and, and you put God first, it's not like miserable. I don't believe in a grind. So if you're grinding, you're doing it wrong. We don't do that. We're not grinding. We're getting up, we have a plan in place, and we know what in the direction that we're headed. Like I know what I'm working toward. All right, and something that I didn't have this in my notes, but Pastor Ted, it's in his teaching. If you go listen to it, Pastor Ted said this last night, and I love that he said it because people are weird about this, but he's absolutely right, is getting a vision board together, which is the same as getting a plan together. Put these things in front of your face. Talk about it, look at it, and then be a doer. Start moving in that direction. That's what you gotta do, and you can do that. And the last thing I was gonna mention with your finances, if you don't set goals there, and you're not intentional with where your money's going and what you're doing with it, you will never know where the heck it went. I don't care how much you make. You won't know where it went. And you, there's got to be a plan in place for that as well. So this stuff is not hard to do. It just takes intentionality. And it's, and it's, it's wise to have accountability in your life to help you with this. For example, that's why I even have a job and a career and a business because people need accountability you know, in their health and fitness. And I provide that, but people are willing to make an investment in that. But the return on investment is wonderful because of what it does for them. And it helps them in every other area. So when you are on top of your health and fitness, you, it changes. I mean, I'm telling you, you're healthier, you're happier, you're more energetic, you sleep better. It literally impacts every area of your life. And then you can go be successful in that career or that thing God called you to do you know, and, and whatever else it is. And then you're making more money and then you can use that money and you have a plan for the money and what you're doing. 
you know, give, be a, a giver, put that your money into the things of God, you know, but you got to know what you got and where it's going in order to do all these things. So you can pray for the seed to sow and all this stuff, but like, are you stewarding what you have now? You know, think about that going into the new year. Instead of wanting all these things and asking God to do all this stuff, are you doing your part? Look in the mirror today. Look in the mirror. Am I doing my part? Because oftentimes, I'd say 99% of the time, we're the hindrance. We're the thing in the way. You know, it's easier to put it off on something else. But no, we have to be honest with ourselves. And it's okay to do that. And and don't sit there and beat yourself up and let guilt and condemnation come in because you know that's from the devil. So send that back to where it needs to go. And, and move forward. Say, you know what, Lord, today is the last day I'm going to do that nonsense that I was doing. Today I'm turning it around. Today I'm going to make a change and go in the right direction. I'm telling you, you can turn things around right now in 2023 and see the word of the Lord for this year work in your life and go into 2024 on another level and to keep moving forward and, and upward from here. A hundred percent. One hundred percent you can do that. I don't care who you are, where you're at, what's going on in your life right now. Things can begin to get better and turn around if you are intentional and you apply these things that I talked about today. You can do that. So I pray this stirred you up and, and, and has you thinking about, hey, what can I change and what can I do differently? I want you to write those things down. Okay, have a plan in place and move forward, finishing out this year strong and going into 2024 with momentum. You've got this. You can do this. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you know when new episodes are available and share this with some friends and some family. All right. I pray this blessed you. I love you all. I'll be back on here soon. Hey guys, what's up? It's Erica here with the Work of Art Podcast and I'm excited to be back on because I want to encourage you today. I want to encourage you in this last month of 2023. We're in December and you know, oftentimes this is where people will tend to slack off in their on their health and fitness goals. And I talked a little bit about this in the podcast last week, um, just talking about how, you know, we run with momentum into the new year, but I want to break that down a little bit and dive into um, learning how to nail down the basics is what we're talking about today. Okay. The being consistent with the basics and building on that over time. And that truly, you guys, like that is the key. So get ready to take notes today. Um, I pray this helps you not only in your health and fitness, although I'm going to be kind of gearing it more toward that this can apply to every area of life, but we're really Today's focus is really health and fitness and getting you at your best and your your fittest um, in this upcoming year and doing those things now to prepare you for that. So let's go ahead and jump right into this. So also make sure you share these, um, like and subscribe to the podcast. That way you'll get alerts whenever new episodes are available. All right. So listen, the thing is this time of year, we really need to learn how to nail down the basics and you know, learn those things that are going to get us to the place of living health and fitness as a lifestyle. You know, everybody wants the results. Everybody wants that next level and their best body and all this stuff. But the sad thing is so few are willing to do really what it takes to get there. And and one of the things I want to point out, um, I actually posted a reel about this today on my Instagram. If you don't follow me there, go to Instagram, follow me at work of art fitness. Um, I post a lot of stuff daily, a lot of reels and a lot of encouragement. So one of the things I put up today was, you know, do not get 
discouraged by seeing all the crazy like uh, reels and posts people have about like these crazy exercises they're doing like this high intensity stuff like stuff that just looks cool and really really hard and that's why a lot of people post it because it is cool um, and it is challenging and they've worked hard to get there but here's what happens is we can get so bombarded with that stuff on social media that it can really be a discouragement to many many people because people are comparing themselves and what they do to that post and you see so much of that and, and like I said in the real I said you know if, if these trainers were to be honest with you their day-to-day -day programs don't look like that they're hitting the basic lifts they're doing those main things over time and building upon those lifts and yeah we add in fun stuff we all like to be challenged and, and do new things sometimes I like to go to boot camp but as far as what's going to get you where you need to be and sustain that it's going to be nailing down the basics all the time it's not going to be doing those aren't the kind of exercises you're going to be doing now if you see something and you're like man i'd love to be able to do that one day that's totally fine you know for that to be a goal or something you want to work toward we can totally do that in fact i like that i have a lot of um or a few ladies i'm working with right now that we're building up their strength to do pull-ups and right now we're in I have a few that are in banded pull-ups and then we go body weight pull-ups and we're knocking this thing out so yes have those goals share those and and we work toward that and you know it's di different things motivate different people and you got to find out kind of what makes you tick you know when I sit down with clients and I do um, consultations with them and by the way I do free consultations so um, if you're ever inter interested in setting up a program, you just email me or go to my website at workofartfitness.org. You can inquire there or just email me at train, T-R-A-I-N, at workofartfitness.org. Um, and I'd be happy to do that with you. But, you know, I got to know what motivates you, what doesn't. <laughs> you know, everybody's not motivated by the same thing. And, and it's important to know that when putting together a workout program, you know, because if I'm giving you something that's going to just make you feel like you suck and you can't do this that's not going to help you you know what I mean so learning to nail down the basics I, I would say you number one you start with approach your week with a plan so you know whatever day you want to do it Saturday Sunday sit down take a couple of minutes and go ahead and plan out how many days you're going to work out for the week and then how many days you're going to go for a walk or do cardio in the week and go ahead and get that set so you already know that that's coming and you've got to make a point to get that in all right um and then also you want to have you want to have your workouts on there but you know what's going to be key is having a plan so you could be someone listening to this and you already know all of that know how to do your own workouts great have a plan for that and follow that plan for those of you that don't i'm telling you it's worth the investment to hire a professional like myself or someone that's a professional fitness professional to put your programs together for you um, it's going to benefit you tremendously, you know, not only the results that you'll see over time, but you learn so much. And that's what I enjoy about it. I love educating the client because you're giving people something that that will last them a lifetime. That's why I love doing this. That's why I've done it for so long, you know, like because that's really fun to do. It's really fun to teach people this stuff. And it's a lot of fun when you get clients um, that are excited about it and like eager to learn some aren't and that's okay like there's some who just hey I need to reach this goal get me there I need you to do this and I have lifelong clients like people I've had for many many years that I, I love and, and I get to you know they see me to get their workouts in and that's cool that's what this is all about and then there's some that just want to learn all about it and that gets me really excited when I get to teach while I'm training so you want to go ahead and plan out 
your week okay that's very important so number one have somewhere whether you're like me and you like an actual planner that like you can hold um or if you know you do it in your phone it doesn't matter but whatever works for you that's what we want to pay attention to okay so let me pull up i had a few notes i want to go over a few basic points so and you can even consider this like for fat loss because all that would go under um under that topic let me go back up here and pull my notes up and this is literally the perfect time of year to focus on this stuff because I don't like you heard this if you listen to the last podcast I don't like waiting till the start of the year why are we pausing and doing that we start making uh better choices and creating habits now and going I just think there's really something to be said for that going into the new year with momentum I think it says a lot about you so let me go over a few points here so uh, when we plan for the week now another thing when we talk about nutrition and I'll touch on that just a little bit is it really helps if you like to eat the same stuff like if you can find similar foods um, day to day even for the week like if you can plan out your week like that that's gonna help you a lot I eat a lot of the similar similar stuff and so, and you actually save money that way too. Now, not because you eat similar stuff, but because you plan. All right. So saying, okay, from Monday to Friday, this is what I'm having. And you already have that in place. People where people tend to fall off and make bad choices is when they're not prepared, right? That it kind of goes for anything. So having things prepared, knowing what you're going to have. And if you're, if you're very busy and on the go, like I am having things, what I call like having things on deck grab and go things and you want to focus on protein you want to make sure ideally you want to get at minimum 100 grams of protein a day now many many people are not hitting that so start lower start saying hey I want to hit at least uh, see where you're at first take a day and just kind of add up look at what the number is and then from there set a goal if you're only hitting 50 set a goal for 80 you know things like that and then work your way up I, I don't expect anyone to go from like zero to to 100 on that I don't recommend that so that's how you want a goal set um so really it, it really all comes down to planning it's important to follow the same program for a long time so I do I offer online training programs and I always tell people um I give like a four to eight week time frame because a lot of different things factor into that so here's why I do that when I'm creating those programs and they're individualized programs for clients um, you want to keep doing the same movements week after week after week after week after week before you switch it up because you're going to benefit from that okay again remember I said it's building on these movements over time so if you have the same exercises you're doing like say you have three to four workouts a week and you're repeating those three to four workouts right like one day might be a chest tricep shoulder day. The next day might be your uh, hamstring glute day. The next day might be back bicep, whatever. You're doing those same exercises every week and you're building on those. You're adding weight as you're ready to. You might adjust the reps here and there, but you're sticking to that same program. And you want to do that for about four to eight weeks. Typically, I think people lean more toward that six to eight week mark. Do not be in a hurry to change it up. That's why I said, you know, you see all those crazy whatever movements and exercises. Yeah, it's good to fit, to to do that in addition to a solid strength training program. Okay, I very much believe in that um, for many, many reasons. You know, number one, building the foundation to even handle the other stuff. Sometimes people are jumping into these high intensity things, but yet they don't even have a foundation built. They're, they're um, hindering injuries and different things that are going on that aren't being addressed and, and in some cases making things worse 
Um, so there's a lot, a lot that can go into all that. So again, it's important to have a program and a very solid strength training program that you're already doing and building on. And then in addition to that, you can add in some of the other stuff if you're into some of that, which is totally fine. And then you can get to a place where you're just doing that. But again, a lot of people skip like the part where you're building a foundation to even to even do those things. People like to skip steps. Let's not be the people who want to skip steps. Okay, <laughs> remember that. Um, having a, taken a few minutes to like kind of think about what you're doing the next day before you go to bed. All right, and that might sound silly, but really it's not. Because let's think about it. Even if you're not intentionally doing that, to a point, you are thinking about the next day. All right, so let's put a positive spin on that and think about just mentally before you lay down. Okay, I'm going to get ready. What do I need to do? What do I have going on, um, you know, tomorrow? And just, you know, kind of in your mind thinking nutrition-wise, what you're doing, and workout-wise. Um and that's truly those th- I know those three things sound so simple and you're probably sitting there waiting for like the big thing that's that's the answer but this is it you guys it's it's going to be very simple and in fact it's going to be predictable and again my whole message always is that this is not difficult it's just being like patient in the process and what i always say is this is for a lifestyle what are we in a hurry for anyways it it took us a while right those of you that want to lose some weight and lose fat and get healthier and get stronger, it took a little while to get there, correct? It didn't happen overnight. In fact, it didn't happen over the course of a few weeks over time. So we need to be patient in the process of getting to those goals you have set. And I believe in setting goals. But right after we do that, we then got to reel it back in and focus on the simple things, right? The day to days. That's why I tell all my clients, take it one day at a time one day at a time let's go one day at a time that doesn't mean we haven't mapped out a plan for where we're going that's my job is to do that you guys are supposed to run with the workout and get it in day in and day out all right and then we follow up we take inventory hey how did that go what's changed what hasn't changed okay cool we're gonna make some adjustments now run with it again let's go And, and that's really how you approach this so if you can get that mentality finishing out this year And going into the new year, it is going to help you so, so, so much. I'm telling you, do like, again, like I said at the beginning, you know, don't get distracted or discouraged because you're seeing so many people post these crazy, intense, wild exercises that look really cool. And you're like, gosh, I can't even do that. Or man, I'd love to do that. And when you see it, it just makes you just say, you just kind of quit. Um, And you don't do anything because you see you're not doing that. Or when you go to the gym or you're at home doing your workout, you have these thoughts in your mind thinking about that. Like, I'm just doing this little movement here. But man, look how so-and-so was doing that. No, what you're doing is working for you. And you're going to continue to do that. Build a strong foundation and build upon that. And you will see the results that you want to see. All right. So again, just I guarantee you, like most people are not hitting the mark on water intake or hydration, uh, protein, movement and all that. So focus on that. Let's get that in. I mean, even you need to write that down today while you're listening to this, you know, write down end goal. I need to hit at least the goal I need to work toward. Again, if you don't hit this number, it's okay. We're working toward it. You know, sometimes I don't even hit my protein goal every day. I'm working toward it or my water. I'm doing the best I can daily and it gets better. Okay. So please remember that, you know, hit that 
put that goal in front of you. Okay, I need at least 100 grams of protein a day. Check, got it. Okay, I want to work toward increasing my my water intake every day. Okay, where am I at right now? Okay, cool. Let's try to up that at least by eight ounces a day. You know, because the end goal would be half my body weight of water in ounces. You know, a day. So let's let's focus on that. And then sleep. You know, we need at least six to eight hours of sleep a night. So take that one day at a time. Man, I need to exercise, you know, two to four times a week. I need to strength train at minimum. I could do two, three is ideal. And I need to make sure I'm walking or hitting some kind of cardio um, as many days as I can. So now the reason I don't start with all that, because people think if there are people not doing any of that, that would make anybody just say, man, I'm never going to get there. So that's why I like to kind of put all that out there and say, okay, now we're going to reel it back in. Okay. Cause you can do this and you will do this and you're going to be able to do this without, without even thinking about it because it's going to become, what do we say? A lifestyle. And you got this, I promise you, where whoever you are listening to this, at whatever place you're at in your health right now, you're going to get here. Um, trust me, just do these things. I'm telling you. So you first need to take a few days. If you haven't started any of this, you need to take a few days and just kind of like document. Okay. This isn't something you got to do for forever. All right. It's a little tedious, but anytime you're working towards something new, if you want it bad enough, you're going to do what it takes. All right. So give yourself a couple of days and say, okay, I'm just going to jot down and keep track of what I had today. Just because I don't even know what I eat in a day. Many people don't. When you ask them, they're like, uh, I don't know, because they're not even thinking about it. So you're going to become mindful of that by jotting down what you have each time you eat for a couple of days. From there, you're going to get an idea of how your protein and water look in a day. So from there, you're going to set the goals. Okay. I would encourage you to put those up in front of you somewhere where you're seeing it every day because as life happens, you can start really strong for a week or two and then totally fizzle out and not even be mindful of it anymore. Okay, so it has to be in front of you. That's why I love when people teach about even things like vision boards and all that. I'm for it because you're keeping it in front of your face. I'm not saying you have to do that, but if you write it down and put it somewhere. Put it on the screensaver of your phone or your computer or hang it up in your bathroom on your mirror is a great place. But it's in front of you and you're going to continue to be reminded. And it's going to excite you because you're like, yes, I'm working toward that. Um, I do that with scriptures and stuff too. So same thing. Um, and just keeping that in front of you. Now sleeping, um, see where you're at with that on average. And from there, just work on it. I mean, for me, because I have to get up really early, I just have to make myself go to bed. Like I'll sit around and in my me time, which I don't get a lot of, I want to just play around on my phone at night or maybe throw a show on or whatever. And I have to say, no, go get some sleep. Look at the time. You need to get at least six hours. And I'll do the math and in my head, I'm like, okay, what time is it? All right, I'm going to go lay down. And over time, again, you're being intentional. The results you want come by being intentional in anything. You can't just be flippant and just out here, you know, like it's going to be slim. Like what's going to happen for you? You know what I'm saying? As far as what your goals are to what actually happens, like you've got to be intentional. That needs to be your word. And you need to say that I'm going to be intentional this month and carry that into the new year. Okay. That's what I want you to write at the top of at the top of your list. Now, if you heard me say working out two to four times a week, you're like, man, that's a big difference. Two times to four times. Like, what's up with that? Twice is bare minimum, right? So at this time of year, I've got some clients, a lot of people who are very busy with a lot of different activities and, and, and responsibilities happening. So for them, I typically tell people you need at least three. But you can get by. Two is enough. Four times, so I'm like, I'm telling everybody today, I was messaging everybody, hey, make sure you get in at least two strength training sessions this week. Get in at least two workouts this week. Um, 
because that actually is enough but two to four is ideal so you give that the bare minimum four i mean excuse me excuse me two and then um I, I mean i have programs where i create five workouts for people a week but again i'm talking to people who um that's not the norm Gosh, I don't even know what the percentage would be. I have to look that up, like percentages of how often most people are working out. Um, You're winning if you're hitting the gym three days a week or working out at your house three days a week. That's a win, okay? So put that in there. Give yourself, you always got to give yourself wiggle room. You're going to stay encouraged that way and it'll help you build, okay? So two to four times. Now, in addition to that, that's called strength training where you're building your muscles and doing all that. We need to walk, okay? Cardio, if you if you are one of the rare few that love to run, you go right ahead. I don't love to run. I wish I did. I try to a little bit, but I don't. So I like to add in other forms of cardio, but that's for another podcast. We'll talk about that. I want to keep this very simple today to set you guys up. So I'm making this very basic, all right? So walking, um, my gosh, the benefits of it are nuts. Like it helps you maintain your weight. It helps even clarity of mind. And in fact, working out in general is so... It's so amazing what it does for your brain and your mind and your emotions and just our hormones and the whole nine. So, you know, that's why you feel better overall and you're in a better mood when you exercise. Okay. And you're more clear, like you you have more clarity and you're able to think, but also obviously when you sleep too, because if you don't get sleep, that just knocks all that stuff out the way. But obviously you see how all this works together. Okay. Because so the walking um, we, we need to hit, to hit your goals with your weight and to maintain weight, you want to get between seven to 10,000 steps a day. Now, 10,000 can be hard for me to hit. And I'm even with me being an active person. So I like that 7,000 is very realistic, but you still got to be intentional to 10,000 goal. Because if I'm not intentional and I don't add in a walk during my day, I might hit 4,000, 5,000 steps in all honesty. And that's most people. And it could be less for some so you want to check that out. You know, most of us do have a Fitbit or an Apple Watch. If you don't, it is, I, I believe it's definitely worth the investment because it does help kind of give you an idea of some numbers, whether it's, you know, only but so accurate, but it helps. So you can check it and see how many steps you've had. Like today, I've been sitting in my office most of the day and working on programs. So I'm at like 2000 right now. So I'm going to get out and exercise later, go for a walk um, and hit my goal for today. But that's just to give you an idea where I've been working since early morning, kind of hanging out in one spot. So, um, those are, those are the things we focus on. And, and I'm telling you, once you nail them down one at a time, it's not going to seem that overwhelming and it's very doable and you can sustain this long term. And I'm telling you that's, I encourage you to make that the focus. If you go for a walk today, that's excellent. Good job. Be mindful of the protein you're eating. Make sure you get that in. Drink your water today. Um, Go to bed, you know, when at a decent time tonight. And these begin to be your habits, habits of healthy people, you know. And when you want to build muscle, people always say they want to be toned. I want my butt to look like this, my arms to look like this. Well, what you're saying is you want to build muscle. Whether you realize that or not, being toned is building muscle. So you got to have all these things in place to build muscle. You can't get that butt you want without packing in the protein, okay? You can't get those arms you want without nailing down the protein with the strength training schedule you understand and then the sleep because your body's recovering at when it's at rest okay so do you see kind of how all that works together all of it is very important and we just learn how to put it together over time so i like to tell people even though we set those big goals you know by the like you know month by month let's i want you to take it week by week okay so if you can nail down these things right here 
you will be very successful and you will be healthy and you will be happy and you will live health and fitness as a lifestyle. I'm telling you guys, I don't have anything else to add to that. It's literally that simple, but in that simplicity, there has to be a consistency for it to actually work. And I want you to focus on the consistency between now and the end of the year. And then you're already in motion with that, carrying that in to January while everyone else is trying to figure out how they're going to get started. All they know is they got all these goals for their fitness come January 1st. Look at you. You're there. You're ready. You're in motion. You'll be able to help other people too by sharing this with them. So that's all I got for you today. I want you to really take that, write this stuff down, apply it and go for it. You guys go for it. We have today is December 5th. We have one, two, three full weeks left in December, plus one, two, three, four, four more days. We got plenty of time to see some things happen, to really gain some ground, create some change, and really you'll have the hard part behind you, which is the consistency. You're already going to be nailing that down. So I encourage you, run with this, share this, encourage other people, have people come alongside of you with similar goals, and that's going to help you for the accountability as you move forward. Also, please come back here, check out my podcast, follow me on Instagram because I constantly like to encourage you guys because we all need encouraging and that helps too as a level of accountability to keep moving forward. So I love you all. Stay tuned for more podcasts and have an awesome day. Hey guys, what's up? It's Erica here with the Work of Art Podcast. Happy New Year. I know we're pretty far into January, but hey, it's a new year and I'm excited about it. Um, There's lots of cool things that are coming, lots of announcements coming up. So stay tuned this year. Make sure you have subscribed to the podcast. Um, That way you'll get alerts whenever there's new episodes. So really, I'm taking a different direction today and I really, I pray that this helps a lot of people. Um, this is really all about your health and fitness, but everything goes even deeper than that. You know, even when we're talking about our health and fitness, there's also a spiritual aspect really to everything. And so what I teach about, if you've listened to anything I've done or you follow me on social media, I mean, if you don't, you should, my Instagram is work of art fitness. Um, but I talk about our spiritual fitness and our physical fitness, both matter, both are very important, um, for what we are to accomplish with our life. So that's, that's really what I talk about. But today, the title of this message is, Are You Free? Are You Free? And what I'm talking about here is freedom in your health and fitness. And I'm, I'm going to talk about some stuff. Maybe you've heard about some of this before. Maybe you haven't. But kind of digging a little bit deeper beneath the surface of, you know, having health and fitness goals, the obsession some people can begin to have uh, with their appearance, with their body, And even how I'm going to talk a little bit about how the gym is not for everybody. Now, I know that's going to shock some people, but just hear me out on this so I can go more in depth with that. Yes, every single person needs to exercise. um, So that's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is the gym, the actual gym setting is not for everybody. Listen, I've been a personal trainer for over 15 years. So within that, I have learned so much about people. Um, You know, I, I think any trainer who's done this for a long time 
would agree with this that it's almost like <laughs> we you become like you feel like you have uh you can put on your resume like therapist or counselor or whatever because you really i mean the, the thing is people are vulnerable when they're exercising they're, they're coming to you for help but you spend a lot of time with your clients so there's a lot that you learn there's a lot of behaviors that you see and what you learn is that we change from the inside out that's a fact we change from the inside out and and what's really difficult to watch is um, when someone starts their health and fitness journey, they, they started for all the right reasons, but then along the way develop some really negative, bad behaviors and start going down a dark path. Sometimes you'll see this with people if they've ever struggled with addiction in a certain area, um, that behavior sometimes can come back out in exercise. Now, am I saying that that's something you should worry about? No, um, we could go a little bit deeper and talk about the spiritual aspect of all this and how we can be set free from all these things. That is not going to be your story just because say you had a drug addiction or alcohol addiction or whatever it was in your past. It does not mean it's going to come back up, um, because you find something else that you enjoy instead. No, we deal with all those things in the spirit. Amen. When you put God first, um, which I always say when we talk about our spiritual fitness, that comes before our physical fitness. Let me throw this in real quick because this, this doesn't have, well, I don't know. Maybe it does have a little bit to do with what I'm teaching. It's not in my notes, but, you know, that is why for myself, um, any of you who are Christians who, who have given your life to Jesus, um, you know, a lot of Christians do what we call a corporate fast at the start of the year, which is a 21-day fast where you're you're pushing the plate away and you're really seeking the face of Jesus. You're you're praying more. You're you're being intentional, and you really press in at the start of the year. And as much as I talk about goal setting, I'm a big believer in setting goals. I also believe in taking that time aside because you get assignments from the Lord. You get direction for your life and for the year. And I like to start that way. Um, and Really, I guess this does go together with what I'm teaching on. So I'll spend a few minutes on this. So for myself, what I, the reason why I like to do it, because I've had people ask me, wow, you do that? Why, why do you do that? You know, if you know, you're not eating, because I eat a lot, right? I eat a lot of protein. I eat all throughout the day to maintain the results I want to get in the gym and all that. Um, you know, you, you lose muscle, you lose it quickly. And I've had people ask me, wow, are you going to do that? Like, what do you do about your workouts? What do you do about this? I'm like, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> I don't think about it because here's the thing. Here's, there's a lot of reasons why I believe starting the year with the fast is important, but let me tell you my why. Let me tell you why I do it because I know I've been in this industry for so long. I know how easy it is to get caught up in this and become so consumed by working out and how you look and all this, that it literally between the eating and the working out, it can become an idol in your life. You can find, what happens is you you find your identity in that. Our identity is only in Christ Jesus. Hello. That's it. So you have to keep these things in check. And so for me personally, I look forward to this time of the year to say, hey, Lord, this is what you gave me to do and all that. And I love it. And this is, this is it. But I'm going to set all that aside to seek you, to spend more time with you because I have way more time to spend with them when I'm not eating all day and when I'm not working out. I still work um, during that time, of course, but I'm not spending all that time being active like I normally am. I put it, it's only for three weeks. Y'all, it ain't even that long. People act like it's a long time. It is not. Do I lose muscle? Yeah. Do I care? No, not even a little bit. And you know, that's the place I would like to see everyone be, no, no matter where you're starting at. I was thinking about it today. It's like, 
freedom, freedom in working out. I'm like, man, it feels so good just to lift and to work out, but I'm not stressed out about what I look like. I don't have to stop and check my butt out in the mirror. I don't need to stop and do, I'm so, no, y'all, that ain't it. That ain't it. The, the whole like, you know, selfie thing, that ain't it. Like when I do content, I don't do a lot of myself, but it's not for attention is to encourage other women like hey i started here you can get here this is how you do it but what you're seeing a lot of in the fitness industry what in it, people that aren't even in it that just want to be seen and you can pick some some of y'all i know you can see things and pick up on it you can tell the the intent behind the post or the photo come on y'all know what i'm talking about it's like a lot of people use that as an excuse to say look at me look at me they're really not trying to show people hey i went from this to this it's an attention thing and i'm not into that um, I'm one of the few trainers you'll find. And I, I've had clients in the past that they don't like this. Like, I'm not going to post your before and after in a string bikini. I'm just not. Like, throw on, at least throw on some, like, you know, little, like, spandex workout shorts. We're covered up a little bit more sports bra. We can work with that. But come on, y'all. Like, let's not. We don't. Why are we trying to do it like everybody else is doing it? And I've had people be upset with me about that. Or I've had even had people tell me, hey, you know, your business can't grow if you don't do this or do that or whatever. I'm like, I'm not doing it the way the world's doing it. All of that is flawed. I'm not conforming to any of that. In fact, what Work of Art Fitness is doing, and you're going to see a lot of things happen this year, we're going to be a part of changing the face of the fitness industry. It is a hot mess, y'all. Hot mess express. Listen, I'm telling you. Hear me out. That's what I'm talking about today. This is stuff. Maybe there's somebody else out there who's talked about it. I have not heard it yet, but I'm sure there's someone else who sees this too. If you've been in the industry like I have, you've been front to back on it. You've seen all sides of it. I've worked in, you start out in what I call the big box gyms. Um, that's where you get started. That's where you learn the most and all that. They feed you clients, all that stuff. That's where you get started. And then outside of that, I went into your more... Um, your studio setting, more upscale training studios, which I absolutely love. The one-on-one, -on -one, you're offering a whole different level and experience of personal training. That was my favorite. Um, and then I ventured out of that and started my own business, started doing in-home, and then from there went virtual, just all kinds of stuff. So I've seen a lot of different things. But what I was thinking about last time I worked out, I was like, man, people need to realize there's a way to add this into their life and be free. Because what happens is people start doing this stuff and they it creates like a new stress in their life. And I'm like, no, 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 no. We, we got to scale it back. That's not what this is about. Literally, it's doing, we set up a plan and you take it one day at a time. And so when you get up each day, you're given that day what you need to give that day and enjoy that day. Do what you need to do and that's it. And then we approach the next day. We have a plan, right? I believe in planning. I believe in goal setting. I believe in writing the vision. We need to know where we're headed, right? But it might look a little different on how you get there. No different than if you put a place, a destination in your map and you're headed there, sometimes how you get there looks a little bit different than how you thought it would be. Such is life, right? Sometimes the Lord takes us a little bit different way. Um, it's always better, you know, but there are things to learn and there's things that are going to help us. So you know, I, I want to see people free. Can I tell you at this point in my life with two children, my youngest is almost two. I'm 38 years old there. Is, and I love working out. Oh my gosh. I enjoy it so much. It's fun to me. I really enjoy it. Do you know, there's nothing like being able to go. I've created a gym in my garage. Like it is my absolute, I've worked it out in every setting. Um, there's nothing like going in my garage and lifting 
while my little while my little one plays. And sometimes I have both the girls out there and do their thing. Sometimes I'm out there by myself, but I was thinking about it today. I was like, it didn't get much better than this. I'm not standing in front of mirror checking myself out. I'm not staring at a bunch of other people. Not even if I was in a gym, I really wouldn't. I probably wouldn't. I have blinders on. I don't pay attention to stuff, but like a lot of people, that's a distraction for them. That's an issue. Um, and I enjoy it. I just lift. I set goals for myself. I have fun. I don't overthink it and all is well. That's it. And I want to see, that's my desire. So when I work with each one of my clients, that's what I want people to see is possible. Hey, you can do this. There's a place where you hit goals. Don't think we're just out here, ah, just going through the motions. No, we're, we're reaching our goals. We're pushing ourselves. We're doing what we need to do, but you're free. You're not bound to this thing of being so concerned about how you look or, oh my gosh, I can't believe I did this or ate that or whatever. Let me read you this, guys. I was looking up because people get a little nervous when you throw like a, you know, like a title on something or you, but the thing is it gets real. Okay. People try to avoid that or people think, oh, that's not me. I don't have that problem when you use these kind of words. But I looked up the definition of body dysmorphia and there's body dysmorphic disorder, BDD, um, also known as body dysmorphia. And it's a mental health condition where a person spends a lot of time worrying about flaws in their appearance. Uh, these flaws are often unnoticeable to others. People of any age uh, can have this, but it's most common in young adults, sometimes teenagers. It affects both men and women. Um, let's see, let me go down. That was the definition. Constantly comparing your appearance with others. Engaging in behaviors aimed at fixing or hiding perceived flaws that are difficult to resist or control, uh, such as frequently checking the mirror. Um, and then it goes on about how you try to change your appearance and stuff like that. So it's a very real thing. And people don't want to talk about, you know, it's like, oh, you're so extra. Why would you say it? No, I see it. You see when it happens. And, you know, when, here's the thing, man. Here's the thing. You first, when people, when I've heard this before, when people are like, you know, I see the extremes of stuff and that's that's the thing where I'm trying to reel it in and teach people that there's a there's a happy place right there in the middle. A safe, happy place where you can get done what you want to need where you need to get done, you know. So when we talk about you know, the church and people that are Christians and all that, and you, you kind of can see like one or two things. Either people are like fitness is not even in their thought process. And people, you know, very unhealthy, overweight and all that don't see that it's important. And then there's another extreme where people can have like this crazy, just be addicted. And then, and then you can get so far into that, you become so self-consumed, you're just gone. It's like any other kind of addiction. People don't, they're convinced that th that's not what they have. Right? Let me tell you this. Here's a hint. Like if you're doing anything extreme, there's your red flag. Why are we going so restrictive and so extreme? It is not necessary. Do we have restrictions? Do we have limitations? Are there things we do to reach goals? Yes, of course. But when we're talking, we're going extreme measures to, to, to do things. There's a problem. There is a problem and it needs to be addressed. It needs to be addressed. So, and with that, what I wanted to talk about was why I don't think the gym is for everybody. There are people, okay, and there are a lot of people <laughs> this day and time that 
have an issue with lust. And again, the people that do, I actually, I don't think they realize that they do. That's what I've come to understand. I I don't think, maybe some, maybe some, but I, I believe there's also some people who don't. And if the gym is the kind of place where you find that before you go, you are getting ready for it and choosing what you wear like you would if you were going to a club. Well, what are you trying to do if you go to a club at night? Get attention. You know what I mean? Meet somebody. Maybe looking for some stuff you don't need to be looking for. You know, that kind of thing. That has That's what has crept into the gym. Now, it's been like that for years, but it is way, 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 way worse now. And what you have most often in those settings, I, remember, I didn't say all, I said most often, is a lot of people coming in that are broken and that are looking for something. Is it good that they're turning to to health and fitness? Absolutely. But then what can begin to happen? If you are not solid in the word and who you are in Jesus and all of that, that's not a lifestyle for you. You can begin to get caught up with people like that, like people that are broken and struggling with some stuff. Okay. And it can, what it's turned into is like a nightclub in the daytime. You know, people going in and knowing it's like if you used to go out, you know, you know, certain people go to certain places. So I know you can be, oh, I know he's going to be there at this time. And I know they always do this at that time. So I'm going to go, I'm going to wear this. And over time, here's another red flag. Okay. I gave you your first one and your second red flag. If you find as you're pursuing your health and fitness and making it a priority in your life, you're wearing less and less clothes. Be honest with yourself if you're listening to this over time. Now, listen, I'm going to tell you all right now, I'm at home. I'm going to wear what I want to wear. If I'm at home in my sports bra, my workout pants, whatever, I'm in my garage, my daughter's, it's me minding my own business, okay? But I'm talking about if you are up at the gym, okay? And over the course of, of you working out, you are wearing less and less clothes. Now, I'm talking to women of God. I know some people, they'd be like, this girl's crazy. I'm not listening to this. I'm talking to women of God, okay? How we carry ourselves. We're not like the world, okay? <laughs> We're not, we don't conform to the things of this world. Okay, so, and you find that you're now wearing less and less clothes. Why is that? Why are you trying to get attention? What good's gonna come of that? What's going on within you that you feel that you need to be validated by someone else and you need to get seek attention from someone else? Why, ask yourself this, are you seeking out compliments from somebody else if you're there, especially from the opposite sex? Why is that? Why does that do so much for you? You know, I'm a, I'll put it like that. I'm a grown woman. If, if I was in the gym working out and a dude came up to compliment me on something, I would look at him like he's crazy. I'm like, are we in middle school? First of all, I'd have my headphones in and I usually wear hats and I usually don't make eye contact, which I don't go to gyms anymore. But like if I did, that would, I would be, I just want to work out. I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to like look at anybody. Like I want to get my workout done and go home. Okay. Um, and there are a lot of people like that. So if you're listening to this and you're like, that Erica's crazy. What is she talking about? No, you guys, I'm telling you, this is something I've seen and people need help with this. Okay. Trust me, I'm on this side of it. So if you're not on the side of, you know, working in these facilities, knowing people, knowing stuff and seeing it for over 15 years, then I'm sorry, but I'm telling it's a thing and it needs to be addressed. We, we, it, we've got to come in and just like, I'm going to open a gym and I've got some announcements coming up on some stuff we're doing this year, next year, like 
you know, the, we're, yes, we're going to do our part to bring about a change here. We need Holy Ghost filled trainers. We need Holy Ghost filled people going into these places, owning them, running them, setting the rules for these places, leading by example, doing it different than how the world is doing it. And the problem is we got people who are like, <laughs> you know, going in to these places and falling victim to the crap that's in there. No, 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 no. We don't need to do that. That's why you're going to see, mark my words, so you're going to see starting this year and in the years to come, you're going to see new gyms open up that are Holy Ghost filled people, business owners, uh, trainers that are going to show the world how this is to be done. There's a way to do it. Okay, there's a way to do it. And all this nonsense gets kicked up out of there. I'm telling you, it has become a nightclub in the daytime. Now, am I saying you're a bad person if you go to the gym? No, by all means, please go. Like, please. You know how people want to, like, twist all your words and make you sound crazy? Like, no, I already said multiple times. This is not, doesn't apply to everybody. Okay, but it's something that needs to be addressed. Do you have extreme behaviors in how you're choosing to eat? How often you're working out? Are you obsessed with the way that you look? Are you constantly looking in the mirror? Are you constantly trying to change the way that you look? Are you finding that when you go to work out, you are wearing less and less clothes and you're seeking attention? And if you get a compliment, it just makes your whole world spin around, you know, like, oh my God, those are all red flags. That means there is something that needs to be addressed. It means we need to get before Jesus. And it means... You know, my honest opinion, you need to set all that aside. And yes, this is coming from the person who tells everybody every day, you need to work out, you need to exercise. No one's exempt. You need to work out, you need to exercise. Yes, hi, that's me. But hi, I'm also the person who lays it down and puts it aside and I don't think twice about it. That's the place I want you to get to, to where it doesn't consume you. You're not free if you're like that. If you're dealing with those things I'm talking about, you're not walking in freedom. <laughs> you're in bondage. You're bound. But the good news is you don't have to be. Jesus died on the cross, so you don't have to be. Hello. But you've got to make some decisions. And I'm telling you, for many people, you need to remove yourself from the places that you're at. There are people that don't need to keep working at the same places they work at. There's people who don't need to keep living in the same places they live. And yes, there's people who need to stop working out at the gym. You know, if, if there's an issue, and again, I don't think, I don't think everybody who, who struggles with this realizes it or admits it. I, I don't know. I'm not sure. But if you have a thing with lust, obviously that needs to get dealt with, but you don't need to have your behind up in the gym. If you're a dude, go, go do an all dudes thing. If you're a female, there's plenty of, of women like fitness centers and gyms and workout stuff, man, for me, and it's a great way to meet people like, um, I, I did, uh, I do burn boot camp sometimes. I did the membership there for a while and I loved it. Great way to meet other ladies, make friends. I don't, I'm not going to befriend a dude. Like I'm a grown woman. We don't just hang out with dudes like that. We're grown women. And the problem is grown women don't act like grown women. This day and time, people are so consumed by the world. You got grown women out here approaching a man. What? What? Like, yeah. And because the world tells you that's how we do it. The world says that's okay. No, what is happening? So sometimes 
And it can look different for everybody. Some people can be in that setting. Like I said, if I went in the gym, blinders on, hat on, like don't talk to me, I'm getting it done. I don't even notice what's going on. That's fact. Like I've been around this stuff most of my life. It does not phase me. Again, that's not the same for everybody, okay? It's not the same. And I just feel like this is something that's not getting talked about. So it's like people are going in trying to get help in one area. And then they come out way more messed up than how they went in in a whole different area. That's a problem. That's a problem. And then let's let's just take the whole gym thing out of it. Let's move on a little bit. If you are someone who is just so hard on yourself about where you're at physically and in your health that you just beat yourself up and you just beat yourself down, You've got to stop doing that. You need to take that to the Lord. You need to write out confessions. Literally, I'm being serious. Things, kind things to say about yourself. You need to put a guard over your mouth and you need to give it to the Lord. Again, why I think prayer and fasting is so important. And obviously we pray all year. You can take days throughout the year and fast and all that. But really giving that that chunk of time to the Lord at the front end of your year is saying, Lord, help me with this. Be specific. I've had clients who they've asked the Lord to have them desire certain foods and that they need help with different things. He cares about you. He cares about what you care about and he will help you. You can pray about these things. And that is what I tell my clients. You can pray about this. I'm going to pray with you. We're going to take the practical steps that we need to take. We're going to make the adjustments here, but hey, you need to take that to the Lord. We got to pray. And you're going to get set free from this because if you are doing doing those things, you are not walking in freedom. You do not have freedom in your health and fitness. And you are not, you don't have to live bound anymore and in bondage with these things. You don't. You don't. There's a better way to live. You can enjoy your life. You can be happy. You can like the way you look. You can feel good and not feel stressed out about getting a workout in every day. It's a part of your day. It's not your whole life. Like for me, if you follow me, my, my Instagram stuff is all about my, my business and my work, which is health and fitness. But y'all, it's like, that's a very small part of my life. I ain't out here working out all day. I'm showing you literally less than an hour of my day. For real. We're doing a lot of other things. I have a lot of other things to do. Like this is not my whole life. And I think what happens is when people follow certain people online, businesses, influencers, and all that, you make the mistake of thinking like what they're showing you is all that they do. They're they're, like myself and many others. We're just choosing what we show you. I I show you what I choose to show you. And then I don't show you the other stuff because I don't want to. You see what I'm saying? Like that's, that's what people need to understand. Also understand if you're, if you find yourself comparing yourself to other women on social media and their pictures and y'all they're filtering half the stuff it's not how they really look and most of these women are absolutely miserable oh my gosh back in the day i used to work for some of these women like oh my gosh the women that were like insanely obsessed with the way that they looked and i'm not necessarily saying there's anything wrong with competing but i've not once in my life ever met a female that was doing it and was nice um, there was a name we would, well, there was something we'd say about these women. I don't talk like that anymore, so I can't say it now. It's not a very nice word, uh, but that's what they would act like. If you know what I'm saying. Okay. Nobody wanted to be around them. What is that? How is that worth it? I, I would be like, I'd walk away from my boss's office sometimes and under my breath, just be like, you know, say what I think she was. I'm like, man, somebody needs to feed her a loaf of bread. Man, she needs to eat. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, and the the worst thing that someone can do, if you're already somebody that doesn't have joy, first of all, that's unfortunate because we also get that from pressing in, knowing the Lord, spending time with the Lord. The joy of the Lord is our strength. We can make a choice. Hello, to wake up happy every day. I know I do. You know, you can too with Jesus. Okay. That is a choice, but that's a whole other topic I'm not going to get into right now. But like, please, if you're somebody and you ain't got that kind of joy and you always grouchy and complaining, please eat because you're going to be doing just, I, I just, it's not going to be good for the people that you're around. Okay, please just don't like, um, it's not good y'all. It's not, it's not meant to like restrict our calories to like that. And just not like you can, you can exercise, you can eat better, learning what you need for your body and all that. And you're, so you're actually eating and you don't have to take 50 million freaking supplements. Like that's just a choice. That's not something you like have to do. And that whole industry, man, they're making freaking bank off of people. It's crazy. Like it is crazy. <laughs> I'm not saying all supplements are bad. I'm just saying there's a lot of stuff we don't need. Yes, there's great supplements we need to supplement. Okay, I'm not gonna get into all that. Because number one, I can teach on it a little bit, but that is not my background. That is not what I've studied. So I'm not going to get caught up in the teaching of all that. Okay. I'm just not. But um, yeah, man, it, it, it's wild. I'm telling you, if people would just reel it back in. Okay. I'll close with this and get back to the basics. You could live happy. You could live free. You can be whole. Okay. If you just went back to the basics and stuck with the basics and remained consistent, it is very wise to invest in a nutritionist or a great dietitian, someone to teach you how to eat. I'm a big believer in that. I think it's very important because it'll help you for the rest of your life. I think it is very important to invest in a personal trainer like myself with what I do because you're going to be learning things that'll last you for a lifetime. You know, when you do go to the gym or you do work out at home, you want it to be effective and you need a plan, honestly, for it to be. If just movement, it is going to help, but you're going to be limited if you don't, if you're not doing what you need to do and you have a plan to follow. It's like, just like anything in life. Anything in life is going to not be as productive or good if it doesn't, if you're not following a plan. I mean, that's just a fact. So, um, these are things that are very wise to make an investment in. Absolutely. Because it's going to be a blessing to yourself and to your family. And when you're hiring a professional, that's going to be your accountability. You know, like myself, I'm that accountability for you to keep you on track. So you don't fall off into like this crazy stuff going on out there. I'm going to help you with that. As much as you allow me in to help, I'm going to help. Um, and again, I would say to, to close, you've got to give this stuff to the Lord. Okay. And if you're listening to this and you feel like you might fall into some of those categories I was talking about, you can take it to Jesus. I'm telling you, it's not crazy. It's not weird. You can pray about these things. And if you're listening to this and I'm talking about prayer and you're like, what? Like pray? I don't even know how to, like, what, what does that mean? How do I do this? Well, first, if there's not a time you can remember where you have ever given your life and your heart to Jesus, I encourage you to do that today. You know, you can do that right now just by simply praying. I can lead you in a prayer and it's repentance, repenting of your sin. You come to the Lord and you just ask him to forgive you of your sins. Say, Lord, wash me and cleanse me. Set me free. Come into my heart today as my Lord and Savior. Lord, I repent. I repent. 
and I choose to follow you, Lord. I believe that you died for me. You rose again. I believe you're coming back again for me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and I'll never be the same again. And you always run to the Lord and not from the Lord. Amen. And you thank him. And we it's a life of repentance, you know, and you turn from those ways before we turn from our sin, you know, and with the Lord, we can do that. And you seek him daily. You seek him daily. You get in a good church. You start reading your Bible. You know, if, if you don't even know where to start, I'll tell you, if we have so many resources now. It's, it's wild. We're so blessed. You can go on YouTube. I encourage you to YouTube, um, listen to Ted Shuttlesworth Jr. Listen to Jonathan Shuttlesworth. You know, listen to their preaching. Listen to these teachings. Look up Rodney Howard Brown, the river at Tampa Bay. Tons of teaching, I'm telling you. And you get that in you. You know, when I work out most of the time, people ask me for playlists and stuff. And I have music. I like Christian hip hop. There's, you know, like I have songs I like in stations I listen to on Spotify. But like, I'm honestly not your best source for like, most trainers put out like their Spotify list. Y'all know it's funny. I'm I'm like up on YouTube and stuff, listening to podcasts, and I'm listening to preaching. For real. I like to learn. I like to grow. And I like, for me, during that time of working out, I think it's a great time to listen to teaching. That That's for me. Sometimes I've turned my music on, but like, I don't know. I, I, I just like to get into the word. I like to learn and I like to get stirred up. So I'm probably, I'm not, you know, I'm sure at some point I can put a list out or whatever if it helps people, but Y'all, I, I don't really have it like that. I'm, I'm listening. I'm getting fed, man. So I, I come out of a workout. I mean, I'm talking, feeling good, like flying high. I'd be, you know, it's amazing. <laughs> you know, you feel great when you work out. Um, and I would throw this in too. One of the things that I love to do with when we talk about are you free and freedom in your health and fitness is I love showing moms, busy women, stay-at-home moms. Either I have some workout moms that work from home with their kids, all kinds of stuff how to work out from your house. I love to help people set up a space in their homes. Um, I train people virtually. I have people um, all throughout the United States. And, and listen, don't think you've got to have some like big old gym and it's a, a, a space set aside in your home for a gym. No, you can have minimal stuff. For under a hundred bucks, I could show you stuff you get in just a little space in your house somewhere and you do all the workouts you need to. I'm telling you. There's so many ways and it's, you have freedom in that. Like for example, today, my daughter, I was outside. She wanted me to pull her in the wagon. And so I got creative and I was like, all right, let's count. So I was doing my bench press with the dumbbells. And so I'm like, all right, mommy's got to do 12. Let's count to 12. And then I'll pull you, you know, a little ways down the street and back. So we hit the 12. I got up, I pulled the wagon down a few houses and come back. And I'm like, okay, you ready to count again? She's like, yeah. And so we count again and then we go, but I'm free y'all. I'm not all wrapped up in how I look. I'm not all stressed out that the set looked a little bit different. And no, it's not gotta be like that. And I get results. I'm happy the way I look with the way I look. I feel good. You can live like that and you can have fun when you're doing it and you can have joy when you're doing it. And that's what myself and I believe many others are going to bring to the fitness industry because we're going to turn this whole thing around. Come on now, because as believers, we are supposed to go in and take over these industries that God has called you to. We are to go in and be that change. If we go in these places looking like everybody else, talking like everybody else and acting like everybody else, there's no change that's going to happen. What, what change am I going to bring into a gym if I come in there half naked, flaunting around, using like crazy language and curse words, bopping my head to some crazy music and like flirting with dudes? 
what the heck is that? What? That's not a woman of God that's doing a whole lot. That ain't somebody that's a, you know, a change agent, agent of change. Uh, no. Okay. No, that is not you. That will not be you. Okay. We are going to walk into a room and things change. Okay. It causes the things around us to change. We are going to open up the businesses. Okay. That are going to take over. Look at Chick-fil-A in the fast food industry and how well they do. They do things differently. They're not even open, you know, six days a week and their hours are not as long as most hours. Look how much they dominate the industry as, as believers, tithers, you know, setting that example, putting Christ first. So what are we going to do? I don't know about you. I'm going to bring that to the fitness industry though, for sure. We're not going to do it like everybody else. Don't go to these places and, and try to act like these people. Be what God created you to be. You go in there and you bring about the change. But again, don't go places that you can't handle. If you need to change your workout setting, change it, change it, do it from home, make some adjustments for now, if that's what you need to do. And that is okay. And I want you to have fun doing this. I want you to be in, be free (laughs) in Jesus name. You can be free. You can be free. And it's okay. If you don't love where you're at with your body right now, I know that happens. We walk through that. I've had two kids. Like I know we walk through those times, but you cannot hate yourself. Okay. There's a place where you can be where you don't despise the way that you look and you're working to change your body. You want that. That's okay. It's great to set goals and change your body, but we got to make sure we, we don't create like something else doesn't creep in within that. We have to keep our minds set on Jesus. We got to keep our eyes set on that word of God. We got to renew our minds daily. Okay. And, and that's going to be the difference maker. Having accountability is going to be your difference maker. Making that investment, hiring someone like myself. The, that, those are the things you do. Okay. Yes, you can change your body and set goals. Yes, you should care about how you look and carry yourself better and be healthy. Yes, okay? Because again, people will try to come in and say, oh, well, she's saying we can just look anyway. No, that's never what I said. That's not what this was about, okay? So I want to see you free, okay? You can be free. You can have fun with your health and fitness in 2024. Come on, y'all. Come on on freedom in your health and fitness. I want to see that for you this year. If you have questions about any of this, or if there's something you're struggling with, if some of this hit home and you're like, Erica, I have a problem. I need help. Reach out to me. All right. You can email me at train, T-R-A-I-N at workofartfitness.org. Okay. And you can also, if you want to get more information about what I do, what we offer, you can go to workofartfitness.org and then also follow me on Instagram work of art fitness. And if you haven't yet subscribed to the podcast, you're on most podcast platforms. Um, and it's just work of art. So I want you to stay tuned. Um, I hope this helped you. I pray that this helped you. Um, and like I said, if you guys have questions, reach out to me, I'm happy to help. Um, thank you for listening today. I love you guys. I'll be back on here soon. Make sure you not only subscribe, but make sure you share this and, um, I'll be back on here soon guys. Love you.